can't even provide for one fucking kid, you fucking idiot. Well, now I'm get, beginning to see why he left. Fucking right in the pussy! And there's a guy, Tom, you're gonna love this name. His name is, um, he calls himself Turd Flinging Monkey. I thought you'd appreciate that. Ah. <laughs> That's a good one, right? I do like it. <laughs> He's got a lot of videos. The emotional thinking just is too strong. That's why women shouldn't vote. They're just children. Okay. All right. So we should be good now. All right, so we don't have Fred Boat, so I'm going to turn the sound up just a bit, just so we're not uh, listening to absolutely nothing. Don't know. We'll turn up the sound. I'll, I'll just have the music. So we won't have any sound okay. effects, we'll just have the music. And we'll see how Perfect. that goes. Can you hear it? I can't hear shit. I don't know, we'll find out. Audience, if you can hear us, uh, let us know if you can hear the music. I'll turn the effects down. And hear the music, whatever. Oh, okay. I kind of sort of hear some. Hey, whatever. Okay. Sorry about that. Fuck. All right. Okay. You know, technical difficulties are one of my my triggers. But we will. Yes. Yes. We will make Lone the attempt. Wolf has you recorded. We we will make the attempt. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on easy since I'm gonna be hopefully listening. Okay, so I'm playing Rage. Very appropriate game. Since now I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of pissed off that that shit happened. <sighs> nice. Chimpanzee I also, rage. I also would like to let everyone know, fuck IP Vanish. Never do business with IP Vanish. Don't buy their service. Don't give them money. Fuck them and their bitch ass. Anybody tells you that IP Vanish <laughs> is worth anything other than a fucking kick in the balls is fucking lying to you. <laughs> now you know. <sighs> okay. Yeah, that's that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, how are you, DDJ? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, actually. Um, holy shit. I'm like, uh, it was actually kind of cool. I like ran the gauntlet. My son is getting ready to turn 18. My youngest and then it's like, hey, I am done with the potential of family court drama. No, hold on. Cat, why didn't you compress our sex tape? You lost my sugar daddy a lot of money from what you just did. <laughs> no, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, no. That would that would be something though. That would be something. It would. I mean, what would you do if you came home? And a cat was fucking your sex doll. Like, would you, would you be offended, or would you just be like morbidly curious about like how did it know to do that? Because it's like a cat and a human have like completely different, you know. I would like... pull out my camera phone and I'd put that shit behind a paywall. <laughs> watch, <laughs> watch a cat fuck a sex doll. Right. Yeah, that's I mean, that, that's got to go viral, right? I mean, it's got to go viral. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, for those of you guys that don't know, I'm looking in the chat right now. Um, I actually have custody of my 
uh, youngest son. And so, uh, yeah, the child support isn't, isn't the issue. It's, it, you know, anytime that you, your kids are still minors, they're, you know, your ex can take you back to family court just because, you know, it's fucking Tuesday. So all the fathers out there, I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, so I've actually never uh, never seen this game before. Talk to us, talk to us a little bit about Rage for those of us that are ignorant <laughs> like me. Oh, it, it's from ID, so it's kind of like uh, if you like Doom and those type of games like that, but it's post-apocalyptic. So imagine Doom okay. in a post-apocalyptic setting. Okay. So I I just woke up from my my uh, my little pod and everyone else is dead because you know that's how it always starts you wake up from your cryogenic sleep and everyone else is dead because giving them dialogue in a story would be too much work right so we're just going to exit our little pod into the apocalypse yeah well you know I mean come on too much plot is flavor text right well especially when you're talking about an id game yeah (laughs) id game is never about the plot so this is kind of like imagine okay. Fallout, but with like less story, and okay, you know, just a lot of uh, basically it's a first person shooter, <laughs> like Fallout yeah. without okay. any of the RPG elements. Right. Ooh, he's a friend. Yep. Anyway, okay. So enough about the game. Forget the game. Okay. So um, I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I've been so busy How's with work. Week, uh, fucking busy as shit, man. Like, and I know people are probably sick of me just posting segment videos, but I honestly, I don't know if I'm going to be able to produce like original content for a while. Got it. It's probably going to. Well, this is the time of the year for right? Yeah, it's. I mean, if it wasn't for the segments, I wouldn't be uploading at all. Like, that's it's just crazy. I've had like I've been basically working all the time. Like I've I've skipped meals. I've stayed up till like past midnight, just trying to get shit accomplished. Because I don't. I mean, I still want to upload. I still want to like do. But I just, you know, the process of recording and editing and and there's actually like videos I want to make, and right. I just don't have time to do it. Yeah, you know, as a as a new content producer, I've been going through some of the same thing. But I mean, most of my a time away from making content has been a combination of, you know, helping my grandkids, raising my son, and then, um, you know, trying to write my book and do my research for my next book. So, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from as far as that's going to, and the time just goes away really quick. And it's kind of funny because like when you think you've got a video edited or whatever, and you, you have to go back and like, you know, little errors and things. And cause I'm still learning how to do it. The learning curve takes me a little bit, so it takes a little bit longer for me to to get the the production piece down. Yeah, I mean, it's not just the uh, like a time issue; it's also like an energy issue. Like right. there are, I could probably. The thing is, is like uh, I mean, Terrence Pop has like this really good video where he talks about like how many fucks and how many shits you have, and like once you run out of shits, you got to use up your fucks, and once you're out of fucks, like you just have nothing left. So. Even if I have like extra time, like an hour or two, I could potentially make a video or at least do the recording and get the ball rolling. I'm just so mentally exhausted that I just don't. Like I need I, I need like to not have all this fucking work to do so I can actually um, have the time to, you know, do the work required to make a video. Because it's not it's not just time. Like you just have to have the energy. You have to have the 
just the the mental fortitude to be like, okay, like this is what I'm gonna do. So yeah, it's it's just been it's been crazy. Nice, nice. Well, um, big shout out to uh, Married Red Pill tonight. Oh, hold on. Oh shit, twenty five. Pull this money out of my ass. Good thing that barbed cock didn't tear it apart. Oh Go buy Half-Life 2. <laughs> if you already own that, then check out any of the Borderlands games. Maybe even Shovel Knight. Um, I actually own Half-Life 2, and I also own all the Borderlands games, I think. Yeah, I even own the pre-sequel. And I don't own Shovel Knight, so maybe I'll check that out. I have, I've seen it. I know what it is. I just don't own it. So maybe right yeah. I will check it out. There you go. So, yeah, so I think that, uh, you know, big shout-out to Married Red Pill. He's going to be grabbing all the questions for me to ask tonight. We have a couple questions already. Do you want to hit those real quick? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, first question is from Reprisal49. The question is, uh, what insert do you use for Celestina? Oh, all, all the dolls. If you get the removable vagina option, all the dolls basically come with the same removable vagina. Now, apparently, uh, they do make different like widths not like the vagina is that that goes in is the same size but they make ones that are like the default i think is is two centimeters and then it can it can you can get a three centimeter one so if you're a little bit on the thicker side and a two centimeter one isn't uh wide enough then you can get a slightly uh, one with a, a little bit thicker opening or a wider opening but okay. yeah that's that's about it so they're, they're the same like honestly by itself it's just like a pocket pussy, but it's it's shaped like a Pringles can because it's designed to actually fit snugly inside. Because the way it works is it's not like because I've when I first heard of removable vagina, I thought it sat outside of the doll, but it actually goes all the way in the doll and her her vagina lips actually close around it. So the first probably quarter inch of her pussy is actually like the doll, but then once you get past that quarter inch. You have you're in the removable vagina, and the advantage of that should be obvious is, you know, once you bust a hot nut, you just turn you take the removable vagina out, and that's it. You can just take it out, clean it off, turn it inside out, wash it, rinse it, it's done, put it away. Right. So it's a lot easier to clean up. Now, one thing right on. I one thing I have to warn you about, and I had to learn this the hard way, when you're grabbing the removable vagina and you're pulling it out. Because it's so snug, when you pull it out, it's actually going to stretch. You know, it's going to be like one of those things where you're going to pull it, and it's going to stretch out, and then it's going to slowly, like, snap back on you. Uh, if you don't either squeeze the end really tight or stuff a baby wipe in the tip, you're going to launch your own jizz back on yourself. So, so you're going to get bukkake by you're, yourself. You're going to fucking, <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a fucking money shot from yourself <laughs> on yourself. So make sure uh, you either fucking squeeze that shit tight or stuff a baby wipe in it. Otherwise, it's gonna squirt back on you. <laughs> so in the yeah, face. That's, that's a lesson you only learn once. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. All right. Sounds like there's a story there, but I think we'll hold off on that I, for maybe you, another show. Well, that's that basically is the story. There's there wasn't <laughs> okay. like there were no other characters. It's basically you know I just. I was, I was a little careless and I grabbed it, I pulled it, and it snapped on it snapped back on me and just Yeah. And oh I was like, God. huh, I'm gonna have to change my pants now. 
Oh my god! I just yeah. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. All right. Uh, next question is from Sir John Murder for me, DDJ. Uh, for your sons, how much of the red pill did you give them? Um, I gave them all of it. I mean, my son doesn't date. Um, my son-in-law doesn't date. And um, you know, they're they're red pill as fuck. Um, you know, they they may you know talk with women occasionally, but they don't. I mean, no commitment, no cohabitation, none of that. And um, and they're like I said, they're not dating. There there's no reason for them to hang out with with any of these bitches at all. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, next question is from Bachelor King, and the question is: uh, If it becomes law to white knight, is there an option other than fleeing to Singapore? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is how do you enforce that? Like the whole thing. Like other than like if it happens at work and you don't white knight at work, if just some woman something's happening, he's like, oh, mister, I need you to white knight or else I'm going to call the police. First of all, she's not in a position to take down your information if she's in legit trouble. So you could pretty much just uh, just keep walking. What, what is she going to do realistically? Now, just don't hang around, basically. So if you're doing something, you know, it's time to leave. Yeah, exactly. Didn't see a thing. Yeah, yeah. What they can't do anything. It's like these laws. I've used this point before. Uh, you know, there are laws against discriminating against people with disabilities or the elderly when it comes to work. It's it's against the law to basically not hire them because they're old or because they're disabled, and they're just going to cost your company all this money, and so they're not worth hiring. Now, technically, that's against the law, but people do it all the time. Because they're not fucking retarded. They're not going to hire an employee that's just going to cost them money. So you can pass all the laws you want, but, you know, common sense will ultimately prevail. So they can pass a law saying you must white knight. It's like, well, you know, how you got to prove it, motherfucker. Like, you just keep walking. Like, you never... What are they going to do? Oh, you didn't white knight. Like, oh, I'm, I'm partially deaf. Uh, I didn't hear. I'm, I'm partially nice. blind. Who, who, who's talking to me? Is that you? Say who? Who is it? Where am I? What day is it? You know what? What the fuck are they going to exactly? Do? Exactly. All right. So uh, it looks like we have anchors away with us tonight. I'm going to try to pull him in. Let's see if okay, this works. Perfect. Give me perfect. a second. All right. Hey, anchors away. How are you doing? Give me a second here. Can you hear us? Okay. Uh, I see your mic, but I don't hear any sound from you. Dude, this is why. Now you're going to see what happens when cats got internet problems. Yes, exactly. Yeah, hold on. All right, I'll tell you what, Anchor's away. I'm going to move you into pre-screen, and I'll get one of our mods oh, I to just, work with you. I, mean, I, I heard something. Yeah, I had to turn the phantom power on my microphone. Oh, he's really quiet. Hold on, hold on. You're really quiet. Yeah, we got, we got to turn you up. Let me turn my gain up. It's probably on my end. Hold on. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, Go ahead and keep turning it up a little bit. How's that? Uh, that's good. I think we're good now. Okay, cool. Well, welcome. For everyone who doesn't know, this is Anchors Away, one of our sponsors. Oh, welcome we lose Anchors him? Away. No, he's here. Anchors Away, can you still speak? Oh. I think you were just turning your gain up. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right, perfect. All right. All right, How's it well, going, everybody? We're good. Well, I mean, yeah, I was having technical problems, and the show started like 
probably five minutes too late. But oh well, it's, you know it happens. Yeah, there's, there's, I was there's a, a lot. Here. There's a I lot had... of moving parts in this all this shit. Yeah, I get it. I was a little late getting in. I was kind of doing a little project on my car, and I had to kind of finish that up. I was like underneath the car and couldn't really get on. Oh, okay. Well, well, you're you're here now, and that's what matters. Indeed. How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah, you know, pretty all, good. All, all things considered, I can't complain. As long as yeah, the, so the, this, the uh, stream works. The second strike, man, that's uh, kind of fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah. It, it. You know what? It was only I was only down for five days, which you know that's better than three months. The strike was successfully appealed, and honestly, there are channels that have gotten it a lot worse. There's a channel called The Quartering. And he gained a lot of notoriety because he was speaking out against, like, feminism, taking over Wizards of the Coast. And he had a bunch of, like, uh, cosplayers flag him. Like They basically mass-flagged his channel because he was basically exposing that Wizards of the Coast has a bunch of pedophiles as, like, magic gathering judges. And they don't do any background checks. And there's, like, convicted pedophiles there. So, meanwhile, while they're, like, virtue signaling about how much they care about women, they have convicted pedophiles hosting tournaments and shit. So, he, by, when he was pointing out that hypocrisy, they all these people, all these, like, uh, SJWs flagged his channel down, like, way worse than me. And he was, he did a video talking about weaponized uh, strikes. And they, it took him, he was, like, 10 days sending multiple emails back and forth to YouTube. And his conclusion was basically if you have less than 100,000 subs, like the, the level of customer service you get is non-existent. Like they have a two-tier system. If you have more than 100,000 subs, you know, they'll actually respond to your emails in a timely manner and you'll get stuff worked out. But if you have less than 100,000, you might as well just, you know, <laughs> try to figure shit out for yourself. So I'm kind of lucky I was only down for five days. So that's a little trans lesbian privilege right there. There you you know go. What kills me. I mean, this absolutely like blows my mind because in the beginning, the conception of YouTube, it was meant to be a censor-free place to express ideas, no matter what they were, to upload any content and to be able to, I don't know, just speak what the fuck is on your mind without having to worry about like the FCC. And right. Well, I, you know, I have a, I have a solution. That. I have a solution. Um, I th I've been actually thinking about. It. I thought this is one of the videos I thought about making, but maybe I'll just talk about it now and upload the segment as the video. So here's my solution. I legit have a solution for um, for Google or Alphabet Inc. or whatever. So if you remember back in the day, in the, in the long, long ago, in the before time, TV channels used to have this thing where there'd be like a disclaimer. And it would say, like a voice would come on and be like, the views and opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily... You know, are the are the views of the opinions of Google, Alphabet Inc., YouTube, or its affiliates or advertisers. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. So what you what you do is you have a big banner on the top of the entire website, big red banner with big white letters, which says that. Now the views you, expressed here by TFM aren't necessarily yeah, those of YouTube. Yeah, they're not YouTube or the advertisers or anyone. They're just viewer discretion advice. So here's my. It's a little more complicated than that, but that's like a big part of it. So first, what you do is you have to. You, you have to make YouTube Kids the default. So you, when you log into YouTube, if you don't log in with your account, if you just like go to YouTube.com, like on a, uh, a uh, like a incognito window where you know you're just some guy off the street, 
you automatically go to basically the kid-friendly YouTube Kids website. Because the big thing is, oh, we got to protect the children from the evil. The, the children will be corrupted by the mean words. So YouTube Kids is like the default YouTube. Now, once you sign in, once you actually log in with your account and you verify that you're an adult by you know, cl- you know, opting in, you get a series of prompts. And the prompts go, okay, so you know, you're, you're signifying by clicking on this box that you're an adult. Do you consent to uh, exposing yourself to adult material, potentially offensive or you know, whatever, controversial, that wouldn't be suitable for a child? And then you could say yes or no. If you say, yes, I'm an adult, yes, I consent to seeing offensive material, then you actually go to YouTube proper. And there's a, there, that's where the big red banner comes in. So there's a big red banner which says the views and opinions, blah, blah, blah. So now you're on regular YouTube. Uh, all the videos are available, all that good stuff. I, you know, I think that's all a really great idea, but the problem is you got to remember this is like quote unquote progressive leftist wannabe socialist little commie fucks. Well, I know. The I biggest know. problem with that is like, you know, their progressive thinking, as long as your progressive thinking matches up with their idea of progressive thinking. Well, but yeah, like, their, their solution that they don't want, basically these, they want you shut down because they don't like your opinions. It's not about protecting or, you know, they're like, oh, I'm being harassed because I heard an opinion I don't like. Like, they just use, like, it's like spells. They use whatever word will get them the results they want. But well, anyways. You know, like, they're allowed to have a safe space. You know, they all whined and right. cried for their little safe spaces. Maybe people who actually kind of, like, think for themselves should have a safe space where no fucking idiots can come in and tell them what they can say and what they can do. And it would be, uh, like, our own little no, safe Well, space. no, because that, no, cause that's, like... That's like saying Nazis shouldn't have a safe space. Oh, we can't allow this hate to exist. We must fight it. We must shut it down. Even, like even private Discord servers, which you have to basically get invited to, those need to get shut down. Like how dare people have a private thing that's not even public or open to the public where no one who isn't, doesn't want to be there will ever see it. They, they can't be allowed to exist. But anyway, I, Right, right. Well, because they, they think they're the good guys, so they need to sanitize the world for the children's but anyway my my, the 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 end thing is okay so you log into youtube you you have the big banner if you flag a video for offensive content it's the same process that exists now except there's two additional questions you basically confirm that you did previously click that you were an adult and you previously consented to seeing offensive material and then if you still say yes i still want to uh report this for offensive content, you say, okay, then you immediately kick them back to YouTube Kids, where they can't see anything adult-related. And you say, there. That's a solid idea. It's been, we have purged it from the internet, where you cannot see it. And now you can be happy. Yeah, you know, I mean, like... (laughs) The problem is, it's like, no matter what you do to try to appease these people, they're always going to find something wrong with whatever solution you offer. And it's just, it's like so disgusting because, you know, all these videos of like, you know, these fucking like anti-male, fucking anti-everything, anti-balls, anti-fucking living life people on YouTube. I mean, nobody bats an eye or says a word to them because, oh God, you'd be racist. You'd be a hate monger if you said anything against them. And it's just, man, the double standards are just unreal. And it's like, there's no way to, there's really no way to escape that. Well, well, they did, they did uh, suspend some women who had this whole like, uh, kill all men you know like that kind of, that whole thing yeah, they actually yeah. did ban them off face not ban they suspended their facebook accounts for 30 days so yeah it's it's dumb i, I think honestly 
God, I got my I got my Facebook business page suspended for three months because I tried to sell fucking e-liquid, man. Right. Yeah, it's out of control. But the the thing is, honestly, the solution isn't oh let's resp- let's restrict their speech. Ha ha. No, honestly, just if you don't like something, respond to it. You know, you use speech to fight speech. So if someone says something offensive. You can say something back. So they, they upset you. You can say something back to them. This whole idea of, oh, you, I'm being harassed. That pisses me off. Like this, uh, if you heard it, I'm sure you've heard of that, the Jordan Peterson debate with on Channel 4. Oh, yeah, this retarded absolutely. feminist per, like talking about lobsters. And, oh, so what you're saying is, and then she just go off in some fucking voice in her head shit. But after that debate, she got her ass kicked because she's retarded. Uh, she was like, like all feminists, she lost a, de- a debate and people were making fun of her. And she's like, I'm being harassed. Uh, I'm being threatened. And you're like, where's the threats? Please screen cap these, these threats and report them to the police. Well, they're not really threats. They're more like people disagreeing with me and calling me stupid. But that that's harassment. Like, you're calling people Nazis. Oh, oh so that's con- like the most widely used term for the past like four years. Is right. So, Nazi, so calling someone Nazi a Nazi fascist are the same thing to these people. Right. Call, like but call, no calling someone, you Jesus. call someone a Nazi all day, no one gives a shit. But if someone calls you stupid, oh, I'm being harassed. Like you two protect <laughs> me from the mean words. The Nazis are calling me stupid. And it's like, <laughs> I again, like you need to go to YouTube Kids and you need to watch some Elsa and Spider-Man videos and you need to get the fuck away from the adult conversation. There are adults well, having like a the conversation. Same who, like in high school debate, like as soon as they started like losing the debate, they pretty much like whine and cry and throw like a little fucking tantrum so the teacher would like have pity on them. It's like that mentality never left. They still have like high school lunch table mentality. Well, because they've never been challenged. They've lived their entire life in an echo chamber. They've never been Absolutely. allowed to be exposed to um, to ideas which disagree with them. And so their entire time as a child through the entire public education system, they've been coddled. They've never actually had to think about anything. And then so they go to college and they're being coddled. And like you've seen those videos of these college people like, this isn't about an educational space. It's about building a home. Uh, no, you dumb bitch. It's literally about creating an educational space. It is the complete yeah, opposite. What, what you just said is the most retarded shit I've ever heard in my life. I well, award you no points and may God have mercy on you. Like, you know, they're like, oh my God, that fucking Nazi, he's a Nazi. And then they're sitting there basically saying like how we should usher in like a new wave of socialism in the United States. It's like, you do know the Nazi party was the NDSP, the National Democratic Socialist Party. Like, well, well no, the the, no, because they're in their stupid. Well, here's the thing in Europe, Europe and America have completely different left versus right paradigms. So in Europe, everybody's a socialist. So the Everybody only Everybody in the, Europe the, is a socialist. Yeah, the, all the parties are socialist. That's Europe. Europe is socialist. Now, but the thing is, when they when they say socialist, like if you talk to like Sargon, when he says socialism, he's talking about like communism. But Europe is effectively socialist, but he like it's weird the way the the when the Overton window shifts, People just assume a different left versus right stance without even thinking about it. So when you're talking to someone, especially with an international audience, it's just very confusing to people because you have you don't know you have to define your terms. But yeah, like in Europe, everybody's effectively socialist. You have the the nationalist socialists, which are the the fascists, and then you have the internationalist socialists, which are the communists. 
And so the, the National Socialists are the bad guys. Now, what if you're like a libertarian or an ANCAP or someone who believes in limited government? You're the complete opposite of a, of a socialist. But because people with a European left versus right mindset can't even conceive of small government, like that's so alien to them, they just throw you in with the fascists. Like, well, clearly you're not, so you're not a communist. Thus, you must only be a fascist. Those are the only two options. You're either a communist or a fascist. There's no, there's no limited government option. That's what? That's just crazy talk. What I love is when I hear people say like how, uh, how great it would be if we kind of embraced the communist values because they never really made it past that point of understanding that it looked great on paper, but it never worked in any socialist communist state that ever existed. It's never worked. And it's funny because I have relatives who lived in communist countries and right. it didn't work out so well for them. They, they left <laughs> no. I mean, working out well, so well for people in Venezuela. They're, they're right. Well, there's, there's a, there's a thing I shared on Twitter called um, swap a Basically this, this communist, you know, college student was talking about how Venezuela is fine and and they're doing great. They're better than the United States. <laughs> and this Venezuelan doctor was like, "I'm I'm a doctor. I work sixty hours a week and I make twenty five dollars a month." And Holy then shit. and and then the the kid, the communist college kid, was like, "Oh well, you know, things are great." And he's like, "Bitch, like I will switch places with a burger flipper in America." Like you, yeah, ignorant you know, twat. because the fucking Berkeley student knows more than the person living. Yeah, here. he says like I haven't eaten meat in a year. He hasn't had meat in a year, and he's a doctor in Venezuela. Good God! So, but that's, so this yeah, someone the made that they want. Someone made this like thing where they're like swap a commie, like let's trade all these communist loving millennials for hardworking people in Venezuela who actually know how to work and have a work ethic. We'll just let them switch places so they can go live in their communist utopia and all the hardworking people of Venezuela can come live in America. I mean, that I would, I would absolutely that's be down for that. Idea. Holy shit. That's a, that's a great fantastic idea. idea. I totally support that idea because you would replace a bunch of useless fucking pond scum with people who would actually come here and try to like, you know, further a society and build a life and actually contribute as opposed to just want to take everything for free and piss and moan when they don't get their way. It's yeah. I would love to see that situation unfold. I would absolutely love to see it. They, they think communism just means free shit, but they don't understand like, you know, there's nothing free about working on a, a government farm growing potatoes all day and like having a quota or you get shot. They don't understand like what a collective actually is. Yeah. It's, it's not just you uh, sitting on your fucking ass while the government just rains free shit on you. <laughs> well, right, they think that's let, me, what let me break means. in here real quick. I got a couple questions for anchors away. Yeah, man. Go uh, ahead. Yeah, no problem. First is a comment from Grizzly MGTOW uh, at anchors away e-liquids. Uh, the Boston cream is straight up crack, great flavor, top notch. The lemon raspberry is good, but could use a little more flavoring and kick. I'll try to send uh, stuff that is currently relevant, uh, like like these, and save others for later. And then the question, so that was uh, Grizzly MGTOW's comment, and the question is from Ballistic Zero. Question for anchors, any progress on the new flavors that you talked about? I'll address Grizzly first. Um... That's actually a blackberry lemonade, and um, we didn't want to make it too overpowering because we actually use citric acid to get that lemon flavor. We don't use like the the artificial lemon nonsense because it's just not that good and it's kind of weak. Um, if we put more in there to get more of a citrus punch, 
it wouldn't be a very pleasant throat hit. It wouldn't be very enjoyable. So that was kind of like the balance that we struck to keep that sweet and somewhat sour, but let the blackberry come through as well. But I do appreciate the feedback on Boston Cream. Everybody seemed to really like that one. And I definitely appreciate your business. And, uh, you know, like you probably already know, your TFM discount code never expires. So, you know, definitely uh, whenever you want more, I, I got you covered and I appreciate it. And as for the other question, um, we're still working on some new flavors. It's expensive to launch new product. So we have to wait a little bit here and kind of keep things rolling as they are and get a little bit more stable. As a new company, we can't really take any uh, too large of gambles yet. So um, in the future, we're definitely going to do it for sure. Right on. Okay, those are the questions for now. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Okay. Back to you, TFM. Uh, somebody else just asked about, uh, do our products contain nicotine? We have nicotine-free. A lot of people had asked for the zero milligram nicotine. So we did produce those for everybody who asked. So we had products with no nicotine and with varying levels of strength of nicotine. So, yes. Oh, hold on. We got a donation. Oh, shit. TFM's $20. body is a wonderland. <laughs> TFM's body is a wonder. I'll use my hands. Um, thank you. Wow. It's damn. it's not it's nice to be appreciated, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. Thank you. Now you know. I feel I feel so pretty now. <laughs> what can you say? Perfect. You know? What can you say? I'm out of fucking ammo. This for you know, I know it's a post apocalyptic game, but shit, I need some guns. Like you know what I hate about video games? When you kill a guy with a gun and he drops his gun and you can't pick it up because you haven't, like, I don't know, found the version you get. So, like, there's a gun. I have no weapon. I have no ammo. I'm fucking punching people. A guy drops his gun. I just walk over it because it won't let me pick it up. It's like, that's fucking retarded. Like, clearly, pick the fucking gun up. No, no, can't. Can't pick the gun. Oh, it, it just disappeared. It faded the fuck away like it was a ghost. Like, it was a figment of my imagination. <laughs> <sighs> sort of like real communism game logic man like pick up the fucking gun I'm punching people and they're shooting at me with a fucking machine gun like it just fucking vanishes nice like fucking uh, you know feel the dream shit because it was they were a ghost the whole time I didn't know I wasn't allowed to post a link in chat so the fucking Moobot banned me for five seconds oh yeah uh, Moobot if you post it if you yeah Mubot, it's like if that. you post a link in Discord chat, uh, one of our mods can get that link out there for you. Yeah, you know, the, it sucks. Like, when we first started the yeah, show, right it was the Wild West. Um, we just allowed everything, and that really, that's, that did not work out. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was no bueno. I don't have permission yeah, to put... send messages in the Discord channel either. I guess I'm banned all the way around. Oh, what? Man, this guy. Shit. Hold, Hold on. on, let me score you away. So, in short, how does the manufacturing process for a smaller company like this work? I'm loving Fuck the gameplay. Venezuela 2020 is looking pretty yeah. damn nice. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That, that is uh, funny. I'll tell you what. Anchors away. Direct message me that link, and I'll make sure it hits the channel. And uh, in the meantime, we have a question from Devord for Anchors Away. Uh, flagship is the most sophisticated flavor I've had to date. Excellent work. 
Okay. Well, Celestine actually asked asked that asked a question about the manufacturing process, because I know uh, okay. in our previous conversation you talked about how you wanted to manufacture everything in Detroit because you're full of that Detroit pride, but the fucking government, yeah. like, wouldn't they wanted you to spend like a million dollars? So, like, you want to? I mean, I don't know, unless it's like a trade secret. I don't want you to like get in trouble or anything. No, absolutely, man. Like, um, we wanted to we wanted to keep everything right where we're at. And we were able to for a little bit, but once the FDA kind of kicked in the door of the industry, so to speak, and started, you know, basically taking orders from their, you know, people who pay them off, AKA the FDA and big tobacco and far, big pharmaceuticals. I mean, uh, basically we had to prove that we were manufactured in a facility that met like ISL standards and was FDA registered and all kinds of nonsense. So basically what we had to do was take our recipes and we had to outsource um, production of our products that way. And I tried like a lot of other companies um, as far as manufacturing facilities, but it took me a while to find one that was actually going to like adhere to the quality that I wanted. Like a lot of these companies just want to use the cheapest shit possible just to maximize their profits too. And I wasn't cool with that because we had kind of created the product in a certain way. And, you know, we wanted it to remain really high quality and really clean and pure. And there was literally like one facility out there who was willing to use the ingredients that we told them to use and mix the recipes, how we told them to do them. So it took us quite a while to get back on track and be able to like reopen for business and kind of continue on. But, um, you know, that's kind of what I had to do, go through all the bureaucratic red tape and jump through hoops and put on a little show and dance just to make the government assholes happy. And, you know, now we're in a position where we're open for business and it's fantastic until the next round of FDA nonsense comes knocking at my door. Yep. You know, it reminds me of, um, if you remember like Microsoft didn't spend any money on lobbying, like at all, like they just, they were, but they were such a large company, but they had no reason to lobby the government. But then there was that whole Netflix, not Netflix, Netscape. Remember the whole browser war back in like the nineties where they were accusing Microsoft of antitrust. There were like all these antitrust lawsuits. And basically Microsoft started giving money to congressmen because the pe people were giving money to congressmen to try to go after Microsoft. So Microsoft had to give money to congressmen to stop them from doing that. So it's, it turned into like... You know, people talk about, you know, the corruption of big business getting in bed with government. A lot of it is defensive. I mean, there are the corrupt companies that, you know, they give briefcases of money to congressmen and senators to get laws, you know, favorable. Some of them, they just do it just to, like, the government leaves them the fuck alone. Yeah, like, if you, if you wonder you, yeah. why all these business, if you wonder why all these businesses donate to Democrats when Democrats hate business, that's why. They want the Democrats to leave them the fuck alone. It's like, look, how much money do you want for you to fuck off? And they're like, they'll just, you know, throw out a figure like here. And like, yeah, it sucks. It sucks for them. But like, especially if you do business in a blue state, they're going to get reelected anyway. So you might as well fucking pay them off. So they'll leave you the fuck alone to do your business. I mean, we had to just kind of just shut up and do it. I didn't really want to. I wanted to keep everything based here in Detroit. We just didn't really have a choice, you know. And then it's like you get hounded down by all these like fucking advocacy groups, which some of the ones out there are actually really good and they actually do work for advocacy and trying to like further the cause to get the government the fuck off the back of the industry. But there are some advocacy groups out there that just like to take your money and just don't do jack shit. 
Right. And then there's a lot of these companies who are like, oh yeah, man, we, uh, we totally support the industry, you know, fuck big tobacco. And then they sell their companies to big tobacco because big tobacco finally took the mentality of, well, you know what? We're going to get in on this too, because we can't really kill the industry. So we're just going to get our, our foot in the door and we're going to start doing it too. So some of like the bigger brands out there have actually been purchased by tobacco companies. And once again, loaded up with additives, loaded up with chemicals to make them, you know, basically like how your cigarettes are basically engineered to be retardedly addictive. Um, I mean, they take some of these products and it's, it's no longer just nicotine and flavor and a suspended anymore. It's basically like, you know, like a liquid cigarette and these companies are like, Oh, yep. Well, uh, we'll just take the buyout here and you know, we'll do what we swore we'd never do. And it's like, well, you know, whatever. I totally support you making money and doing what you want, but don't like put up a show for everybody and be like, Oh yeah, we support advocacy. We're anti-tobacco. And then you fucking sell out to them. It's like, have a little bit of pride. If you say something, follow through with it. Well, you know, you always wonder like when a game studio gets bought out by EA, you're like, you realize they're going to close the studio and fire. That's what EA does. Like the, the the day you sell your company to EA is like you're basically on the short list of, you know, getting the studio shut down. So I don't understand why companies sell their studios to EA. Like, I honestly don't unless they just think like, well, fuck it. We'll just we'll take all the good talent and we'll just, you know, start a new studio. But then you also lose access. You lose the rights to all your IP. It's like stop selling your goddamn studios to EA. Fuck EA. Stop it. Like what we're doing, we're basically we're shooting and working towards um, a distribution deal, and we'll be nationally distributed. And you know, we've already had like a like one approachment of like a tobacco company, and I was basically like, no, man, I'm I'm not gonna do that. Like, I'm not just gonna sell out. And no, like, this how is much something it, that I built. I mean, my name's attached. Do you want to do you want to disclose how much the offer was, or is that is there like an NDA or anything like that? There's actually like a non-disclosure agreement oh. between them if I chose to not take the deal, but fuck them. Uh, they offered me two hundred and fifty thousand, and I said no. That's what? Not even a million? No, it was basically like, I mean, we're a smaller company. I have I have no shame in saying that this is something that I built and I'm still working on building bigger, and it's, it's still a small company, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud that I actually was able to leave something that I hated doing to go towards doing something that I wanted to do, be in business for myself. And I mean, it's, I'm kind of a man of principle and it's really hard for me to put a price tag on my dignity. And I just, I didn't want to be another one of those companies that's just out there getting slammed for doing the shit they swore they'd never do. And it's like, I never swore that I'd never do that, but I just kind of feel it's, like the antithesis. And I feel like we're kind of like on the ground floor of something that is going to become something bigger. And as these tobacco companies are shaking in their pants and as the tobacco companies are losing millions of dollars in revenue due to this, I kind of feel like I just need to stay where I'm at and just continue to work hard and just keep building this up because I kind of feel like the reward down the road will be better than if I just kind of took the pussy way out and just said, okay, I give. Well, there was a, this kind of to your point, I remember there was like this mall that they were trying to buy up all the property around to basically build this big mall. And there were a couple stores that just wouldn't sell. So the the mall still went up, but there was like this, this like ma and pop restaurant in like the middle of the mall parking lot. There's like the mall, there's the mall parking lot, and there's like this little restaurant in the middle of the parking lot. And that, it actually like, 
people started going to that business because it was like in the mall, but it wasn't in the mall. So it became like yeah. a local hotspot. So what's funny is by not selling it, like all these people are like, oh, you got to sell. It's going to kill your business. And actually because the, the mall was forced to build around them, they actually did more business. And because like, you know, they were like a, a community fixture for so long, it actually benefited them. So, you know, sometimes, yeah, just sticking to your principles, it actually does pay off in the end. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And then actually a situation like you just said, um, something extremely similar happened here in Detroit. And I mean, you know, when you build something, I mean, this was like a family business that had been in their family for like 70 years and the son, um, or I'm sorry, the grandson who had taken it over, you know, he turned down like a huge, huge offer from this development company. And um, everybody's like, dude, you're nuts. That's, that's so much money. You and your family could be set and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, well, I have pride and something that my, my father and, you know, my grandfather had built. I'm not just, you can't put a price tag on that. And they ended up doing so much better and people respected them so much more. And I just, I kind of wish more men these days would actually be men of principle and stick to their values. I mean, I've, I have a feeling everybody listening tonight is a person like that, but a lot of guys, a lot of people aren't. And that's kind of like, I don't know, not to get too philosophical and deep, but I feel that's one of the biggest problems in the world today is nobody has values. Right. Well, yeah, they don't even think about what they believe or why they believe it. They just live one day at a time doing whatever in their best interest. And, you know, yeah, they've done... Absolutely. And they've done studies where basically at a certain point, people, you know, you ever, you ever watch that game show, Deal or No Deal? Yeah. No one ever basically goes for the million. Even if like the million dollar chest or case or whatever is still in play, when they get to the point where it's like you could basically take the deal for a guaranteed 500000 or you can, you know, bet it all and possibly get a million – Everyone always takes the 500,000. They never go for the million. Because it's I mean, just it like, makes sense because you could have a nice stack in front of you and it's like, okay, I'll go for the million and then you just right. lost everything. Yeah, you, you just, could, well, you yeah, but you could have had twice as much. And it was a 50 50 shot. Like, you didn't come, you didn't show up with a million. You're not losing anything. Right, but, you know, but right. yeah, but people people are risk averse, and they, this is psychology. Uh, people feel twice as much pain losing something than they than they do gaining it. So if you win a hundred dollars, you're gonna feel so much like so many pleasure hormones or whatever. But then if you lose a hundred dollars, you're gonna feel twice as many pain hormones. Like the feeling of pain is twice as strong as the feeling of pleasure for winning. So it's just. Yeah, dopamine's weaker. I was actually, oddly enough, I was watching a documentary about this the other night. It was like based on dopamine receptors and kind of like the chemical composition that makes up our emotions and how basically like fear, um, anger, rage, loss, like those all strike the same chord and they they release like five times the amount of chemicals in the brain than pleasure. That's why people who become like, you know, addicted to like heroin, they're constantly chasing that because like the dopamine receptors actually like kind of get used to it and they don't right. kick out as much and they're, they're always chasing it. So it's like, I kind of think as, as human beings, I kind of think we're some people maybe a little different, but I think we're kind of wired to sometimes take the safer route. There are people who are kind of nuts and don't ever and they take insane risks and it works out for some and other people they crash and burn hard yeah 
Let me go ahead and break in here. I got a uh, married red pill's got a few questions for me here, so I want to make sure we don't get too buried in. Um, this one is for a real human being, and it's for me. Uh, this is DJ. Were all the sacrifices you made for your family worth it? If you could go back, uh, would you stay single instead? Um, from a cost benefit analysis, you know, I love my kids. I'm I'm glad to be a father. I'm glad to be a grandfather. Uh, if I could go back again, knowing what I know now, I would not only stay single, I would never have had children. Um, so there you go. Um, next question is from Gukas Powerhouse. Uh, question is a general question. Uh, people let Muslims have their way because they're afraid of terrorism. The West keeps fucking over its own men. Eventually a line will be crossed, and I think a few scorned men might start doing domestic terrorism and systematically blowing up courthouses or something. I think that's just a, it's a comment. Uh, do you guys want to respond to it? Uh, yeah, I mean, but like, actually, I've I've had comments about this. People are like, actually, some sometime today, someone's like, you know what we need? We need like, you know, the whole the tree of liberty must be watered with the blood of tyrants. It's like, look, this isn't the 1700s anymore. You know, back in the 1700s, you had the militia that was more or less on par with the army. You know, the the that's why the Second Amendment was there, was for the militia to defend against uh, the government. But, you know, fast forward a couple hundred years, you know, the Second Amendment, oh, you know, you can have your semi-automatic rifle and your pistol and your shotgun. And that's about it. Uh, what are you going to do against the military-grade hardware? Like, you know, a fucking Stinger missile or, you know, a, a striker vehicle or a tank. Like, you're fucked. You, like, it's, someone's like, oh, you know, they're, they make anti-tank rounds. Like, okay, let's, we're going to define tank here. We're not talking about a guy who welded sheet metal onto his truck. We're talking about a military-grade tank. Fucking a bullet is not going to pierce a tank. I was in Iraq to pierce the side of a striker vehicle, which was, were, were designed to survive IEDs. Because when we when the Iraq and Afghanistan, all these IEDs, they were taking out Humvees, they were taking out vehicles. So the striker vehicle was designed to basically survive IEDs, and they worked great. We called we called IEDs toe poppers because they didn't hurt the vehicles anymore. Like they would hurt you if you were patrolling on foot, but if you were uh, if you were just in the thing, you were basically immune to the IEDs. Now, what could take those vehicles out were called shape charges which are explosive, they're military-grade rounds, and they're made with phosphorus, and they basically came from the Iranian military because there were, there were different factions in Iraq. You had al-Qaeda, which were primarily Sunni Muslims. They actually are the ones who became ISIS after we left Iraq. But then you also had the Shia, and they, were, uh, they formed a group called the Jaysh al-Mahdi, or the Army of God, and they were supported by the Iranian military, so they were getting actual Iranian military-grade weapons, whereas al-Qaeda, all they had was fucking homemade bombs and shit. So their homemade bombs did nothing. Al-Qaeda were getting their fucking ass kicked in Iraq, but the Jaysh al-Mahdi, because they had Iranian military-grade weapons, they could take out strikers with those shape charges. Those are the now, ones that basically act like thermite when they hit yeah, the Yeah, the, well, the they, they, create, they create a phosphorus lance. When they explode because of the shape of them, they f explode in a direction, and they form like a 5,000-degree phosphorus lance that just burns through everything. 
It's almost like it's like a fucking Kamehameha wave. It just disintegrates everything in front of it. it Those there's no are wild. There's no arm. There's no armor that can protect you. My point is though is, uh, you know, you're talking about like, oh, we're gonna go against, we're gonna go to war against the army with our fucking Second Amendment semi-automatic rifles. You're gonna end up like Al Qaeda because you do not have the military grade weapons that you need to fight a military. I was in Iraq. I saw what like you Al Qaeda used homemade bombs and fully automatic weapons, even better than the ones you have with your Second Amendment rights. They had fully automatic machine guns and they had uh, homemade bombs. They had all this shit that you would think, oh, we're going to do our... Yeah, they got their fucking ass kicked. You can't fight a modern military with, noth- with nothing. You need a military to fight a military. So I'm sorry. I, my personal opinion is this, though. Like the anti-gun people that are out there, like, as I said before, I'm a libertarian, dude. I'm all for respecting the Constitution and making pretty much everything legal. But for the people out there who are, like, anti-gun, I mean, a lot of people kind of take it at face value. But, you know, there, there's such a, in my opinion, there's such a more sinister agenda behind the whole anti-gun movement. And it's, it kind of preys on stupidity and it preys on, like, false sympathy but it's like, okay, so, you know, we have our second amendment and we have, you know, we still have militias, even though they're like demonized now. But right. I mean, you know what I'm getting at when it comes no, to no, the no. Well, agenda it's, it's, behind it. No, it's, yeah, right. Well, the idea behind getting rid of all the guns is so there can be outright tyranny and no one will do it. Like what's happening in Venezuela? I mean, it's There's, a pattern. It's happened throughout history. I mean, right, look yeah. At so every so, dictator in history, they've always, the first thing they've done before they've attacked education and books and literature and art was they take the guns. Right. So, yeah, the, taking away all guns, basically, it ensures tyranny because, you know, you have the – there's not anything you can do. My point is, though, um, you know, your Second Amendment protects you against, like, I don't know, like a corrupt police force or whatever. It's not going to protect you against a military. If they go in there, like, with military-grade hardware, you're fucked. There's nothing you can do. Like, yeah, sure. it's If this were the 1700s, sure, you know, like, if we were all fighting with flintlock rifles – yeah, you know, we fuck them up, but that's it's not the 1700s anymore. There will not there is no revolu- there's not going to be a revolution. There's not going to be any of that shit. A lot of people still think like, you know, the the second amendment was only applies to a certain time in the 1700s like no, the, the second amendment, you know, they didn't have assault rifles back then. They didn't have semi-automatic rifles. That's antiquated. Yeah, no, that those guys are retarded. I'm not I'm a firm supporter of the second amendment. But these calls for let's overthrow the government, let's that, that, that's fucking retarded. Absolutely. It would never on a good day ever work. But thankfully, the majority of soldiers that are in the forces, and I know for a fact a lot of the ones that I know personally, they are pretty much all good men who respect the Constitution and respect Americans and you know, kind of respect sovereignty for the most part for what exists of sovereignty. Yeah, I mean, right. that's what you have to hope well, for. Well, let me. There's a lot of a lot of people yeah. who just they follow orders, so you know like right. and they, yeah. they they've proven this like when there's like when a, a police department is corrupt there's you know good cops who you know they took an oath and whatever but when push comes to shove they they don't want to make waves they go with the flow they follow orders that's just that's what the average well, person like, does. You know, for like All right, I, I have a couple more questions for anchors away. Okay. Just FYI. I was going to say uh, really quick. Uh, I it. noticed like a Go lot of like my friends, once they get out of the military and everything, they're woke. They're woke as fuck. And I kind of see that a lot with a lot of returning soldiers and a lot of currently enlisted soldiers. They kind of become woke as fuck. 
I don't know if you see that too, but maybe it's just in my area. But I mean, like all my Marine buddies, all my Army buddies, I mean, they're woke. There you go. Get woke. All right. Uh, next question is from XBL Nemo 20K. Question for Anchors Away. Uh, can you make custom flavors for the TFM brand? Banana Flinging Monkey, Cat Taco, and DDJ Chokeberry Slam? I don't even know what the fuck a cat taco would taste like. Um, honestly, I did want to do, I was kind of contemplating doing like a banana cream flavor. That was like one of the newer flavors that we were thinking about doing or something based nice. on banana. And all right, I'll spill the beans because um, we plan on staying a sponsor for TFM as long as we're financially able to. Um, I wanted to do like a special flavor just for the TFM show. So nice. Surprise ruined. Nice. You freaking, there you go. Man, that's awesome. All right. Next question for Anchors Away. Uh, any plans to sell just flavorings for those that mix their own juice? Uh, we thought about it, but honestly, like the way we mix our flavors, we put like so much into it. We don't want to just sell the flavors with our brand name attached to them because uh, I've, I've met a lot of home brewers who completely fuck recipes up left and right. And I really don't want my company name attached to like some fucked up shit. Not saying like everybody who does it would fuck it up, but you know what I mean? It's like, okay, so you own a company, your labels on something, like even if it's just a flavorant and then somebody makes something that I think is awesome and then they go and pass it out some store and the store's like, what the fuck is this? They're like, oh, here's anchors away. And then it makes me look like an idiot. Right. Nice. All right. I'm going to ask uh, four more questions and then I think we probably could be ready for our first guest. Uh, next question is from Thompson45. TFM, have you ever played Life is Strange? No, fuck that shit. That's like SJW bullshit. I, I, I watched okay. a, uh, there's a channel called ER or E semicolon R. He did this whole thing about it called Life is Tumblr. And yeah, the, the, fuck that shit. It's not, a, it's not even a well, it's, it's just, it's written by, if you like SJW Marvel and that kind of SJW shit, then yeah, you'll love Life is Strange. That game's whiny as fuck, man. It's like such a little angsty, whiny bullshit game. Oh, I'm so, I, man, you played it. I feel bad. <laughs> Feels bad, man. I used to work at a GameStop, right. and I didn't really have a choice in the matter. Oh, my and goodness. It was, like, Got it. it was not good. All right. Uh, next question is from JLAX23. Uh, who thought of the artwork for Celestina as a thought, DDJ as a taco bag, Cat as a taco, and TFM hanging on uh, the boobs? Uh, someone gave that to Cat, and they wanted to re remain anonymous. So I'm going to assume it's someone who actually might do stuff. I don't know about professionally, but they they don't they didn't want their name associated, and that's fine. I get that a lot. People are like, you know, like I've had people, you know, they, they message me and they're like, yeah, I, I you know, I, I can't be associated with you, but I support what you're doing. I get that a lot, and I I, I totally understand. Okay. You know, we live in a gynocentric world. You got a career to think about. You got a business to think about. You got a family to think about. No hard feelings. So I have, I, I personally, only Cat knows who actually drew that, but they don't want to be, they, they don't want to be exposed. So I respect that. All right. Next question is from Total Mexican Nuclear Tacos. Question, TFM, did you hear about the resignation syndrome? Um... I'm sorry, TFM, did you hear about the resignation syndrome, the immigrant children bullshit that are faking to be in a coma to avoid deportation? Oh, God. Yeah, I saw that. Such retarded. Basically, for those of you who don't know, these these Im these illegal immigrant children, like the DACA, not just the, I, I saw it in Europe. Basically, these refugee 
children. They fake an illness. Like, they basically, like, they lose the will to live. Like, it's goddamn Star Wars. Like, fucking, like, oh, she's lost the will to live. And these they, they fake being sick. And the only cure is getting amnesty for their entire family. And it's so fucking <laughs> retarded. It's so patently obvious they're faking it. But they're trying to frame it as a health. Like, oh, they're, they're, they're suffering their health. It's like, no, it's like these, these retards who have, like, these comfort animals. Like, oh, yeah, I need to bring my dog everywhere I go because, you know, I have, a, I have a doctor's note for my comfort animal. Like, bitch, you're not blind. You're not, you don't need and to sing eye dog. You're, you just, you, yeah, you, it, it, yeah, it's not a trained animal. It's just your fucking pet. And you got a doctor's note like, oh, yeah, I need my comfort animal. Like, these overgrown children. But yeah, this first. I mean, anyone who's like, "Oh yeah, this is this is legit." Yeah, uh, these children are clearly suffering a horrible disease, and the only cure is giving their parents amnesty. That is fucking retarded. The only cure for Ebola is amnesty, or a bullet. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, Rot Dog DDJ. As another father who had custody and received a total of fifty dollars in child support over the course of eight years. How much did you receive, and did the court do anything to enforce it? Um, I do receive child support. I do not receive the full amount. I don't want to talk about how much I do get um, just because I don't want to run the risk of doxing myself. Um, but the court does not enforce it, nor does uh, child support enforce it when she is behind, which she currently is. Uh, next question. Uh, Trill Boson, has there ever been a serious push anywhere for mandatory paternity testing? No, what that would hurt women. They'll never do that. Yeah. Wait, actually, I wait. Agree. Did you did Rot Dog make that last comment? Yeah. Rot, we got to do that. Um, the Survivalist series. You got to hook up with me. Hold on. Let's, I had to play Life is Strange for Microsoft when I worked on Scorpio's backwards compatibility feature. That game felt very gucked, gynocentric, and it was something only a hormonal millennial teenager could relate to. Yep, man. You know, like, why can't they make you play a good game? Like, okay, we need to test Scorpio's backwards compatibility. Everyone play this feminist fucking dumpster fire. Like, can't we play a good game? Isn't there, like, I don't know, Halo? I mean, that's a Microsoft game. No, we got to play Life is Strange, huh? Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Next question is from Venom Eagle. What are your thoughts on the idea of that totalitarian regimes are matriarchal? For instance, look at North Korea. All the leaders are fat in a way that resembles pregnant mothers. No, no, no. That, that doesn't make them matriarchal. Uh, basically, the upper class is going to become, like, I mean, when you, when you don't have to do anything, when you have, like, a slave class essentially doing everything for you, you're going to, I mean, that's what women are. You know, think about it. Like, women, men do everything for women. So... It's kind of like what you would expect to find, but instead of, you know, men doing everything because they want to get laid, they're doing it because they're, they'll get killed if they don't. But the results are the same. When you have someone doing everything for you, you don't have to try as hard. So you can just, you know, be decadent and get fat and whatever. But I, I wouldn't say that makes it a matriarchy. It basically, you know, any uh, totalitarian government where there's like the political class or the ruling class just doesn't have to do shit. They're going to get fat, lazy. They're going to act like women because they can. That's They're effectively living the female dream of having all their needs catered to by, you know, an underclass. 
And they don't even have to fuck them. They All just right. shoot them. <laughs> Perfect. Next question. Uh, Sir John Murder. TFM, if you could gather an army and wants to fix the... Uh, and, I'm sorry. If you could gather an, an army and wants to fix the system, what would you do? Like, well, I mean, it's, it's really simple. It's You don't need to kill anyone. You honestly don't, like, this whole, like, oh, we need to get an army, we need to, like, overthrow the government. No, no, we don't. We really don't. All you got to do is take women's rights away. And the thing is, they never earn these rights to begin with. Like, people are like, oh, that's, you know, you're infringing on their rights. Well, no, giving women rights without having them earn them or demonstrate any responsibility for them was a grave injustice against men. Because men continue to have these responsibilities, but now they've ceded the authority, which was basically the just reward for those responsibilities. So it's essentially, imagine two employees. You know, you have, you, you know, the hardworking guy, then you got the, the slacker. The hardworking guy busts his fucking ass, working overtime, making the company lots of profits. The slacker, you know, he kind of puts in his time, but he doesn't really give a shit. And then the, the boss, in the name of equality, pays them both the same. Now, if the guy who works harder demands some of the slacker's money, you know, because like the pro like let's say it's all done by profit, like a commission thing. But the slacker basically gets 50% and the, the hard worker gets 50%. The hard worker's like, look, I did 90% of the work. I deserve 90% of the profits. And the, the slacker's like, oh, but, you know, this was my money given to me. You can't take it away. That's stealing. Um, no, it's not because giving that guy a disproportionate amount of reward was an injustice to the guy who actually deserved it. So taking it from him is not infringing on his rights. Not taking it away is infringing on the guy's rights that deserved it. So when it comes – men, obviously, the analogy is men are the hard workers. They're the ones who do everything. And women were just given this rights. But it, it wasn't just that they got rights they didn't deserve. It was that these rights came at the expense of male authority. It wasn't like these rights just are neutral, like, oh, we give women these rights and men are neither helped nor hurt. Men are objectively hurt when you give these women, women these rights. So men are being hurt by these, by these rights given to women, and they still have the responsibility over women and over society. There is the only just solution is to take women's rights away and restore male authority. And that isn't an, oh, oh, you're hurting women. By not doing it, you're hurting men. So you like you have to pick one. At least if men had their authority restored, it would be just. That would like you want equality or do you want justice? Do you want you know it's like freedom or equal like one only can come at the expense of the other. So this whole idea like oh you can't like that's a, that's injustice. You're you're take, talking about taking women's rights away. They never should have been given these rights in the first place because they didn't earn them. If women want to earn these rights, there are ways they can do it, but they, they're not interested. Hold on. We had to test every single game because Microsoft promised that every Xbox One game would work just as well or better than the previous models. This included the worst of indie games. Someone else got to play the best games and the job sucked. Man. Well, at least, you know, you got to play games professionally. That's, even if they're shitty games, how many people would love to have a job where they played video games for a living? Right on. Like they just played video right. games and people threw money at them. That would be like the best job ever. Exactly. Last question, and then I'll pull in the guest. It's from uh, Long Rifle Five Five Six. Question for DDJ: How do you raise sons to be red pill? Um, 
I didn't put up with fucking excuses. You know, I didn't, I didn't coddle my kids. I said, look, we're going to do it this way. And if you don't want to do it this way, well, you're going to get a little bit of corrective action. We, I, I like to refer to it as an attention getter. And, uh, they, 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 you'd, you'd be surprised. Like, you know, once or twice you give the kid an attention getter and you don't have to fuck with them again. You know, TFM says that, you know, look, he says you give, give the chick a pimp hand, she'll understand what the fucking program is and you won't have to deal with it again. Well, yeah. raising children is the same way. And, you know, they, once they understand what the structure looks like, once they understand what the rules look like, then, you know, they're, they're more willing to pay attention. Then you can teach them how to make decisions. You can teach them what to look for. You can teach them the lessons that they need to learn. Um, but like, you know, like, for instance, my son, for example, uh, you know, he was very, very soft when he was young. And um, when he was, I don't know, 11 or 12, uh, I bought a bunch of wood because this is what, what I had done to me. I brought like a cord of wood and I said, look, you're going to split all this wood. He'd never wielded an ax before. So I showed him how to do it, modeled the behavior. And then I sent him out there to do it. He was cussing me out for probably about 20 minutes, but you know what? By the end of the time he was done with it. And ever since then he's had really good work ethic. So, you know, you just got to do it and you got to talk to him. And, and more importantly, you got to have a relationship with him because, you know, it's not just being an authority, but it's also making sure that you have the respect because when they respect you and when they trust you, that's when they, they learn the lessons that you're willing to teach. And, and don't be two-faced with him. You know, my dad, like, basically, I went to live with him when I was, like, uh, I want to say a freshman in high school, maybe a sophomore. And it was kind of the same situation, you know? Like, I was, I was raised kind of soft by my mom when I was younger. And as soon as I went to my dad, it was like the world just completely changed. But I'm so glad that it did because it actually gave me ethic and drive and like strength and willpower. Hold on, hold on. Stefan Molyneux made a video recently about the coming oil-backed Chinese currency and Iran's alternative to the dollar. What does this mean for the inevitable collapse of the American economy? Uh, yeah, when the, when the dollar, like, the United States shouldn't have what it has, honestly. Um, it only does because everybody uses the dollar as the reserve currency, but that's starting to change. And really, the United States has only itself to blame because the United States, what like everyone uses the dollar, and now they're dumping it for you know gold. I'm a developer, not a tester. I only took that job because I couldn't get anything else at the time. Game testing at Microsoft sucks ass, but developing is much better and more money. I hope you play one of my games on the show someday. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, if you, that's awesome. Yeah, in fact, uh, there's a guy. He may sponsor the show when his game is complete. His name's Wicked, and he's developing like a an, uh, an like kind of a a mobile game with anime girls. Oh, and Celestina's going to be in the game. She's going to be the shopkeeper, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm all about. If anybody, if any game developers out there. Be more than happy to play your game on the stream. If you want to sponsor the show, I'll even make you a commercial and all that fun stuff. Perfect. All right, so we have uh, our first guest is Toxic Truth. And uh, Toxic, what did you want to talk about again? You had two stories, I think. Uh, yeah, I had a couple of them. Uh, you guys hear me right, right? Yeah, hold on. Let me. You're, like, really loud. Let me. Let me turn you down. Welcome to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. Yeah, you're you're just really loud. All right, go ahead and talk. So, I... go ahead and talk. Uh, is that better? Well, I need you to talk so I can turn you down to the proper volume. Uh, Lulalo, is that better? 
Keep keep talking. You're yeah. Say Alu Akbar. Jimmy crack corn. I don't care. Alu Akbar. Something 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 dark side. Okay. All right. Re- okay, you're good. All right. Uh, what's up, DDJ TFM? Hey Hello. man. Uh, hey, going? Anchor's away. Um, I kind of mixed my own juice, and I had an idea for the uh, cat taco flavor. Let's hear it. Um, so, thinking of the uh, Mexican blend here, you don't really want anything too beefy, or else it's going to taste like some fucking tuna. Um, try to throw in some cinnamon, um, maybe some donut flavor, and a little bit of marshmallow, because, uh, you know, cats would be ball of fluff. But that's not a taco. How, how does marshmallow cinnamon equal taco? Because <laughs> uh, Mexican isn't just tacos. They also have desserts. Oh, so it'd, like be like a it'd be more like a churro. So it will be like a cat well, churro. Have... There yeah. you go. The gato churro. I'll tell you there what, though. They're go. fucking the Mexican desserts, like the, tra- the traditional Mexican desserts. Holy shit, dude. Those things will give you diabetes. Yeah, they will. Oh, yeah. They're... I love flan. Oh, for sure. Flan is the shit. Is it, isn't yeah. flan fucking uh, France, though? No, no, flan's Mexican. Yeah, it's. Oh, sweet. shit. It's basically eggs and sugar. Yeah, okay. Lots of sugar. Lots of sugar. I uh, I dated a Mexican girl there in the past, and uh, I think it, what was it called? Um, I don't want to say mulatto. That that seems weird, but uh, it was like basically goat stomach, and that was pretty good. Goat stomach. You have a cow Maybe DJ knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I kind of know what you're talking about. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> did, she, did, did 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 she carry a knife? Uh, she didn't. Okay. Oh, she, she, she most most Mexican. Mexican chicks I knew. Yeah. She yeah. Must not, she's Mexican not chicks I knew. Yeah, they carried knives. It's like when I you no, but it's like if you want to know uh, if you're, you're at a real Mexican restaurant, what you do is you want to yell La Migra and you want to like listen for the kitchen to hear like people bolting out the door. <laughs> then you know. <laughs> then you're like, oh shit, this fucking restaurant's gonna be on point. They yell. Well, I knew that at the time. The town I grew up in, that probably would have happened. Here, some people scurrying out the back, but uh, no, she she was all for uh, sucking dick right around the corner from her parents, and uh, they had one of them open downstairs, which is uh, kind of interesting, seeing as I now work with uh, her stepfather. So uh, it's kind of awkward. I live in, you know, wow. obviously, you guys know That's I'm from a... Detroit. We have Mexican town here, and it's like some of the best restaurants ever. And uh, the girl I'm currently with, uh, people can hate on me for that all you want. I'm with a Mexican chick right now, and uh, they do carry knives. I swear it. Yeah, yeah. They absolutely do. Call me yeah. racist, but you're racist. Anchors away. Racist. 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 Okay, whatever. Wee. Racist. All right. Uh, anchors away. <laughs> do they not have a specific spice smell to them when you go down on them? What? No. What? No. That's been my experience. And I've been with a couple of them. Spi- that's, she probably that's Dude. probably not her Mexican genes. It's probably she like put some shit on her puss to like make her smell it up. Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. god. A little sugar right powder for you. Was it? Was it? Did it taste like cinnamon? What was it? Cinnamon and marshmallow. <laughs> there was there, there was no taste to it, but it works for. God. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh my All God. right, well, tell us what your first story is. Let's let's jump right in. Well, uh, I'm going to give you guys one of the goosebumps, uh, pick your own story adventures here because they oh, both kind of tied into each other. 
So uh, do you want the um, fake abortion story first or the rich girl story? Let's do the start. Like I always say, start at the dead hooker and then go from there. All right. Well, I found her in a ditch and I decided to tie some strings to her and make her talk and uh, pulled the $50 out of her pussy. And then we went from there. There you go. So you made a little hooker marionette. There you go. Uh, well, anyway, um, it started back when I was pretty young, actually. Um, met her on one of them dating websites, and I didn't know any better. This is long before I even knew anything about MGDOW. Okay. And uh, uh, started chatting her up around Valentine's Day, and uh, of course, being the romantic I am, I'm like, oh, will you be my Valentine? She's like, oh, yes. So uh, we started dating from there. And uh, f- didn't actually meet her until a couple years later when my mother had to go down for some kind of court shit. And she said she'd drive me down to the town that she was at. And we decided to meet up. Well, we had no real game plan, so we met up and started walking around. And uh, there, was, there was a fairgrounds that uh, we decided to go check out. And uh, we ended up fucking in one of the... Uh, the barns that they had there. Wow, so she's a classy lady. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, there's more. Don't you worry. I got, I got okay. quite the juicy little tidbit for you. Okay. And uh, so we, we ended up fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best part was uh, afterwards, um, she asked me to buy her ice cream. I was like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah, now, that. was the song you made love to go with something like this? Um, I mean, if there's a festival going on, maybe. Okay. Gosh. But anyway, way over um, your head. Just here's you. There's the joke. Is whoosh. <laughs> I got the joke. I ain't laughing, but I get it. Oh my gosh. But anyway, um. So a few months goes by, and she tells me she's pregnant. And mind you, we're both she's she's fourteen, I'm sixteen. Okay. And she tells me she's pregnant, and um, of course she she ends up revealing to me that she's hangs out with a lot of crowds that wants to do all sorts of fucking drugs. At the time, you know, I I haven't done shit. Okay. So. Um, she, she gives me this whole sob story about how she can't go through with this and everything. And, uh, she tells me that she, she ODs on a bunch of different drugs. And, uh, a couple weeks later, she tells me that she ended up miscarrying. Okay. She, uh, she sends me pictures of the ultrasound and everything. And, uh, she sends me pictures of like an aborted fetus on like table and everything. And, oh my uh, God. so she got that off of Google well, images pretty much. But here's the thing. She, she already had some kind of health issue where she was able to take pictures of herself in the hospital. So she kind of tied all that together. Oh my God. Was this, so she's trying to extort you for abortion money or what? No, she was trying to, uh, clear her name so that she can go fuck other people. Wasn't she doing that anyway? Wouldn't even clear her name. She, uh, a few years later, I found out just how big of a game she had. And uh, she, she, I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. 
because she kept coming back to me anyway. Okay. Well, so so as far as what was that, her game? Was it what was she after? <laughs> You'd have to ask her. To this day, I still don't. I don't understand her okay. game because but... usually women who fake pregnancies they're looking for abortion money. So basically, like I'm pregnant. Um, but I'm not ready to have the baby. Give me $500 so I can get an abortion. And they're not pregnant at all, and they just want you to give them hundreds of dollars to quote-unquote get an abortion, and they just spend it. Right. Or, I, I understand that, but... Or they're trying to trap you with a kid. Or they're, they're trying to be like, I'm pregnant. You need to do the right thing and marry me. So those are... like I've never heard of a woman claiming to be pregnant and then claiming to have a miscarriage and then sending you Google image-searched aborted fetus pictures for no reason. Like why? Like I said, man, I, I I would like to know the reason myself, but nothing fucking came of that. She fucking did that shit, and here I found out years later from some of her friends that went to school with her that she was all about the attention. Oh, so it's just for attention? I I would guess so, because here uh, during the time that she was telling everybody that we were together, she was also bragging about uh, giving uh, some drug dealers in her town lap dances for free drugs. Well, Those I mean, cheap-ass dealers if they're willing to give away drugs for fucking lap dances. Yeah, I mean, she was she was getting a lot more than lap. If she's the kind of person who fucks you at a fair that she just met you at in a tent, she's given more than lap dances to drug dealers. Yeah, she's getting the Bukaki chokes. <laughs> oh on. yeah, that that's that's for sure. I, I found out just how big of a whore she was uh, here here in a later bit. But um, me being the guy I was at the time, uh, I was pretty hung up on her. And uh, I would I I would uh, see her periodic periodically throughout other relationships and shit towards the end of whatever girl I was currently with. So she ruined quite a bit of relationships I had at the time. Um, and uh, later on, we ended up fucking again. And she tried to pull the same thing where she, where she wanted me to come over, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm pregnant." And I'm like, "Are you sure it's mine?" And she's like, "Yes. Why Why would I tell you it's not yours if it if it wasn't?" I'm like, uh, do I, I'm like, do I need to remind you of all the shit you've pulled before? Why did yeah. you even go back? It was a nice pussy. That was that was about it. Uh, I never dated her after that point, but we, we was it really fucked. a nice pussy, or was it just free so, pussy? Yeah, the search the thirst sounded kind of real at the time. Yeah, well, like I, don't... I said, uh, she she ruined a lot of other relationships, whereas girls I was already fucking, but she with. Uh, like at the time of the whole abortion thing, um, I was I was pretty dead set on her, and the the idea of losing my child was was pretty crippling. Oh my goodness! But uh, anyway, so you got really quiet all of a sudden. Like you were, I don't want to have to turn you up again because you were fine before. So whatever you were doing, oh, you're you're good. I'm just uh, no, you got. I'm quiet. just going through the whole thing. You got okay. quite all um, of a sudden. He's saying, he's saying your volume went down. Yeah, your yeah. volume went down. Toxic, are you there? Yeah, is that better? Uh, yeah, that's better. Okay. Um, well, anyway, um, the second time that she pulled that shit, uh, she happened to leave her phone in my car, right? Okay. Well, <laughs> she was also texting, no joke, a hundred different guys that she was also pregnant with their, ch- with their kid. 
Right. Yeah, no, that, that's what these, like, it's not just women. Like, yeah, women, they'll fuck, like, 20 guys. They'll tell all of them, oh, it's your... In fact, there was a... Someone shared this thing on Twitter where women can buy a, uh, a positive pregnancy test and they can just tell all the guys they're fucking that they're pregnant, get them all to give her a couple hundred dollars for an abortion and have, like, a couple grand just to free Dude, money. Right. There's, like, a business model in this. This actually happened in Detroit, like, a few years ago. They covered it on the news. A chick literally had one of her friends who was pregnant, like, basically give her some pregnant piss and she basically made a bunch of essentially what were false positives on a bunch of dollar store pregnancy tests. And she was basically pulling this over on as many dudes as she could. And uh, she was getting basically just money left and right. And finally, some guy was wise enough to kind of catch on to what was going on here because he actually had a uh, vasectomy and knew he couldn't get her pregnant. And the right. thing got surfaced and it kind of came to light that this chick had pulled this on like 40 other guys and some girls like make a lucrative little business out of this, but they're not really, uh, not really that smart. Well, right. I mean, there, there's I no way want... they would know that you had a vasectomy. That's, that's how they get caught. Right. Uh, I mean, I, I saw the one on Twitter there not too long ago where she was just like, Hey, send me $5 and see what happens. And there was all these fucking dudes sending her money just for the fucking hell of it. Yeah. She would fucking delete them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's her whole her whole profile is send me money and see what happens. Like, just think about that. That's so fucking retarded. Right. Uh, the last girl I was with, I was considering, because she's, she's a good-looking girl, I was considering doing that just to pocket up some fucking money, but I, I wasn't going to stoop that low. Uh, yeah. I had an Indian guy give me $5 for pictures of Celestina's Bob and Vagine, because she has an Instagram. That. Now, I told him... $5 is only going to get you the bobs, so I sent him some pictures of Celestina's boobs, and he was happy. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, everyone's happy. I'm just, here I am. I'm just spreading happiness. Here, have some have some sex doll boobs for $5. TFM. Right, it's like, why are you even paying for it? You can just, like, Google real quick and get some for free. Like, like the donkey punch. What? Celestina is doubting the existence of the Bukaki choke slam. Saying it's only a myth that exists in the she needs the to, she needs boys. to come out of the closet a little bit more. Yeah, it's, it's come on, yeah. it's real. Come on, come it's on, been hap- it's been happening a lot lately. Out of the closet every now and then. There's first of all, right. there's a position. There's a sexual position where you <laughs> hold a chick down by her neck and like kind of hold her arm behind her back while you fuck her from behind. Right. So all all you have to do is like add a couple more movements to that, and you know come on her face afterwards. There. That's literally all. Right. To say, oh, that doesn't exist. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, you just got to make sure you bounce her head off the headboard a few times so she doesn't remember it, so she can't claim rape. Uh, well, no. I mean, if you fuck real women these days, there's literally nothing you can do to protect yourself. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, if James hey, Dean, the porn star... Over your head, man. Well, if, if James Dean, there the porn go. star, can't even protect himself, there's no chance random dude is going to protect himself. From a false rape accusation. Dude, fucking uh, Ron Jeremy couldn't even protect himself. He's fucking banned from the VMA. I heard that on the radio the other day. Right, yeah, because yeah. girls were like, oh, he's he's touching my ass. Like, you realize you fuck for money, right? You're a whore? Like, I don't know if you got the memo, but you are literally a whore. And you're... No, no, I wasn't there. I was out of the country at the time. Yeah, like, it's so stupid. Right on. So, Toxic, but, uh, what is the next story that you have? So the next story, um, was there a, wait, was, but what was the point of that story? Yeah, she was a whore and she 
trapped a bunch of guys with fake. Is that it? That was the story. Yeah, we already knew that. The point of the story was she was like a Super Saiyan for Super Slut. Oh. Hold on, we got another Do you think to they're worried about sex bots because women are only good for sex, or because a robot can actually be programmed with logic when a female brain can't grasp it biologically? You could actually have interesting convos with a robot. Uh, more the former than the latter. It literally is because women have nothing else to offer. Like that's what they are deathly. Because what else do women do? What else do what else do women bring into a man's life other than sex? It, unless the man wants children, that's literally it. Like, but how many times does a woman squeeze out kids? Like once or twice in her entire life. That's it. Depends on if you use the puppy mill solution. The pokey? Oh, the puppy mill solution. Yeah. But I'm talking like the average guy. You know, you want one or two kids. Okay, that that doesn't take a lifetime. You know, you have your kids, you're done. So now women, they need a man to take care of them for their entire life. But what they have nothing to offer a man other than, you know, having the kids he wants and giving him sex. If he can get his sex from a robot and he can get his kids from an artificial womb, she is useless, absolutely useless. She's just a, a weaker, dumber version of a man. Right. I mean, at least back in the day, they were taught to at least challenge a man to reach his full potential. But now they, they can't even figure out how to pick up a dish. Yeah, they, they like... They're the oh black women are losing their fucking shit because, uh, because they they made those thick dolls, uh, and now they're like going mainstream and black men are like oh yeah fuck she's like oh I didn't realize these dolls were thick, um I bet they're selling like hotcakes over at the dollhouse too, but yeah black women are like oh these these dolls can't cook your food or blah 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 it's like bitch you don't do that either, like get the fuck out of here oh these dolls can't clean your house like you ever did that in the first place. That was pretty much my situation with this last girl that I had, but we aren't getting into that right now unless you guys want to hear it. Probably not. Though. Um, well, let's talk about the other chick that you had first, the one you told me about in the pre-screen, the the rich lady. Right. Yeah. Tell you. Let's hear your rich so, girl story. Uh, so prior to this, the uh, the the second pregnancy bullshit, um, I I ended up moving up with my single mother because my father couldn't fucking handle me, and uh, I okay. ended up hanging out with. Uh, couple girls that were friends of friends of friends with my parents and whatnot and uh met her when i was younger um fast forward a couple years when i was in college she comes to admit to me that she was all into me and uh this girl she's she's good good looking woman um until you take out her extensions and uh we ended up hooking up because she knew i i I had i had uh some weed at the time and uh we ended up fucking Shit, you had weed that's all it took i have i got weed she's like take me take me now yeah, i i feel like i feel like there was a little more to it because i already had met her a few times and we hung out with uh one of her other friends but uh that was enough for her to get over because she'd been wanting to get with me for a while apparently yeah. she had told me that uh if i had asked her out um when she was with her last guy she would have left her last guy for me which i should have been a red flag, but at the time, yeah. it was just like, whatever. Well, it's it's a combination of the fact that she admitted that she would have basically dumped her boyfriend and monkey branch to you, or the fact that she fucked you because you had weed. Which one is the greater red flag? <laughs> right. I'm seeing but, a pattern uh, here with the kind of chicks you go for. I'm starting to see a pattern. I, I also yeah. see a pattern. 
Blue, do you see? Do you have a clue? Blue sees a clue. <laughs> right. Broken man attract broken women. That's how it works. Well, also, I think the drugs are the big, the big thing. Well, see, I didn't start using drugs until I was in college. And uh, okay. the time she met me, uh, there was no. But to do with the, that. but both stories so far were about drug whores. Yeah. So well, either see, um, the yeah, first he... one though, I I didn't I didn't have any clue about the drugs until after we had started fucking. Uh, there okay. there was no talk about that. And well, uh, that's actually, because when chicks she, don't when tell she you did who talk they... about it, chicks don't tell you chicks don't tell you anything about themselves. You end up finding out about it. That's why it's like what TFM says. Women use words like spells, so they use it for the right effect. And then, you know, you d- you learn and you start discovering shit about them later because you can't fucking trust them. So, of course. Right. I mean, you live and learn, you know. Um, but like I said, when, when I found out about that with, with the uh, original chick that I talked about, um, I I was very strong against. I'm like, you, you need to fucking stop that shit. But, of course, she wasn't going to fucking listen to me. Um, but... Uh, Prior to me getting into it, um, as far as the the weeds involved, um, I actually had three very close friends from my childhood die in the same house fire. And uh, during during those courses, I just stopped giving a fuck about everything. And at that point, I was just whatever. And uh, ended up meeting up with uh, this girl. We ended up fucking and um, found out that uh, she was still hung up on uh, one of her. One, it wasn't even an ex. It was a guy who was she was talking to, which uh, at the time, you know, I I had a few pounds on me, and obviously I, I I wasn't some dude that women were flocking to. But she was she was well enough because of what we had already experienced together uh, that she was willing to hop on my dick, and I was just like whatever. And uh, at the time, uh, you know. <laughs> at the time i wasn't very aware of how fucking women operate and uh i was like oh let's let's fucking hook up and she's like uh oh, well you know i want to see if there's anything going on with this guy here and i'm like oh what and uh here he comes back in town she's like oh i'm gonna hang out with him see if there's anything between us and i'm like i don't really think you should and she's like well i'm going to like right. uh what well, first of all and, uh, they weren't dating right she was just interested in him. Oh no, they, they'd fucked before, but yeah, but me so, being so the fucking guy cares. At the time. But but if you're like, hey, let's fuck, and she's like, well, I'm actually interested in this guy. Like, is he your boyfriend? Oh no, but I'd like him to be. Okay, well, he's not here now, so let's fuck. And after I, you know, blow my load in your face, you can wash your face. Then you can go call him, and you'll feel better. Right. You'll have that like post. You'll have that freshly fucked face. You'll be nice and relaxed, and you'll probably say something really cool and um, that will just get him fucking his dick hard. And you go jump on his dick. Win win. Right. What, 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 what are we talking? Now, <laughs> if I was the guy I was now at that time, that would have been my response. But uh, at the time, I was still very blue pilled. Oh my god! I don't get. This is like the second week in a row. Why? Are guys treating these crack whores like they're respectable? It's like there's a scene from the Boondocks with a a pimp named Slickback, and he's like about to slap his hoe, and then Granddad stops him. He's like, "Don't hit a woman in my house." And he's like, "What woman, sir? This here's a hoe." And that's exactly. I don't see a woman. Right. I I see a hoe. Like you don't treat a hoe like a woman. 
And, and, and if, I, if I had the knowledge I had now, then that would have been the case. But you live and learn. All right. Well, at least you're better. Indeed. Indeed. So, anyway, so anyway um, she, uh, she meets up with him, and I don't hear anything from her for a couple hours. And uh, I had a messenger, and I'm like, so uh, did you guys hang out? She's like, yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing now? She's like, relaxing. I'm like, what do you mean relaxing? She goes, what the fuck do you think it means? And I'm like, you guys fucked? She's like, yeah. And uh, that keep in mind, this was probably the most, uh, at the time, the most attractive woman I had been with. And so I wasn't really ready to let her go. Oh, and I'm like, the fuck? And she's like, oh, well, we're not together, so it doesn't count. I'm like, so you already said you. you wanted to be with me. Well, no, she's not cucked. Yeah, like, you, you got one-itis for a hoe. Pretty like, much. Don't. Yep. Gentlemen. Do not fall in love with these hoes. Stop it. Get some help. And they're and they're the all hoes. I was talking to a chick, and she's right like, "Well, day. I'm gonna go hang out with this other guy." I'd be like, well, "Yeah, like okay." Well, no, no. Here's yeah. what you go right. Like, or like, just like, "Hey, I want to fuck." Like, "Oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna hook up with this guy." Okay, well, you could fuck him too, but you know, my dick is dry. So why don't we worry about that? And then you know, the guy's not here. He's not going anywhere. Like, we're, you're obviously not with him now. Why aren't you with him now? Like, oh, you know, whatever. He's at work or some shit. Okay, well, you know what? That gives us just enough time for you to moisturize my cock. And then, you know what? I'll even drive you over there. How's that sound? Because, you know, I pay my right. hoes. I will compensate my hoe for her time. Right. But th- this bullshit about like, oh, I, 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 I care slag. about you. I care about you. I, You know, you're the most beautiful woman. No, f- fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Well, right. see, I didn't, I didn't give her that shit, but it, it, it doesn't make the case. Right. Either way, um, well, we the up. thing is that every every woman's a slut if you catch her on the right day. Exactly. Right. Um, well, anyway, continuing with the story, um, okay. we we end up dating, and uh, I I live pretty good because her mother made a uh, six figure income. Wait, you dated the girl who hooked up with the guy that she told you about? Uh, it you was did- it was with um, the coercion of my single mother. Like I said, very blue pill at the time. What? What? Your single mother? Okay, your single mother coerced you into dating a hoe who told you point blank that she was going to hook up with a guy and then fucked him and then told you she fucked him to your face. And your single mother's like, "That's the one, son. That's the one you want to uh, put a ring on." Jesus. Jesus. She. Uh, that was probably prior to um, her hearing about that. Actually, I don't think I ever talked to her about that because I wanted to keep. Uh, everything on the down low, but, um, it, it, she, her main thing was she wanted babies and she was the most attractive girl I've been with. So she wanted me to have grandchildren with her. What can I say that hasn't already been said about Haiti? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, regardless, um, even even that shit happening, there were still perks. Um, with her mother having a six figure income, she she fucking she paid out the ass for anything because she just wanted for once for her daughter to have something to last. And uh, we're talking like if even if her if their microwave started getting dirty, they would throw it out and buy another one. If their refrigerator went out or ha- had any kind of dirt on it, they'd throw it out and buy another where, one. Where, so where was, was, where's their money come from? Uh, her her mother uh, was high, higher up in a com- in a company. Oh, so she's the diversity quota higher. Makes sense. Uh, yes and no. Her her mother was actually an immigrant from uh, Germany, and uh, she worked her way up. But uh, her 
the girl's father used to be a DJ talk show host, and uh, he he had bank put back, and he ended up quitting that because the mother made more. And uh, the father would just sleep on the couch because her mother didn't want shit to do with him. What? See, and so, uh, so every well, weekend. Uh, well, just so you know, guys, this is this this one makes one point. When the woman out earns the man in a marriage, the divorce rate goes up by fifty percent. So the, the the base divorce rate is about fifty percent. You know, half of marriages end in divorce. That includes remarriage. That's total. That includes remarriages. So some guys just get remarried and remarried and remarried, and they eventually stay married. That's considered part of the fifty percent that are married. So the fifty percent is the base divorce statistic. Once the woman outearns the man, the divorce rate goes up to seventy-five percent. The only thing that's right. worse. I have anecdotal evidence of that. Yeah, the only thing that's worse, if you, if you want to guarantee divorce papers, have the woman lose weight. That is guaranteed divorce papers right there. If like you're both basically a fat couple together, uh, and she loses weight, you might as well just start packing your bags. Dude, actually, I swear on this. What you just said, um, literally, I'm obviously not going to use names or anything. Um, I have a really good friend of mine. He uh, got married a couple years ago. And uh, actually, sorry, like four years ago now. Time fucking flies. Um, she ended up, um, she was originally from, I think, like Nevada. And he's from here in Michigan. And she moved here. And she was, you know, a bigger girl. She was overweight. And she kind of had like issues with that. And she ended up getting the gastric bypass surgery and the weight, like literally started melting off. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she started getting down to like, I guess what you would call like a, like a normal weight level, like a healthy weight level, you kind of started to see this just visibly evident split in their marriage. And I mean, we're talking, they were already married for years at this point. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she got down to just, you know, not exactly skinny, but like, uh, I guess you could say like a desirable weight. Boom. Yeah, out like of the blue, dude. Out of the fucking blue. Divorce. Where does how do Europe. how did I know? How does how does he know? How am I magic? Is it voodoo? Dude, how does like, TFM know? Blue, man. She just drops the bomb and she's like, Oh yeah, well, I've been talking to this guy basically behind your back and I'm moving to Europe with uh him. I guess this guy's from like fucking Spain or some shit. And uh she's moving to Spain with this fucking guy. And this never happened. This was never even a thing why she was still heavy. Mm-hmm. She became like a huge piece of shit as soon as she lost weight. Yep. Right. She started getting all that male attention and she's like, oh my God, a brand new world. Well, no. Well, yeah, it's, here's always monkey brand. Yeah, here's how I've said. Okay. A, woman, a woman's loyalty is inversely proportional to her options. When a woman's old and fat and ugly, she's going to be loyal to you because it's you or nobody. But if she loses weight, Oh, God forbid, like people are talking about what if they extend, like, you know, they're talking about uh, life extension technology where people basically stay young forever. Th- that basically means women will never get off the cock carousel. Like, you, you know that movie, uh, it, Justin Timberlake was in it and everyone was stayed young forever until, like, the timer on their wrist ran out and they just had a heart attack? Yeah. If that ever happened, women would never get off the cock. There wouldn't be any babies. That society would, go, would die out within a generation because women would never actually have kids. They would just ride those cocks until they died of a heart attack because their time ran out. And then there'd be like Plot no fertility. Twist, all the guys would line them up in a line and just continuously bitch slap them. Well, the thing is, is women use children to lock down a man because they know like women, they're, they're children, but they're not retarded. 
they know that their sexual marketplace is going to fall. They know that, like, women live until their, their 80s, 90s. You know, their, their beauty ends in their, like, 30s, 40s at most for the average woman. That's, like, half their life. So if they don't lock a man down, they're fucked. Oh, shit, that doesn't fucking matter. My mom, uh, I, I hadn't seen her fucking 12 years. There was a bunch of bullshit I, I don't necessarily have to go through, but we had a pretty similar situation, you and I, here at TFM. But uh, there was a commercial for some kind of weight loss thing for women over 50. And the whole tagline was, oh, you're you're 50, you're still sexy. And my mom, no. my, my mom's, her ears picked up, perked up, and she looked at the TV and she started dancing watching the commercial and i'm like bitch you ain't fucking sexy no like you're fucking almost 50 i'm like you're they're feeding you a line of fucking bullshit but yeah yeah they're they're basically trying to get right. you to spend that welfare money on whatever product they're throwing at you i have a question for the guest okay sure uh this is from veritasi uh it's for the guest could this woman you're speaking of run really fast in high heels uh that i could not know she's normally on her back Got it. Okay. Of course she was. Is that a reference to something? I don't get the reference. All right. Well, let me ask you this. Um, is there anything that you would like to leave us on? Um, well, the story didn't quite quite end there. We oh. kind of got on a tangent oh. there. All right. No problem. Go ahead and finish your story then. Um, well, anyway, um, we ended up dating. And uh, it was per pretty much during that summer, I ended up lost, losing 60 pounds just fucking her. And uh, I ended wow, up going back to college. The whole fuck diet, huh? Pretty much. And uh, I go back to college and, uh, you know, go to my classes and whatnot. I come back one weekend and we're going to the mall. And uh, she she's constantly accusing me of cheating on her. And I'm like, well, I'm not cheating on you. But, you know, if you, if you want to believe that, then sure. And she kept going on about it. I'm like, you know what, bitch? If, if, if you think I'm cheating on you, then I will. Fuck it. Accusation so usually comes from guilt. Right. Yeah. Right. So I so I, I go back to school and uh, I ended up having not including her a rotation of three different girls that uh, I was fucking besides her. Okay. And um, well, one of the girls acted like she was pregnant. I didn't give her a fucking time of day, and she's like, "Oh, but oh, I got my period." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure you did." Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like magic. <laughs> wow. But uh, um. Come Christmas time, while still with that girl, um, we start having some falling outs, whatnot, and she's like, "All I want for Christmas is you show up with a present and and make everything better." And I'm like, "All right, I'll I'll see what I can do." And uh, one of my buddies, his mother, actually let me drive her car up to where she lives. And I didn't tell her she was I was coming, and I show up, and uh, uh, she opens the door and she's like, "Oh my God, I'm so glad you're here." We end up fucking, and I'm like, all right, well, are you coming down to my parents' Christmas? She's like, oh, well, no, I'm, I'm going to be hanging out with uh, blah, blah, blah on New Year's. I'm like, all right, whatever, bitch. And I fucking leave, and uh, the very next day, she fucking blocks me on Facebook. So if if, if you're fucking having problems and a girl has options, she, she, she's going to fucking do exactly what TFM says. She's going to fucking mon monkey branch, doesn't matter how cute or fucking ugly she's going to be. She'll find somebody who's willing to fucking suck that fucking nasty cream cheese fucking shit out of her right. pussy. It and don't oh, matter. And I bet the guy, the other guy, other guy didn't even know about you or anyone. Oh, no. No, 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 no. He knew all about me. 
we, we hung out all the fucking time. He knew about me, but she, she probably told him that we were broken up. And so he was going to fucking swing in and do shit. And then she still did the same shit to him. Right. Yeah. This, this whole, this is why these chicks say, Oh, I have guy friends or I get along with guys better than women. This is the shit they do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. If a girl, if a girl is friends with her ex, they're fucking. That's just that. That's not me. That I promise you. I promise you. If your girlfriend is friends with her ex, they are fucking. Exactly. The, I will, the most I will recent bet girl you I money. With... You think I'm lying? I will bet you money. You can pay for the private investigator, and then you can basically give me a couple hundred on the side because I guarantee she's fucking her ex if she's friends. I agree with, her with ex. you there, man. Honestly completely agree any girl i've ever dated if she was like still in contact with her ex i basically said cut that shit off or i'm walking away because I, I knew right. what kind of problems come out of that and i wasn't gonna tolerate it i wasn't even gonna pretend to be okay with it you know i mean some chicks think that's harsh but i i don't care i think it's harsh to be in contact with somebody you've had a past relationship with with no children you know when you're in a new relationship yeah like, well, you well, especially they're, young, they're a sport fucking that's all it, that is. It you depends. Know, yeah, it depends. Like, look, if you like a girl and you're actually trying – back in my blue pill days when I was in the wall hunting, I would try to reason with girls. I'd try to, like, you know, convince them, like, this is – you know, it's, it's a waste of time. Honestly, I should have just used I used to the same them. thing until what you just said was proven as fact, and then I never tolerated it anymore. Yeah, well, at some point when you basically realize – like I went, okay, here, here's my face. So I, I was blue pill. I went into wall hunting for many years and then I discovered the red pill and I still dated a little bit. And, and at that point, like once you're onto the game, it's just like, well, I'm not even going to try to turn this into something serious. We're just going to, you know, we're just going to have fun. And then when, when things get annoying, when you start pissing me off, when we start talking about getting serious, I'm just going to cut you loose. So, you know, there you go. But then at, when right. yes means yes and other shit, I'm like, okay, I'm out. Tap, I'm tapping out. You win, world. You did it. I'm, I'm just going to I'm just gonna collect my zero cash and prizes and I'm bailing. Yeah, I'm just going to – me and Celestina, we got this. Right. That, that was essentially with this newest girl and uh, she fucking uh, – she ended up getting a new job where she was getting all this new male attention, her, her being fucking homeschooled and shit. She never got that. And as soon as she got that, she wanted to fucking uh, hang out with all these guys outside of work. And I was like, nah, that's not fucking happening. And uh, she, she tried to use that as an excuse to have her move all her shit out on Christmas day. And I'm like, all right, see ya. And she yeah, shows but... up to you the last for shit. And she's like, Oh, Oh, I still want to fuck you. I'm like, and mm. locked door. <laughs> no, we're done. Oh my God. I want a Celestino of my own. Well, you could. There, there you go. There uh, now, if you want the original, if you don't want a replica, I'm willing to let her go for twenty thousand dollars. No, save that for the Saudi princes. Well, no. Well, I'm saying like if you're a Saudi prince and you want to date an Instagram model and use her as your Dubai porta potty, I'm willing to let Celestina go for twenty thousand because then I could just buy a new Celestina for two thousand and pocket the eighteen. So it's right. Everyone wins. You you get an Instagram right, model uh, for only twenty thousand. I get a new doll, and I get eighteen thousand dollars. Winner winner chicken. None dinner. of us are Saudi princes here to say that for them. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I I do want to say though before uh, I hop off here that uh, I pretty much followed you since uh, uh, probably a couple months into you having on your show, um, and uh, I really appreciate the work you're doing. Um, I feel like you are reaching quite a wide audience and. Uh, whether or not people are trying to silence you, um, you're doing good work. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
Um, and right uh, as far as DDJ, um, I, I also listened to your story, and that, that's fucking heartbreaking. Um, I I don't know anything in my life that could possibly compare to that. And I, I read your book, um, and quite frankly, the girl I was recently with, um, I had her read the book with me, and uh, even though she still portrayed the same bullshit that most women do, she, she broke down crying when she read the story about um, the guy who wrote his suicide note about his divorce and she still went to the same shit. So use that as a lesson. Know that just because they're willing to weep with you about yeah. the suffering of guys, they're still willing to fuck you over. Right. No, well, I, when I was yeah. in my Walt hunting days, I thought if I hooked up with girls who basically were cheated on themselves, they would appreciate like how much it hurts and maybe they would be more loyal. Nope. They just feel a little bit more guilty about it, but they still do it. Right. Doesn't well, it, It's like a taboo for them. You know, it, it, like um, before I picked up MGTOW, I kind of found out about uh, PUA. And uh, when I was talking about those three girls that I was uh, switching in and out with uh, that rich girl, um, I tried using some of the PA, PUA tactics and like they worked. And there was a uh, there was one girl who uh, she would bring over like weed and like a oh full bottle of like, okay. Jesus. Now, yeah, there's definitely a pattern. Drug horse. Definitely a this isn't like a coincidence exactly. like, that all the girls oh, you hook up well, with are into drugs. Well, hold on. There, I, I understand that, and I'm not really interested in that kind of bullshit, but I'm just saying that um, if it, 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 although it works, it's not worth the risk. You know, it, it can feel amazing, but there's plenty of toys out there, whether or not you can get a sex doll, that are going to feel twice, if not three times better than any woman you're going to feel than you're going to be with. And it's you're gonna feel so much better with them because you're not gonna have to worry about some kind of bullshit they're gonna pull down the road. Yep. Right. Indeed. All right. Uh, I have one question for you um, before we let you go, and this is from Action Jackson two five eight for the guests. Uh, have you gotten your drug habits under control? Um, I don't actually have any drug habits, um, especially since I have. Um, a job that hair tests and prior to that um i decided upon myself that um even if you feel good with those drugs um that it if you have a job um it's more worth it to keep that job and know that you're secure in that job without those drugs that then it is to have that mild high um at this point i i if they ask you for a drug test i could probably just piss in a cup right in front of them shit and whatever the fuck they want or even snip the hair from my butthole and they're not going to find nothing um oh, wow so That's probably for the best thank you for crazy. sharing my, my volume <laughs> I mean, is just, just all over the place in the in discord is it just me it's just you okay there you go all right but no i don't I, other than drink i don't i don't do anything um i don't see the value in it like i know i've listened to some of the people who are like oh let's let's test shit but in reality you know, until they fully research that kind of shit it's not worth it for the layman to just take it from any joe schmo who's like hey let's let let's lace this shit with some crack so you keep coming back to me like it's not worth it indeed all right uh is there anything that you'd like to leave us on um quite frankly um don't count on the laws changing uh, don't count on other men to want to reform the laws because they have somebody whipping their back to keep that to keep their pockets full. Um, just plan on hunkering down and 
uh, seeing how shit goes. Other than that, there ain't shit you're gonna do. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on, and um, thank you for taking the time to let us uh, tell us those stories. You have a great evening. All right, take care, man. Sure thing. You too. All right. Um, you know what I just remembered? We have those banana questions that I totally forgot about. Yeah, you should uh, hit those, and I've got a bunch of questions as well. I've got like almost okay. twenty questions yeah, lined let me, up. We we got nine. So and I think some of these might actually be from the TFM four twenty show because I, I only had two hours of sleep that day, and I was not right. in my prime. Okay. Um, so let me get through. Okay, I would like to see the fem Nazi Reut in a commie world. I would like to see the fem Nazi Reut in a commie world. Okay. I don't know what that means. Uh, let's see. If you could, would you become a hot cisgender female, assuming you could keep your intellect and knowledge? Only if I could be a Futinari. Um, <laughs> is the proof beyond a reasonable doubt standard still in place in all Anglo countries that you are aware of? If so, why is there so much hysteria for false accusations if there are typically no evidence produced in sexual encounters? It's because you don't very rarely are you tried in a criminal court. It's your career is already destroyed simply based on the accusation. And there's no repercussions for a false accusation. That's the problem. Uh, any allegations should just be ignored. So especially on social media. If you don't file a police report, you're lying. That should be the standard. Go file a police report, let the police do an investigation. If you start accusing people on social media, you're full of shit. Uh, next question, TFM. Uh, oh, okay. I think this is these. These are from the TFM 420 show. So let me. Okay, we have two questions from the 420 show from a couple days ago. Uh, I think to celebrate one of your strikes being removed and being able to upload again, you should try fapping to some hentai. I I've tried hentai. It's not my thing. I'm not into the. I'm not into cartoons. I prefer. And obviously, Celestina isn't realistic in air quotes she's very idealized but she's still like a woman could hypothetically be as hot as celestina like it would be very rare It'd be like fucking super rare to meet a woman that hot but it's theoretically possible the anime look the cartoon woman look that's not possible and when it's like that far removed from reality i just can't so and if you're in the cartoons, whatever. I mean, they make dolls that have, like, elf ears and giant boobs the size of, like, small children. So, obviously, you know, realism isn't everything if you're into the ultra-unrealistic stuff. Like, I know Raging Golden Eagle, he reviewed a doll that has, like, way giant boobs that aren't even proportional to her body. That's fine. If that's what you're into, that's fine. I just, I like, not super realism. I don't want, like, a five. I, why would you buy a sex doll that's a five? You know, I want smoking hot super idealized but i don't want a cartoon character all right the last question is if the only way to take away women's rights is the sweet corn challenge how cuck would cat be i don't know would cat if 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 it was like that's a good question I, let, if cat were here i would definitely ask this question but let me ask you guys okay imagine there's like there's like a, a magic lamp and you can actually end gynocentrism and save Western civilization, but you got to do like the one thing that you just do not want to do for whatever reason. The wish is powered by your like greatest fear. 
And for Cat, obviously, anal sex is his greatest fear. But who knows? Who knows what he would do? Mike? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to speak for him. I. I. I mean, that's a. That's a. That's a rough road to travel for him. I would think uh, that he would do the anal sex, but I don't know. We'll see. Right. My Discord is. You are super quiet. I'm going to restart my Discord real quick, because I literally right. can barely hear you. Sorry, everyone. Just lots of technical difficulties today. It's why I'm playing Rage. Let's hopefully this fixes it. Oh, code. A uh, different one than our normal. TFM 10% off one. You are um, still before the end quiet. of the show. I'm gonna give you guys a new discount code for 15% oh off. Oh my god. Just the show. My fucking headphones were pulled out. That's why I couldn't hear you. I'm an idiot. This whole time I'm like, I can't hear you. It's because you were actually coming out of my speakers. You had an old chimp moment. So anyone who's been hearing an echo whenever the guests have been talking, it's because my headphones were unplugged this entire time. No, nobody heard an echo. It's fine. Okay. You didn't so Anchors Away said he was going to give us a 15% discount code? Yeah, oh, it's going to be like a one-time use only code. Like the TFM, oh. 10, uh, the TFM 10 code is good for like unlimited uses. Um, this one's just going to be like, whenever I'm a guest on the show, I'm going to do this. Um, okay. Basically 15% off, one-time use only. Nice. Excellent. All right. Now, you Let can't me combine those, questions, can you? Now. Can you combine the 15 and Go the 10 ahead. with the same order? No, no, it can only oh. be just the fifteen percent off. Twenty five okay. would be a little bit too steep. We're still in that building phase. I All can't right. afford to give well, away but, that much. Well, you're still saving it, so you're saving an additional five percent over the normal ten percent off code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Sounds good. All right, so um, let's go ahead and hit some of these questions. And again, I'm I'm not the normal cat, so if I'm jumping in here when I shouldn't be, I kind of apologize. This is like. Cat is the master of this. I'm just stepping in to help him out. Uh, this message or this question is from Quibu2. Uh, question Do you think there should be two governments? Women get communism and men get freedom and capitalism? Who's going to pay the taxes for the women? Communism requires, an, communism requires a slave class to pay all the taxes. Women aren't going to do it. Like basically, it's just, it's going to immediately fail. You can create a communist government for women; it'll just immediately fail. And just like the women in Venezuela are sucking dicks in Colombia for food, that's what the women will do in this. It, like just just again, I talk. I call this the theory of an or the philosophy of an action. If two choices or two paths or two a course is lead to the same outcome, do the one that requires the least degree of effort. You can create this communist system for women, which will immediately fail. The women will just start sucking your dicks and submitting to you. Or you could just cut all that shit out and just take their rights away. You, you basically, you're going to end up in the same place anyway. So just do that. It, it's just easier. It's quicker. It's more efficient. Less energy, less time, less resources wasted. Just, just cut to the chase. Okay. Next question is from Electric12Eel. Question, what do you guys think of those who want to look for a career in police? Are you a complete cuck for wanting to work for the police? Or is it worth the trouble um, and having to enforce bad laws? I mean, do what you want. I mean, the thing about men going their own way is you got to go your own way. Don't let anyone tell you, like, oh, you know, if you want to be a police officer because you want to uphold the law and you want to be one of the good cops, that's fine. 
uh, just be aware that you are an agent of the government and the government is gynocentric and they're probably going to order you to do things like arrest a man who's being hit by his wife because the Duluth model tells you to. So you're going to be arresting men who didn't do anything wrong. You're going to be arresting men who are behind on their child support who didn't do anything wrong. You're going to be the the agent of that. So just be aware, like, if that's what you want to do, you're not just going to be, like, you know, catching the bad guys. You're also going to be throwing good men in prison. And, and potentially, like, there was a video of a guy who was, like, behind on his child support running from the police. The cops just shot him dead. So it's like, I wouldn't do that. But if, you know, whatever, I don't know what to, I don't want to tell you. Maybe you could get a nice okay. desk job where you don't have to actually, like, arrest anyone. And maybe that will help you feel better at night. But, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Like, uh... It's almost like that movie Serpico, you know, you go in and if you have the mentality, like you want to be a good cop, you want to enforce, you know, the just laws. I mean, you have to enforce them all, but you know, some cops kind of pick and choose which ones are going to kind of enforce that day. And there are cops out there who want to expose the corruption and they want things to be proper. And then everybody wants to kill them and shoot them in the face. And it's kind of like, I come from a family of law enforcement and they all left law enforcement except for one because of the politics, because of the bullshit, because of the infringements on like, not just personal rights when you work for a government agency, but because the infringements on literally everything you have to like, basically submit your morals sometimes. And it's just, it becomes this wired, nasty world of politics and it can just drive you fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, that's because it's a government institution. Now, if the government were run to basically serve the people, that'd be one thing, but it's not. You know, it, no, it's definitely not. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, like, I was in the military. The military doesn't arrest men for being behind on their child support. It doesn't answer domestic violence calls and enforce the Duluth model. So you could say, oh, you know, you're you're just a, you're being a hypocrite because you were in the military. I, you know, the military is one thing. The, being a police officer and going around arresting men for being behind on their child support and shit, that I, you know, that's no, because you're not how you're not serving your country at that point. You're not doing anything to help anyone. You're, I mean, like you could argue, you know, being in a foreign country and killing people—that's that's just as bad. But they're not your people. They're like they're the other. They're the them. You know, when it's you're like the cops who have to go and enforce like when people fall behind on their mortgage because their houses get put into negative equity because of shitty decisions by the government and sh shitty decisions by people in higher up financial Well, a, lo a lot of those people, the cops a lot of those go and like evict those people. The cops right. basically drag them out of their own homes. Well, it's, but it's not their home. The bank always owned the home. I mean, even if you have a mortgage that's paid off, the city still owns your home. Because if you skip out on property taxes for three years, they could take your home for owing them $6,000. Right. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, next question. Uh, this is going to be uh, for the guest, Anchors Away. Uh, Twitch Prime Blur 410. Uh, and I think you've answered this before, but let's ask it again because apparently he didn't hear it. Uh, you guys getting zero milligram nicotine vape soon? We already have it. Uh, we made it just for you guys. We didn't have it when we first started sponsoring TFM. We had a lot of people ask for it, so we decided to do it. All of our flavors are available in zero milligram. Now, is that some, right. like, is that an option you can pick in the shopping cart, or is it like obvious how you can choose which one you want? Yeah, basically, like when you go into like the shop section of our website, so you click on a product, like you're gonna you know purchase it, it's gonna pop up like um, there's an option in a drop down menu right there for nicotine strength, 
And there's also a drop-down menu for the bottle size, even though we only have the one bottle size. But because those two options are put on the site, you know, that's that's how you'll choose it. And then just choose your zero milligram, add it to cart, and you are all good. That's it. All right. Okay, next question. Uh, disjunctive 12. Question, would you support a breakup of California? Is the rural California footing the bill for the urban California or for the urban areas or vice versa? Well, the problem is that's it. I, like in theory, I'd be fine with like, you know, but it, actually in the long run, it's actually bad. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. First of all, if California broke up into like two, two states, you know, California, New California, all the welfare sponges would immigrate to where the where the money is. There's a, like all these leftists, they, they ruin these one states because there's no jobs, because taxes are too high. They move to neighboring states like Nevada, Arizona, what have you. And then they just turn that state into the state they left because they don't understand economics. All they do is like, oh, there's no jobs here and taxes are too high. I'm going to move to whatever, you know, um, Nevada. So they move to Nevada and they're like, oh, there's welfare is not generous enough. I'm going to vote for more free shit. Oh, the taxes are too high and there's no jobs. Now I'm going to move to here. And they just keep spreading like a fucking virus. They just spread like a virus. Now, would breaking up California fix that? No, because they would just immigrate from the bankrupt California to the new California. and They would turn it into the old California. But here's why it's actually worse. Because every state gets two senators. So now you've increased the number of senators that are going to vote for more bullshit. Because all the people, like, not everyone in California is a fucking retarded commie, but most of them are. And so if you double the number of, like, if you split California in half, you double the number of senators. And that's going to be just more people voting for more shit. It's not that we're fucked anyway because, you know, when DACA goes through and they just legalize all these Mexicans, everyone's fucked. Like, we're basically on borrowed time at this point. I think Donald Trump is like the last great gasp before we slip quietly into that long good night. But, I mean, the whole splitting California up would do nothing. What would fix the problem? Get people who are on welfare take their right to vote away. You should not be voting if you're on welfare. Period. They give welfare out so easily just to further their agenda because they know the more people they can just hand free shit to is the more people who's going to vote Democrat. Right, right. They they buy his president. Yeah, they buy, they literally buy votes with welfare. That's the whole point. So it's, yeah, like how do you combat that is if people who would take welfare can't vote, then the politicians have no way to buy their votes without disenfranchising them it's it's a self-correcting system the politicians now actually have to do their fucking job instead of just buying people off with other people's money exactly but you know it's, all right next question uh, i know you're about to rant i was getting well, I'm, fr- I'm fr- like no one <laughs> trust me no one is as frustrated with california more than me that probably didn't right. make sense as a, a sentence structure but you know what i mean i i fucking hate california but you have to appreciate the fact that, like, if you try to fix California by fucking with the borders, everyone's just going to leave. They're going to go where the jobs are. They're going to go where the money is, and they're going to turn it into California. And then you're now going to have twice as many senators voting for the same shit. So it doesn't actually solve the problem. It actually makes it worse overall. You know, it's a real shame, too, because, like, honestly, um, I had worked in California before when I was in IT, and uh, it was, like, the best weather, some of the best scenery some mm-hmm. of the best roads. The car, the car culture was badass. I could ride a motorcycle year fucking round. But the people have 
absolutely fucking ruined it. And I was like talking to somebody the other day, like if you could move anywhere, but under your circumstances, what would it be? And it was like, uh, California for everything. If I could kick everybody, the well, okay. Like 90% of the people, if I could kick them the fuck out, California would be perfect. If you could get rid of their state government and the majority of the citizens. Well, it's, it makes sense. Here, look, 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 think of how women are. They always go, they go, they, they don't start their own companies. They don't want to work as trash men. They want to go work in like the high paying IT jobs and they take them over. They, you know, oh, my diversity, gender equality, oh, sexual harassment. They get rid of all the men. They destroy the company. But then they never go to the shitty companies. They're never like, oh, fucking waste management needs more diversity. No one gives a shit if waste management is all men. They want more diversity in the high-paying established jobs, and then they ruin them. That is what happens to these nice states like California, like San Francisco. These nice states that are beautiful, they have scenic vistas. The fucking welfare sponges come in and ruin them. And it's... It's, it's driven primarily by women. I mean, look at if you look at who's on welfare, it's like overwhelmingly single moms. The welfare state is the single mother state. So it's like – and then every time they talk about welfare reform, they always exempt single mothers. They're like, oh, we got we to gotta get these fucking welfare sponges to get a fucking job. So we're going to put a work requirement for welfare, but not for single mothers. Oh, single mothers. Oh, they, single mothers, they're really the unsung heroes. Fuck single mothers. They're not heroes. They're selfish twats who tried to trap a man with a baby or some of them admit they have babies to go on welfare because they don't want to get a fucking job. They're not right. fucking unsung heroes. They're pieces of shit. And they raise their kids to be fucking criminals because they don't give a fuck. They're just meal tickets. Take their goddamn kids away. Stop rewarding them. You, you will not solve the problem until you stop rewarding women. As long as they, they know they can hold these children out as hostages and they will get free money, they're, they're Dude, never going to stop. Living in Detroit, I, obviously you guys know Detroit has a fucked economy. And the city of Detroit itself, not just the state of Michigan, the city of Detroit is one of the worst examples for what you just said. It is absolutely unfucking bearable we have like billboards here that have to like basically give advice for moms to actually be parents. Like, Hey, just a reminder, you need to take care of your fucking kids. It's not just for money. We have like billboards here that basically in a roundabout way fucking say that it's awful. Now it's kind of ironic. I'm playing a post-apocalyptic game. We're talking about Detroit. How, where's Detroit getting its money from? Cause there's like that place is bankrupt. Like all the industries have left because of the shitty laws. Like where are they getting money for this welfare? Why isn't the welfare state completely bankrupt? Here's what you got, and I might get flamed for this if somebody hears me say this, but I uh -oh. could give a fuck less, honestly. There you go. Um, basically, what you have in Detroit is the vacation of all manufacturing industry, except for a handful of plants from the big three auto. As you guys know, Detroit was built on the automotive industry. Started with Ford, then Chrysler, then General Motors. We still have manufacturing plants here for all three of those, not to the scale that we used to. Detroit did become a war zone and a ghost town. And actually, at one time, Detroit was officially declared an enter-at-your-own-risk city, which basically meant there were no holds barred. Um, I had family who was law enforcement in Detroit. It was a fucking madhouse, an absolutely dangerous madhouse. Now, when you have all these jobs gone and all these people out of money, people start losing their homes. The homes turn to blight. The neighborhoods crumble. Um, police don't really 
give a shit about their job. City workers don't give a shit about their job. We had a mayor who was a criminal and basically squandering city funds from people who pay taxes. Because if you work in the city of Detroit, you actually have to pay a Detroit city tax on top of your federal tax and your state tax. So that's like three times as fucking awesome. So then after you factor in all of those things, what happens is you have these, these vacant skyscrapers and a crumbling downtown facade. Enter a company called Quicken Loans and a man called Dan Gilbert, who is a multi-billionaire. All right. He owns Quicken Loans, which is like one of the largest mortgage lenders in the country. He basically started buying skyscrapers downtown Detroit. Now, everybody worships this guy as like the angel of Detroit because all the things he does for Detroit. Well, this angel of Detroit is tax exempt on these massive, massive plots of property that he owns, right? So skyscrapers, you're talking probably probably $100,000 a year or more for taxes. He doesn't have to pay that and any of them. He owns, I think, 11 of the biggest buildings downtown Detroit on top of parcels and plots every which way you can even look. Now, you've had all this gentrification and all this colonization, all the little fucking stupid hipsters that moved in with all their bullshit little startups, and most of these things make no sense. Like, handmade luxury watches like little hipster watches i appreciate a good watch but these are like bullshit hipster watches so it's like slash city where they make shit out of trash and call it art exactly exactly so you have like people like that coming in and it's like yep for the city that was basically inhabited by auto workers and manufacturing workers that's what they need right now is a fucking handmade luxury watch that's not even luxury nor is it really completely handmade so you have all these shitty little businesses coming in and this massive gentrification and a tax-free billionaire who creates i'll give him this he does create a shit ton of jobs all right there has been a lot of revitalization in the city like the public transport's been stepped up um they can keep the street lights on for more than eight hours at a time um there has been some improvements but this all goes back to just benefiting him so more people are moving in and more people are colonizing and now the downtown area is pretty clean and you still have like general motors headquarters down there we just had the international auto show at kobo but a lot of the things that have to do with the city's heritage like joe lewis arena where the red wings always played um, they're tearing that shit down. They just built the new Little Caesars arena. So it's all these huge projects. <laughs> Wait, the, just... the pizza company that makes yeah, $5 dude. pizzas? They own a stadium? Yes, they do. That's um, hilarious. Mike Illich was actually one of the richest men in the state of Michigan, and that project was underway a long time ago. Mike Illich, the owner of Little Caesars, just died um, last year. And it was almost like a little war between him and Dan Gilbert, like um, – I'm not going to say whose dick was bigger because Mike Illich was actually a good guy and he actually gave a shit about the city. Uh, Dan Gilbert, Mr. Detroit, bought a sports team in Ohio. He owns the Cleveland Cavaliers and uh, he doesn't even live in the city of Detroit. The majority of the people he hires don't live in the city of Detroit. The majority of the pro- like the property that he owns is in the city, but like I said, tax exempt. So like literally everybody worships this guy as like the savior of Detroit who's rebuilt it and made it some beautiful fucking utopia. Which it's not because you go outside of downtown and it's still a fucking war zone. This 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 bot this boggles the mind. So I mean, I didn't I haven't looked into the economics of Detroit. I just kind of assumed it's turned into like a live action Fallout role play site. Um, But most areas of Detroit still are. No, honestly, this is amazing. So Detroit went bankrupt because of the high taxes. And the Detroit way they went bankrupt partially because of that, 
But the other big factor in that was our mayor at the time, Kwame Kilpatrick, was an absolute fucking criminal. And instead of spending money, um, tax money, on like infrastructure and everything, it was being pissed and squandered away. And then you have to talk about the massive corruption within the city government itself that's just now kind of starting to get flushed out a little bit. They're just kind of scratching the surface. So you have like what you'll see now of like the rebuilt Detroit is just downtown. And I'm not going to lie. Downtown now is actually pretty safe because there's private police down there now. Um, There's a lot of clean buildings that are all owned by the same guy. A lot of bullshit little stores. There's a lot of good restaurants that have come in. But like the tactics to get people there, it's like, hey, hey, super cheap rent up and coming. And then suddenly, you know, Mr. Gilbert jacks the lease up so much that only more corporate things can come in. And it's like your typical gentrified city. Once the trend is fired down and once it's not cool anymore, it's going to be worse than it was. And if you leave downtown, I'm not joking when I say you can go two minutes away from downtown and you are still in an area that is like a fucking war zone. No, I, no, I get it. I just think it's funny how, you know, like the left, it's always like, oh, fuck it, the tax the rich. That's the only way to, oh, blah, blah, blah. So the way they're keeping at least one part, the only part of Detroit that actually is creating jobs is by offering these billionaires tax exemptions. It's like... Correct. How, Correct. How, and I, got, I got this fucking great idea. What if you just cut everyone's taxes and not the billionaires... And so jobs will just organically be created. It's, it's, and this is this is what pisses me off about the left. Is they're always like, oh, we care about the people. And like, look, the left is full of billionaires and these fucking dipshits. It's like the the average leftist who thinks they're like gonna the left's gonna bring some communist utopia in. It's fucking retarded. Like the well, communist well, utopia now, you envision will not exist. If it does exist, you will not be benefiting from it. Well, it's like so backwards what goes on here. And you have a couple areas that are, you have Mexican town and then you have Dearborn, which is actually the largest population of uh, Arabic yeah, speaking Middle Eastern. Somali Muslims. And basically like you have Mexican town who they have rebuilt their, their area on their own and it's, it's clean. And there's a lot of privately owned businesses that actually, you know, serve a fucking purpose. Like, restaurants markets they're kind of ending the food desert like you basically had like uh, south park shatipa town like we got a whole foods in fucking detroit and that was it's like started the the mass colonization of these like gentrification little it was basically just a hipster paradise but like mexican town is completely different they've actually done independent businesses and they brought back like their own like you know, family owned flair to it. And they rebuilt houses that were burnt down and they redid the roads and like they did them themselves, like privately owned concrete companies went out and were like fixing the sidewalks and patching up the streets that the city wouldn't even come and touch. And so they actually have like a sense of like community and pride. Whereas like downtown, okay. Yeah. And the surface, wow, look at all these great things this guy's done it's only fucking benefiting him. So he has like the perfect recipe. Everybody worships him as like a fucking God King in Detroit. And he hasn't done anything that doesn't make him financially better off than he was the day before. And like I said before, once it's not cool anymore, he'll just pack up and fucking leave. I mean, there's big cities well, across but, the United I States. Mean, like he, that. Sure. He's been, well, he's benefiting, but he's also, you admitted to yourself, he's creating a lot of jobs. So, I mean, he's just, creating a lot of jobs, but the jobs that he's creating aren't really benefiting anybody in that city. I mean, yeah, creating jobs is a good thing, 
but the majority right. of the people that he hires are people who are from the suburbs. Let, let me do this. We, we've got like three more questions here, and we, okay. we've just only gone through one guest, and we're 90 okay. minutes into the show. Okay, all right. Okay. Or I'm sorry, sober, two and a half so, hours into the show. So, sober Cat's got to make an appearance. Sober Cat has to make an appearance. So okay. uh, we're going to move on to the next question. Uh, next question is from uh, Sir John Murder. Any advice from MGTOWs in school regards in regards to women teachers, female teachers, and maybe trying to red pill friends? Um, don't, tr- well, here's the thing. Uh, when you're in school, you are in enemy territory, whether it's, um, you know, public school or, or college. I would not recommend trying to overtly red pill or deal with female feminist teachers because it's a battle you can't win. It, it's basically like being in family court. You have nothing, you have no weapons. There's nothing, they have everything on their side. You have nothing on your side. So, you know, you could fight these hopeless battles and try to make a point, but ultimately you're going to lose more than you gain. You're basically gaining nothing. It's like when you win an argument against a feminist, like what did you win? You won nothing. What did you lose? Oh, they, they fucking, they got you fired. Or they, um, you know, they did something, they did something, they fucked, they fucked your life up somehow. And you gain nothing in the exchange other than the satisfaction of knowing you won an internet argument. It, it's not worth it. I do want to clarify okay. one thing too. I don't want anybody to think like what I was saying. Like, I'm definitely like proud of where I'm from. I'm not bad mouthing the city as a city. I don't, I'm nobody, nobody got that. Not we bad mouthing the people as people. It's just like when you're here and you kind of see what's going on firsthand, there's, there's a lot of sourness between like the situation in Detroit because it, it's, it's false. It's not actually like genuine, like rehabilitation of the city. It's just, it's all on the surface. You know what I mean? Well, no, the yeah. only way to rehabilitate a city is you, you need to, you need to have the free market work. You need to stop subsidizing things. You got to like, they're doing it the wrong way because they're leftists and, and Michigan is, they're still run by the same people who ruined Michigan in the first place. Like here, you can literally measure the decline of the American economy in square feet. Yeah. Well, it's the thing is people aren't, people don't change their ideologies. They like, just like how it it wasn't real communism. When leftism destroyed Detroit, you know, the unions and everything just fucking shut down the factories and moved them to other states. Nobody, nobody questioned their ideology. Like, hey, maybe this was a bad idea. Maybe we need more unregulated markets and free markets. Maybe that's a, no, they're like, oh, that wasn't real communism. And they just doubled down, doubled down, doubled down. And because I I don't know, like some people have, they have to hit their rock bottom. And for some people, their rock bottom is face down in a gutter dead. That's the only way they'll learn that they're wrong and their ideology is shit and need to abandon it. It's when they're like dead or when they're on the verge of death, like in Venezuela. I'm sure there's quite a number of people who are like, maybe communism wasn't a good idea as they're like searching through garbage to eat food. But then I guarantee there's a lot of Venezuelans right now who are like, oh, that wasn't real communism. Oh, it it totally would have worked if it wasn't for those greedy capitalists who ruined our perfect communist utopia. And they refuse to see what's literally right in front of them. Hold on. Detroit sucks too because there is literally no public transport whatsoever. The queue sucks ass and was a total waste of money. The city is taking steps in the wrong direction. The guest is totally right about the rebirth of the city. It's all bullshit. Al. There you go. All right. Well, Sobercat's making another appearance, and I also need to make a public statement uh, to the people in the audience. If you have questions, you need to put your questions in the chat so that Married Red Pill can grab them. 
if you DM me with questions, no disrespect, I'm going to ignore them because I want to take them in order. So just so we're clear. Next now question, you know. Tyler Durden. Now you know. I got I to pull the sober cat on you, so there you go. All right, uh, all right. Tyler Durden, 23457 for TFM. I've gone through a lot of shit with my mom, and I know you have as well. You see, I'm from a divorced family, and I don't have a connection with any of them, really. But my friends keep shaming and pressuring me to one day reunite with them. My question is, is it inevitable for my friends to keep shaming me? And if so, what should I do? I do not want to lose my best friends since, they're hel- they've, hel- since they've helped uh, through a lot of tough times. Uh, I hope you understand. Thanks. Well, okay, so basically you got to weigh the costs and the benefits. Uh, if your friends or family members are going to pressure you to do things which aren't in your best interest, um, but you don't want to lose them, you kind of have to be like, look, is doing what they want going to cost more than losing or potentially losing them? And I would say if you have a toxic family member that you don't want anything to do with, and that could potentially, you know, cost you something, then I, would, I wouldn't even worry about that. I would do my thing and I wouldn't even care. Now, if, if your other family members are like, well, if you don't make up with her and if you don't, like, reestablish your bonds, then we're, we're going to leave too. Okay, again, you have to, like, what are you losing versus what are you risking? How much damage is, you know, this relationship going to be versus how much damage is losing these relationships going to be? Just be honest. Um... Try to be as unemotional as possible. Maybe being on cordial terms with your mother is worth it. You know, you don't have to buy her a Mother's Day present or a call or anything, but just be polite to her. Maybe that's worth salvaging these other relationships with your other family members or at least having them shut up. Or maybe you tell these other family members, look, I don't want to talk to my mother. You need to drop it. This conversation is over. And if they're like, well, we're not we're not going to support you anymore, then fine. Go fuck yourself. Like, I'm not your fucking slave. I don't have to do what you want. I'm an adult. Go, you know, like, you don't get to push me around and tell me what to do, who I need to have a relationship with or who I can't. If, if you can't handle that, you can go eat. You can choke on a bag of dicks one at a time. Ultimately, it's, ultimately it's, it's your life. I was in a similar situation. And sometimes even family members can only have their own interest at heart, even though they're trying to make it seem like, you know, it's for your best interest, even though, you know, it's absolute bullshit. And it's kind of funny because you can sit back and you can kind of analyze the situation. I mean, I went through this personally and I started to break contact with that family member and I kind of watched how other family members kind of took their side. And suddenly it turned into like high school shit talking, not from my end. But it's like, damn, sometimes it's just so liberating to just cut ties with certain toxic fucking people in life, even if they are friends or family. I mean, what kind of a fucking friend would only want the worst for you and would basically like sit back and watch it happen? Yeah. Yeah. Just All right. Next question. Okay. I, I know. I, yeah. You guys I are know. beating a dead horse. I know. So, okay. All right. All right. Uh, next question from B. Boone to DDJ. After being a paralegal for so long, uh, didn't you want to become an attorney or a lawyer? Uh, can you say the reasoning for not doing it? Um, while I was working as a paralegal, I was also fighting for custody of my older two kids while taking care of my new wife and my younger two kids. Then once I won custody, I was taking care of a family of six. And for a fair amount of that time, I was the sole wage earner. So I didn't have time to go to school because I was working a lot. 
And by the time I figured out that I didn't want to work in family law anymore because I realized I couldn't really help anybody, um, that's when I got out of it. And when I say I couldn't help anybody, like for every case I touched, there were two other people that were getting fucked. And it got to the point where when you're a person, you, when you're a single person, you can only help so many people on, on their court cases. And you just start to get burnt out. And, and the reality is, is that the family court is so saturated with feminists that you just, they, they, the system is set to discriminate against men at a systemic level. So it is what it is. Uh, question for Oslo MGTOW for DDJ. Uh, when can we expect your next book? Number two, it's January already. What's the update on the audio listening version of The Feminist Lie? P.S. I know a MGTOW who'd gladly read your book for free. He's British. No, it's not Cat. And he's got the most listened to version of a popular book on YouTube right now. Uh, let's let's start the last question first, or the last statement first. I actually tried to work with a, a MGTOW um, a voice actor uh, prior to getting the voice actor that I got, and uh, it, it just ended up not working out. There was a scheduling issues. There was just a lot of stuff that just kind of broke and, and went from there. Um, as far as uh, the audiobook, um, I don't know if you've been looking at my video content channel lately. I've been kind of busy dealing with some things that I think are important to the community. So um, I've kind of put that on hold a little bit. I did drop the ball around the holidays just because I've been so busy with uh, Christmas and that kind of thing. Um, and then as far as my next book, I'm working on it. I'm hoping to release it sometime in June or July. Um, and with that in mind, let me grab our next guest, who is Try Lemons. I'm going to go ahead and pull him in now. Okay. Welcome, Try Lemons, to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. Hello. Or, or not. Or Try not. Lemons, are you here? Uh, apparently, he popped back over. Hold on. Okay. Try Lemons. Let's try this again. We're going to try these speak. lemons have... one more time. Yeah, do All not right, try to go. mute. There we go. 20th time's a charm. Good job. Welcome. Did it. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? Oh, you know. Just so-and-so. All right, yeah. so I guess I should cut to the taste. Uh, you All right. Generally. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to basically be going over my life story, my transition into MGTOW. Okay. And where I should go from there. All right, All so right. I was raised by a single mother, so you already know this is going to be a shitty story. Yeah. And, yeah, essentially when I was born... My mother kicked my father out immediately because my father put way too much discipline in her. And she's a fucking flat whale, and she doesn't like that. Uh-oh, and his pimp hand wasn't strong enough. Well, it was more so that she threatened to take us away from him, and he couldn't really do anything about it. Oh, she, no, he she could have. Oh, he could have. Oh, yeah, most certainly. But yeah, she, I she's, think... not gonna, she's not going to get far with no hands. <laughs> And so she basically used this as a leverage on my father. And so she, we moved away. We moved two states up. Mm -hmm. And my father, he tried to come up there and visit us again, et cetera, et cetera. She just kept coming off. Then she threatened him with a DV charge, et cetera, et cetera. So I was raised very effeminized because I was in a household with my mother, my grandmother, my sister, and my cousin, who's also a girl who'd come over a lot. Oh, my God. And my cut grandpa. But, I mean, he's not much involved. But I was super effeminized as a child, right? And did I was raised up believing wait, that I need to serve women. Did, did they dress you up in women's mother... clothes? <laughs> well, unfortunately not. Okay. Well, unfortunately not. Did you want them to dress you up in girls' clothes? 
Oh, no, no, no. That was just a miscommunication. My bad. Oh, okay. What, what about lipstick or makeup? Yeah. No, for the most part, my mother tried to treat me as a man she didn't have, except just not in a sexual way. Okay. All right. This, I wanted so to have like a Norman Bates house. moment. <laughs> but yeah, no. I was uh, I was raised super effeminized, but I was also taught that I just basically need to serve and submit to women, if that right. makes sense. Well, well that's basic and, uh, blue pill bitch thinking. So. But the thing was, I was raised as a tradcon because of my grandparents. Well, no, the, uh, traditionalism is just the opposite side of feminism. They're both kind of central. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, like this whole idea of oh, you need to serve the women. So that's that. How is that different than feminism? Other than basically, feminism says you need to serve women because you know you need to feel guilt for toxic masculinity. Whereas traditions are like you need to serve women because God, because Jesus said. But like, what about Galatians where it says men should have a dominion over women? Oh, well, we don't. No, 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 we don't. Who told you about that part? Shh. Go to sleep. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, they, tr they try to cover it up with the red pill traditional label, but on the inside, it's just the same. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. It's like these anti-feminists that are trad thoughts. They're just advocating for feminists. They're basically feminists, but they want to have a family. As opposed to, like, they don't hate men. They just want men to serve them. And that's somehow better. Like, oh, see, guys, like, they're, they're different. They don't hate you. They'll pat you on the head while they enslave you. Like, oh, they want the Great. man to take the woman's last name. Great. They, they'll pat you on the head when you're a slave instead of just kicking you in the dick and being like, you know, you know, serve me, man, your male tears. Like that's not – that's like saying they won't shoot you with a fifty caliber bullet. They'll shoot you with a thirty two. Like, oh, wow, a thirty two. That's so much better. Yeah, essentially it's all an act for them. Most of them are fucking closet thoughts or closet feminists in reality. Once you start talking to them and their stories don't add up or yeah. they'll start backtracking on what they said previously. Well, they're, they're not closet. They are feminists. They just, they're right-wing feminists. That's what traditionalists are. They're not like, they're not anti-feminist. They're, they're, they're just like a different brand of feminism. Yeah, it's like Coke and Pepsi. Or like, you know, it's like these, uh, this is going to sound a little dated. I remember when Vine shut down and all these Viners moved over to YouTube, you had the whole Logan Paul versus Jake Paul. I didn't watch any of that shit, but I remember people talking about it. I mean, they're brothers and they, they would like prank each other and they would have these fake feuds. It was all bullshit. But it, like it made people think, it's kind of like uh, when Twilight was big and they're like, are you team Jacob or team Edward? It's like, it's, it's the same goddamn thing. So this whole like, oh, I'm not feminist. I'm, I'm traditional. Like, no, you're, you're all the same shit. This is like Team Edward versus Team fucking Jacob bullshit. You're all Twilight. This is all feminism. You're just different flavors, different brands, but you're preaching the same bullshit. You're saying men need to serve women. Fuck what men want. Fuck men's authority. Like, you know, patriarchy is evil, equality, but actually female supremacy because vagina. That's what you're – but you, you just call different things. You use slightly different language, but it's all the same shit. Okay, sorry. I know I'm a ranter. Please continue. Oh, no, it's fine, man. But yeah, they're essentially, they're just basically two sides of the same coin. And so I, would, I, I was a my, – my mother always sheltered me as a child because essentially I was, I was just stuck in the house while she slept and took after, – after working her job as a waitress. Mm -hmm. And she'd make me do all the chores, watch my sister. She'd just basically do it, make me do everything. Right, because like you got to submit to the woman. Right, no, and, I was my, – my, my single mom treated me as a slave too. Like she – and she didn't work either. She basically got, like, child support and welfare for, like, all these kids, and she would just go out and party. 
But then, like, we'd have to keep the house spotless, and she wouldn't even buy us food. Like, it was, uh, you know what? I'm gonna get. You. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, sorry. Continue your story. Oh yeah, my my mother, when she got her money from working as a waitress, she'd spend her fucking drugs and cigarettes, and then go use her fucking food stamps to go get his food. Ridiculous. Yeah, uh, actually, just recently she got to the hospital from a heroin overdose. Overdose. Oh my god. Ugh. Paid on it. All right. So, anyways, oh yeah. God. So, I went into school thinking that um, think, thinking that I needed to submit to serve women, but because okay. I was treated to ignore men, essentially. So my mother, she never wanted to surround the men because she had another man every over every other day, essentially. Right. And so I was taught to not put up with men's shit in quotation marks. And uh, oh, so, she, so she used her as her little white knight. So, like, to protect her honor while she's getting dicked down? Oh, yeah, definitely. She thought that if if she sheltered us... Take a a deep breath. You're okay. Like, I I, I don't know if... I don't know why you're nervous. We're just chilling. So, deep, soothing breaths. He's just a Pakistani midget. Don't be intimidated. Yeah, yeah, don't... (laughs) There's no reason. We're we're cool. There's nothing... Nothing's going to happen. We're in the trust tree. Enhance your calm. Yeah, it's just because I'm pacing right now trying to do the laundry at the same time. Oh, but anyways, okay. back onto the story. Yeah, so essentially, uh, I'm, I'm only 16 right now. I've been in college in a year, but for the past uh, three or four years, I was basically the biggest fucking cuck you would ever met in your life. Like, I would respect the woman all day and, and tip the fedora. But then when oh, it came goodness. to man, I was like, nope, you don't tip the fedora as well. You're, you're, not, you're not human enough you're, for me. You're not a nice yeah. guy like me. You don't respect women. Yes, and uh, so I went into, um, I, w- I would always like linger around, and, and I was basically the beta orbiter who oh, tried God. to desperately get the puss. Oh, Actually, for me, it wasn't even the puss. I was so much of a beta, I just thought their attention was worth beta orbiting and spending just, money on them. Right, so just, just a pat on the head from the lady was all you needed. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll lick your pussy. You don't even have to do anything. I just want to feel it. Oh. That Was that you? Oh, most definitely. I can't even deny it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, what? Cup what did, you, matter. did you have like a come to Jesus moment? What, what What snapped you out of that? So, essentially, um, back then I was one of those. I was one of those. Ew, feminist cringe. But first and second wave feminism is good because the woman tell me it's good. Right. And the, so the ones you didn't I, experience firsthand, you got to take their word for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> And it's also partially because I was raised by my grandmother and my mother. Okay. And so, essentially, I was in the I was in I was in the phase of extreme depression because I thought, well, my only purpose in life is to submit and serve to women. So why why are they coming to me for acting the way my mother and my grandmother tell me I need to? And I was thinking, well, gee, I must be a horrible fucking person then. Hmm. Interesting. And so. I was uh one day I was browsing the web and I found your channel and I remember exactly what video it was. It was a uh, ten things red pill women red pill men understand about women. Oh, is it like uh, that, that BuzzFeed response video? Yep. Wow. Yeah, that one did a lot that one went pretty not I wouldn't say viral, but viral as far as my usual videos go. Right. It was a pro- it was a pretty good video. I mean it was, and it was popular of course too. Yeah, everyone, everyone likes top ten lists. Yeah, so, listicles. Yeah. Yep. So, try so, lemons. What what caused you to go red pill? 
All right, so, but yeah, like I was, like I was saying, I found TFM's channel, and I started listening to him more because I liked his, I liked his content, okay. and not to suck your dick or anything, but you know, and so I liked his content. So I was listening to him more. I started applying the concepts and this thing he was talking about in real life. I was like, oh shit, this guy's telling one hundred percent truth. How does he? And, know? How does he do it? I don't know, man. It must be fucking magic. <laughs> it's voodoo. Monkey magic. Monkey voodoo. <laughs> Monkey business. <laughs> there you go. All right. Yes. So, all right. So we're like, what do you mean? Oh, hold on. Celestine's got something to say. Hey, if you thunk that women are children, why are you fucking them? You wouldn't fuck a child. You creep, 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 seep, creep, 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 ha 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 so I started applying your concepts to real life, and at the time there was this chick I was a uh, I was beta orbiting around, okay. and and at first when I first met her she was all over me, and that's basically what got me to orbit on her, because she thought I was I was top dog alpha when she met me because I, I wouldn't take because I was in a I was in her social studies class the prior year, and I wouldn't take shit from anyone because I was just trying to get my shit done in that class because I hated it. And okay. so she was all over me when I first met her, and I yeah. thought that's what that's why I should orbit her. Okay. And yeah, it was like it's alpha on the outside, but at the inside you're a soft little beta. Right. And, so, Not, and her pussy dried up like the Sahara Desert. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like a, like a sponge on a hot summer day. Oh. And uh, so after I, after I realized this, I realized she was a lying, she was a shit faced liar, because the uh, the prior year, she had accused uh, a friend of mine of rape, but she oh didn't. Oh my goodness! Like, yeah, but she didn't like go through with the claim or anything. She only told about two or three people, which is, which it shouldn't happen at all. But thankfully, it was only two or three. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's you never ever want to fuck with a chick who's falsely accused a guy, ever. Like, I mean, holy shit, that's like the biggest red flag ever. But damn. most definitely. Okay, and so. And so after this, like I knew this dude. He was a uh, he was one of our good buddies. Okay. And I I was hang I well I used to hang with him at lunch, and so I went and confronted him about it. He's like, "What the hell are you talking about? I haven't talked to this chick before." And apparently, one of her friends made a joke about the two of them, and then she claimed, and then she, she took it as them calling her a slut, and so she accused him of rape. Right, yeah, that's that's the number one reason I found women falsely accused the guy of rape. Basically, she'll fuck you, and if if word gets out that she's a slut because she fucked you consensually, one hundred percent consensually, she just doesn't want the reputation of a slut. So she will accuse you of a felony. She, she, I mean, she'll even like if it comes to it, she might even press actual charges and send you to prison because that's better than her having the reputation of a slut when that's like that is fucking insane do you like, guys I'll, remember the love contract on Chappelle's show we need to make that a real thing to save our own asses i guess but, but yeah that we they've tried that like last what was it 2016 they when yes means yes became a thing on colleges they tried creating an app 
And, you know, the fucking feminists lost their shit. What they do is they just, they just want power and they want to transfer all responsibility onto the man. So they want to be sluts, you know. They, want, they have their slut walks. They dress like sluts. They, you know, they want all the power of sex, but then they don't want the reputation of being a slut. So it's like, I want to fuck all, I want all the dicks. Give me all the dicks in every orifice. Just fucking just stuff them in as much as you can. And then, oh, you're a slut. Uh, no, I was raped. Oh, I'm a victim. Like, but, but you were just asking all these guys to fucking bukkake you a second ago. No, no, no. Oh, you raped me too. Everyone, I'm being raped by everyone. Stop it. You're raping me. It's just like, just look, if you want to be a slut, just be a slut. That's it's okay. Like you know, everyone knows you're a slut. I just, just saw something the other it. day about um, girls who, um, if there a picture of them is used for a dude to like jerk off to, they basically say that's telepathic rape. Yeah, no, there was a basically yeah, like if you, if a girl, oh, nothing. These cam whores, because not every like you can watch a cam show without paying. Yeah. You know, obviously, if you pay, they'll do stuff. You know, you're like, hey, you give them like a hundred bucks. Hey, stick this in your pussy. They will. But other guys can just go to the cam site and just watch the stream. And these girls are like, if you hang out in the cam sites and you don't pay me, that you're that's rape. Like, no. Like again, women use words like spells. Everything is rape because rape gets results. Women will use whatever words will get them results. That's all it is. But it's just fucking insane. Like this whole everything yes. is rape. It's all about the feelings and the money, to be honest. Yeah, they just want yeah. they, they just want money. But they, when it comes to the whole like, oh, I, oh, people think I'm a slut. Well, I better accuse a guy of rape. The only thing that's going to stop that shit because it's all about avoiding consequences. Women don't want the consequence of being labeled a slut, so they'll ruin a guy's life. Unless the consequences are worse for the girl to falsely accuse a guy of rape, she's going to keep doing it. That's why you have to force them to file a police report and then. Charge him with a crime for filing a false police report. This whole like, oh, I was I was raped because uh, I don't want to be a slut. Well, you know what? You are a slut. Maybe you should put the dicks down and not be a slut. Have you thought about that? Just you don't have to take the dick. You you know I get it. You want the dick, but if you're going to be a slut, own it. Be proud of it. Go to your slut walks. Wear your fucking bikini tops. You know, put fucking bingo dauber paint on your chest about how you're a proud slut and own it. Don't, don't try to ruin guys' lives because you don't like being labeled a slut. Am I a slut monkey? How about 68 and I owe you one? <laughs> well, actually, right. Cel- Celestine is not a slut because she's <laughs> she's actually a virgin when I opened up her box. And she's only had sex right. with me. So by definition, Pun she's she's as pure as the driven snow. Pun intended. And her vagina uh, rinses tri- clean. Right. So, so try lemons. Um... So once you figured out and you took the red pill and you discovered TFM's content, how are things now? Well, after after I discovered his content and started applying it to real life, I immediately stopped what I was doing by beta orbiting around chicks. And I tried to stop communication with many of them that I knew were manipulative cunts like that. I tried to stop all communication with them unless I absolutely needed to talk to them. For example, like a teacher or something. Right. And something that I found out is if... If a chick is talking to you and she talks to you a lot, like an occasion, like she actually wants to, and you straight up ignore her, she'll turn into the biggest fucking thought you know and try to lure you back in. Right. Well, because you have yeah, something she needs. Right. You have something right. she wants, and um, what does she have to bargain with other than her pussy? So you can either give her what she wants, and then she'll fuck off, or she's going to keep trying to throw sex at you to try because that's that's her that's her bargaining chip. What else can she offer now? 
what I like to do to fuck with them, if I have something they want, uh, you know, like figure out if they if they have something you want other than their sex. Like, you know, like what's funny, like sometimes like if a coworker is, is flirting with you, she'll be like, oh, you know, like she wants you to like do something. You're like, oh, you know what I could really use? And she's like, yeah, like I need you to do your work. <laughs> right. Go back to your office <laughs> and do your job. That will really fucking get my dick hard. <laughs> Exactly. And nothing turns right, so me try... on than seeing a girl do her job. There you go. All right. Try lemons. Do you have anything that uh, you'd like to leave us on? <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, I was actually going to continue on my story. But yeah, I oh, went I thought full you were going to apologize. Oh, no, yeah. no, it's cool. But yeah, I went full on monk after that. And uh, and I lost my purpose because, like I said, my only purpose in life was to please woman. The woman. Show them respect. Yeah. And so. After that, I essentially went into, I joined my school's wrestling program to find a group to affiliate with other than MGTOW, because that's just online. Right. But yeah, so I, I found a group to affiliate with, and now I'm in there. And so that's essentially my purpose for, for the current being. But what I want to move on to is what I should do next, because so far I've gone full on monk, and I'm graduating from high school in about a year. And I'm trying to get an engineering degree in an online college, because I've watched your monkey economics video. Right. And I'm looking where I should move into next in life for a general step. Uh, Go well, your you, own you, way, man. Yeah, Go well, what you feel is good. Well, and you're in high school. So, I mean, the fact that you're already red-pilled is going to put you at a severe advantage. So just you figure out what you want to do. Uh, you kind of you sound like you want to be an engineer. You're already making plans for that. There you go. I mean, what else is there? Like, you, you know, I can't give you any, like, long-term life advice because you're only 16. You don't even know what you want to do with your life yet. But you're, you're, doing, you're doing the right thing by thinking about, you know, going to online college instead of university. That's going to save you a ton of money. If you go to class online and in the evening, you're going to free up your days to get a job, an internship in some kind of industry that's going to help you get job experience. So, you know, just think smart, make good decisions to save yourself money and to give yourself a good place to, you know, get a good, you know, uh, first step in the career you want. But, you know, if you're getting your degree in engineering and you decide it's not for you and you'd rather do something else, that's fine. Just make sure uh, what I like to advise people to do is if you have like this dream career you want that really speaks to you, First of all, go to a job board and look it up to see how many job openings there are in that field. If there are no job openings for that career, that should tell you something extremely important. Uh, secondly, a lot of things that people are interested in, you don't have to pay someone to learn. So if you just want to like program video games, you could teach yourself how to program video games for free. You don't need to go to video game college. That's, that's a fucking waste of money. Like. Pro game programmers don't have degrees from Full Sail University. They just taught, they, they started programming mods and shit, and they became go game programmers just by teaching themselves how to do it. So don't pay for a, a degree in something that's not going to lead to a job. Um, and also, don't be afraid to do something that, like, you're passionate about as a side project and see if you, because, like, I mean, that's what this YouTube channel I'm doing. I just did this as, like, a hobby. I never thought, like, I'd actually earn enough money to, like, I mean, I still have a job, but I make a, quite a little bit of money, you know? Like, I used to work two jobs, and now I basically have a part-time job and then my YouTube channel and everything. I never thought that would happen. So, you know, do what you're passionate about, but as long as you have food on the table. But start slow and be smart. Don't waste money. Don't get degrees in useless shit. 
don't spend money unless it's going to pay you back in the long term. But as far as like what should you do with your life, I don't think I can't tell you that anyway. And I don't think you're basically have enough life experience to know that for yourself. So my only advice is just keep on putting one foot in front of the other and be smart. You know, honestly, man, like I, uh, the first time I went to college, I went for, I went for IT, um, network security to be specific. And I didn't like the IT field. So I went back to school and I got another degree in engineering, electrical engineering. And now I own my own company that has nothing to do with either of the things I went to college for. It's kind of all about like, honestly, I wish I could go back to 16 with like the red, the red pill mentality you'll go so much further in life when you actually think for yourself and you actually like, if you let your life be driven by passion, as opposed to what everybody else tells you, you should do the status quo is just that it's the status quo. It's never going to change. The majority of the people I know who do what they should do, quote unquote, are fucking miserable. If you just live your life your way and you do what you want to do and you chase after what actually gives you a reason to live you'll you'll be fine honestly you sound like a pretty bright young guy and i mean engineering can be an extremely lucrative field but even if you get into that field and say you know three four years in you just don't have the feels for it anymore i mean there's nothing wrong with trying something new there's nothing wrong with learning more there's nothing wrong with continuously learning yeah, those are those are really good points. And uh, so far, to help start that, my school has a program called Work-Based Learning, and essentially it's just uh, non-paid internships that I go off campus or off-site to go do. Perfect. And uh, yeah, and now, that, but the but now that I've actually done all this, like a lot of my friends, I'll share my knowledge in quotes knowledge with them. Like I'll tell them like, Hey man, you really should be going for this chick. She's a fucking thought. And they'll freaking disown me as a friend. Cause apparently I'm, I'm, I hate them people too much or some shit. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've lost a lot of cucks and mangina friends and I've never really shed any tears about it. Yeah. Right. Seriously. So it's like, Oh, okay. Well, you know what? You go fuck yourself. Like, because those types of friends will absolutely stab you in the back over a bitch. So, you know what? They're on borrowed time anyway. And sure, you can, you know, like, oh, I mean, what did you do with them? Like, you hung out, you talked about shit. But, you know what? If they, I mean, there's a reason why you have bros before hoes. But there are so many friends I've had that, like, will always choose a bitch over their friends. And no matter how much they're like all, then they get dumped and they're like, oh yeah, bros before hoes, man. And then fucking some thought like shakes her ass at them and they're right there fucking worshiping that ass like fucking simp. There's nothing you can do. They're, they're a lost cause. You know, you just, you let them know, okay, like you do your thing. I'm going to be over here. And if they're like, oh, I'm going to disown you because you don't worship women. You're like, yeah, whatever. Fucking don't break your fedora tipping it too hard, bitch. And then you just leave. I, you know, I, I actually go the opposite direction. I don't I don't go out and make friends with people. I find people that are worth my time. In other words, I just automatically assume that everybody that I run across is a blue pill cuck because most of them are. And then if 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 they they decide or if I can see something where they're red pilled or I can see where they're, you know, we have some things in common and you know, they're again, they're not blue pill cucks. At that point, then I start considering the friendship. But as far as like the people that are blue pill. I mean, I, and I, it's funny too, because I know we had a question here about, you know, how do I red pill my friends? And, you know, the answer is you fucking don't, you know, you can talk to somebody until you're blue in the face and, and share with them red pill wisdom and they won't fucking get it. 
They will ignore observable reality. They will ignore verifiable facts because, you know, cuck lives matter. So you have to just, just don't even waste your time. Time is a non-renewable resource and don't ever waste your time on somebody who is not going to value it. And once you understand that you're wasting your time, you, you just need to fucking pop smoke and grapple hook out because you, you know, you got shit to do. I've had like a really simple philosophy for my life for the past, like almost seven years now, kind of like when I came to, uh, I guess call it my own personal enlightenment for life. If something subtracts from your life and your ultimate goals, cut it the fuck loose. It's as simple as that. If it adds to it, awesome. If anything or anybody subtracts from your ultimate goals, just cut it loose. Life right. is so much easier and friends come and go. More friends go than more friends come, honestly. And I, I prefer it that way. I really do. Yeah, I, I use a mutual benefit standard. Like if you're if this relationship is costing you more or yeah, it's like you're putting more into it than you're getting out of it, just cut it loose. You know, like you don't need to have a lot of friends. Like I've been I'm you gotta be comfortable being alone. I mean that's unfortunately that's part of being a MGTOW is you have to be comfortable being alone because you're going to be pretty lonely. Uh, not just because, you know, you're going your own way from women, but, like, the whole society is cucked. And so if you need to have lots of friends and you need to feel like you're part of something or else you get really depressed, it's going to be very hard for you to go your own way because you're going to be pushed to, like, to compromise in order to, you know, be accepted by people. And that is how – that's how you get manipulated. That's how men get pushed into these gynocentric sacrifices is because they want the approval of others. I've done several videos about the, the matrix of tribal identity. You can't allow groups and associations define you. You need to have your own internal sense of identity and validation. And, I mean, if you develop that, you're, you're going to find that, like, friends that don't add anything to your life or that who, like, you know, they're just, they're just there, but, they're, like, they're just kind of like scenery. Like, you don't look forward, you don't talk about anything substantive, you talk about bullshit, but they're just someone to talk to so you don't feel alone. It's like, the, there's a song on the radio, I don't think it's on the radio anymore, but it's like a, a woman singing, and she's like, she's basically singing the song, like, Are We Scared to Be Lonely? And it's like, she's singing about, she's going around just fucking this guy, only because she's a scared, she's scared to be alone. So she's just slutting it up, fucking dudes, because she's just, a, she's scared to sleep up by herself, because she's clearly got emotional problems. So I don't know what to tell you. That's that's a personal yeah. problem. You need to work that out. Yeah, you know, and that's what, that's, I think TFM says something that's that's got a lot of value there, and that is is that when you learn to appreciate your own solitude, you you'll never be lonely. Yep. Yeah. I don't, right. Whatever. I agree with that completely. Or just you know, the thing is, is that that's one of the benefits of the MGTOW community that doesn't get talked about a lot, because being a MGTOW is is a lonely existence. You know, like, you can't relate to most of the people in your life. Like, people just won't understand your perspective. So even though MGTOW is online, it gives like-minded men a space where they can communicate and associate with like-minded men, which, I mean, we're separated by countries. You know, cats from the U.K., uh, DDJs in, uh, you know, one state, I'm in another state. We got people in Australia, you know, human and uh, Coltane and No Holds Barred. Like, MGTOW is global. Pretty much, you know, you got to speak English. I think that's one of the things. But, I mean, there's MGTOW in countries that don't speak English, and they're starting their own fledgling communities. And, you know, if you just come to the MGTOW community, and you can talk and share and associate, and sure, it's online. But, you know, it is what it is. 
Like, you're just talking anyway. It's not like you and your guy friends are going to suck each other's dicks. So, you know, being in the same room isn't really going to add too much to what's essentially just hanging out. And, like, what do guys do? They watch TV together. They play video games together. Well, you know, you can come into the... um, We have, like, the Thunderdome. You can play multiplayer games on the Discord server. You can play multiplayer games with other MGTOW. Like, DDJ, he likes to, you know, throw together these Wildlands games with uh, broccoli and shit like that, and they go around hunting the predator and everything. So you can do all these things you would do with your friends online with MGTOWs, and, you know, maybe it's not... You know, maybe you want to like go out to eat and high five and fucking bro fist. Yeah, yeah, you obviously can't do that, but you know, that's not important. You know, it's not really. It's like I'm, sex is physical. Like you need a sex doll to have sex. You can't like, you know, talk to someone and jerk off. That's not the same thing. But when it comes to friendships, you know, you can like DDJ is my friend. I don't like. Oh God, I just you know we're just you know he's just an online. No, DDJ is he's a cool dude. Uh, so. You know, you got to make the most of these relationships, even if they're mostly online, because that's you're you know you're going to find that the men in MGTOW, with some exceptions, of course, are, you're going to have because you have so much in common, because you can talk about things you can't talk about with other people. You're going to value those relationships more than these guys you actually know in real life that you can't you can't understand and they can't understand you because you just have completely different perspectives. You, you know, and, and to dovetail on that, too, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there, um, you know, especially in the MGTOW community and, and people I've met since I've been active in the MGTOW community where, you know, I'll, I'll be online and I'll talk to them either in Discord or Skype or shit like this. I mean, I, I remember, you know, many times where TFM and I will talk about one thing and then fucking three and a half hours later, it's like, fuck, <laughs> we're yeah. still talking. And, you know, the conversation's going strong, but we both have responsibilities. We got to go and we got to jump off and do other things. You know, I've been the same thing with, with Apocrypha and, uh, you know, Lone Wolf and Helsing and, you know, all these different, you know, and, th- and those are just to name a few. So, you know, there are people out there that you can have these friendships with that are well worth your time. And they are people that, you know, it's like what Anchors Away says. They're people that add to your life. They bring knowledge and perspective, you know, as long as you're willing to listen to hear as opposed to listen to respond. So absolutely, uh, everything TFM says, I can, I can definitely find many examples of in my own personal. Yeah, I certainly agree with that. And, um, uh... But mostly, I just made it as a general comment, as in like, as since I've been red pilled or and joined the went full monk, I've essentially noticed that a lot of that when I try to talk to people about the subject, a lot of them will just back off. And I'm mean, like, you know, that's fine. You, if you want to be that my friend, I don't fucking care. If you if you don't want to, go away, leave. And essentially, I've only basically when I have my friends that I go out and do shit with, like we don't try to like bring up politics where we're going out and going to the fucking arcade or some shit. Like we, we're just there to have fun, not to have a debate in essentiality. <clears throat> right. and, yeah, and that's, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's fine. No, like I have friends that, uh, well, I mean, they eventually end up, we end up going our own separate ways. Like I've had friends that were married and we were really cool, but then eventually, it's going to become an issue. Their wives are going to be like, you know, he's a bad influence on you. You can't be friends anymore. <laughs> uh, so yep. that that will happen. I've also had like tr- very religious traditional friends that they're all about restoring the patriarchy, but then they're like, you know, uh, you know, I, I just uh, I can't agree with this, this, and this. And you know, it's fine. You could be like, oh, we could put these aside and still be friends, but you know, after a while, it's 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 probably going to 
become a thing. It, it shouldn't be, honestly. I think people should be able to be friends and still have their disagreements about politics. But some some things like it just it, you have to just accept that that you know friends are going to come and go, and that's okay. Yeah, most certainly. I mean, you can't really deny reality in that aspect, because once they find oh, something to disagree on, with... Hold on, hold on. Would you rather get your left testicle nibble on by a rat for two seconds, or let a lion claw both of your nipple off? Uh... What? That is a, I guess I get let the rat nibble on my testicles? I, I guess that makes as much sense as anything. Why not? There we go. The, the asking the really tough questions. That was very important that we answered that rat testicle okay. lion nipple question. We did it. Now we know. We are stronger now because of it. All right. So, Try Lemons, did you have anything else that you wanted to cover? Um, not really. But in sociality, I just wanted to go over my situation. And and if there's anybody else in the audience who's young and they're still thinking about it, I just say go monk. Yeah. Well, and the good thing is, yeah, like before going monk was basically like giving up. Like fuck, you know. Especially if you're like a virgin, you're like, man, I've never, never had sex. Now I'll never have sex. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I wanted to, you know, whatever. But the cool thing is now with these hyper realistic sex dolls from the Dollhouse, our other sponsor. We couldn't make it today. It'd be cool if we get both of our sponsors. We have like a big sponsor show, but uh, that would be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, but you know, like now, dolls have come a long way. They're not the blow up dolls that you know you see in movies, and you can. It feels real and everything, so you can still get all the satisfaction without any of the bullshit. You don't need to choose anymore. It's not like oh god, I'll you know my whole life will be empty without sex. Now you can look. Oh, I'll just have fuck my doll, and there you go. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Perfect. Well, thank you, Try Lemons. I'll go ahead and move you into the pre-screening room, and That's we'll hit one. some more questions. Try those lemons. Yeah, man. No problem. Take care. Thanks, man. You too. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and hit some of these questions. You seem like a nice young man. Yeah, he was. Um, I know he said he was like doing stuff, but like I think he was like really nervous. You don't need to be nervous, guys. He's... Like we're yeah, we're it's all good. We're just hanging out. Right. Just, right. I mean, it's only like I'm even sober. There's only 454 people watching. That's nothing. <laughs> right. Right. No nothing, pressure. Nothing to worry about. All right. First question is from Thomas uh, Thompson 45. Question: Do you think America will go the way of a totalitarian government or the same status quo of democracy of the week, as in W E A K K? Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's always a kind of a pendulum. You know, like things kind of shift from like a corrupt oligarchy, like a ruling class. And then, you know, people get sick of the ruling class being corrupt and taking advantage of people. So they overthrow the ruling class and they establish a, a democratic system. And that eventually becomes an idiocracy where fucking stupid dipshits end up corrupting. Basically, and Benjamin Franklin called this like 200 years ago. He said when... Um, when 51% of the people get it in mind that they can vote themselves the wealth of the other 49%, that's the end of, you know, this, the, the, I don't know if he said democracy or the republic or whatever, one of those. But that's basically what's happened. You have the 51%. In this case, it's, it's more than 51%. Like, it just, it's fucked. But they vote themselves the, the other people's money. 
and that's the that's the problem with democracy. The, uh, if you read, if you ever curious, the the words democracy do not appear in the Constitution anywhere. Like the United States was not meant to be a democracy; it was meant to be a republic. It was meant to have restricted voting. Like the United States was established in 1776. The Constitution was established in 1781. Women did not vote until 1920. You know, women voting, this whole uh, universal suffrage was never in the cards when it comes to the Constitution of the United States. That was added at the behest of progressive Marxist liberals who wanted to subvert the Constitution to create, um, you know, a powerful leftist, effectively Marxist state. And it succeeded. Women are natural leftists. And that's where we fucked up. Now, I think, because right now, I, I think it's a pendulum. We go from a, the corrupt ruling class was like the British. You know, we had the Revolutionary War. We fought the British and everything. Then we, we swung from that to the, the idiocracy. And now the idiocracy is about to collapse. Now we're going to swing back to a ruling class. And that's going to work for a while until it becomes corrupt. And then it's going to get overthrown. And it's going to swing back to an idiocracy. And back and forth we go. When we stop, nobody knows. So that's, that's my answer. Makes perfect sense. So unfortunately, yeah, the the futility of like trying. People are stupid, and even if they know the truth, they quickly forget it once it's out of living memory. Like right. as as soon as the I, this is, I'm just predicting something. As soon as the last World War II veteran dies, as the last World War II survivor dies, the history of World War II is going to be completely rewritten because now there's nobody alive left to tell it how it is. Just like with first mm-hmm. and second wave feminism. So first and second wave fem- if you read accounts of first and second wave feminism, it was exactly the same as third wave feminism. In first wave feminism, feminists were setting fire to businesses and white knights were beating the shit out of the business owners if they attacked the women burning down their businesses. This, this is Antifa shit. This, these were first wave feminists doing this. This wasn't like, oh, first waves were the good ones, and the third wave, oh, they're the bad ones. The intersection ones are the bad ones. No, they were all bad, and they were all the same. But because right. people don't, people aren't alive anymore to tell you that, they've rewritten history. Now they're like, oh, no, first and second wave were the good ones. It's, it's these third wave feminists that are bad. And then when a few more generations pass, they'll be like, you know, first, second, third, and fourth wave feminism were, were great, but it's the sixth wave feminism. Now that we're all like, you know, toiling away in the joke and cum mines of Mars, that's when things got off the rails. But the first five waves of feminism were great. And it's because as soon as right. people aren't there to tell you how it really was, they're like, oh, shit, you know, that, that didn't happen. Like, like the whole right. it wasn't real communism bullshit. Venezuela is still right. collapsing. It, it's like happening right now. And people are like, oh, look, that's not real communism. Like, bitch, it's happening right now. This isn't even like this, the, the fucking corpse isn't even cold. And you're talking about that wasn't real communism. Yeah, come on. What the fuck is real communism? I mean, right. any country that's ever, ever practiced communism, they've all failed. And it's like those stupid fucking leftists are the only people who want to sit there and argue that when the rest of the world knows, like, hey, it doesn't fucking work. Well, that wasn't real communism. What the fuck right. is that, you idiot? Well, that's why we need to swap a commie. Right. We need to swap I, these. I, 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 yeah, it's a great idea. But you hear the same thing from trad cons when a guy gets divorce raped. And you're like, oh, you chose the wrong woman. 
Right. So that that's it's the, that's bullshit. your it's all your problem. You know, we just we need to try communism again. You need to keep dating women, and eventually you'll find the right one, and we'll we'll find that right combination of communism that'll work. I just like right. some of the like the just overly stupid comments like you get like all these little fucking sjw's and like all these little leftists like a tv billionaire has no place being president yes oprah winfrey 2020 what the fuck well because maybe they're hoping she gives them a free car they wouldn't have any yeah Yeah. they want they want a free car that's all oh yeah yeah like pretty much they think like she would run the country like she runs her show that she she doesn't write no she she doesn't run her show yeah anyway let's move on to the next question yeah, yeah. The, the left is retarded. All right. Uh, Campus Servidius, question for TFM. Could having a seductive goddess like Celestina around all the time turn you into a sex addict? It seems like there would be more temptation. Uh, not, I don't see how. I mean, like, if it, there, is a, there is a honeymoon period. Like, when you first get a doll, um, you're probably going to fuck it every day. Like, a lot. But then after a while, it just kind of, you know, like the human mind always normalizes stuff. So, you know, you could be in a war zone and after a while, it's just going to become normal. And you could have, you know, a a 10 out of 10 beautiful woman and fuck the shit out of her. Eventually, it's just going to become normal. So, yeah, you know, after a while, I don't know when, like a couple months, it's going to take a couple months. But eventually you just kind of settle into it. You're like, you know, yeah, this, this is just normal. And then it's not you're not you're not gonna be it's like I don't know how see I've never really been addicted to anything so I don't really know how it works, but like it's like the opposite like once you get out of the honeymoon period, you kind of just you know you still you still have sex but it's like you know it's kind of a if I'm bored or horny I'll do it but I'm not gonna like drop everything just be, you know because if you had like if you had a smoking hot girlfriend, you would just look over at her and you just fucking pop wood and you just want to fuck. And you do that for a while until basically you got used to it. And then it was like, okay, well, this is normal. This is just like how it is. I'm like, okay, Celestine is there. I can fuck her whenever I want. She's, she is down. She's, she never has a period. She's always up. She's always down. She's like, never have to She's worry about it. She's down for whatever. It. She's down for whatever, whenever, however. <laughs> so, but, so, but after Perfect. a while, you, it's not like you could take it or leave it. It's like, imagine if you lived, I don't know, just as a hypothetical example, imagine if you had an all-you-can-eat buffet at your house all the time. Like you had private chefs just cooking you food 24-7, and you could eat anything, anytime you wanted. At first, you, you probably just eat a lot of shit. Like you just, oh, man, it's so good, and you just eat, 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 eat. And then after a while, you'd be like, why am I eating so much? I can eat whenever I want. And you'd finally, you'd self-moderate because it's like the food is, the food's not going anywhere. So just, you know, eat when you're hungry, eat, but you know, it's fine. Well, but I'm talking, I'm using a hypothetical, I'm trying to equate the whole food and sex thing. So it's like, Celestina is like my all-you-can-eat buffet. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. But because I can do it whenever I want, there's no, there's no like, you know, with a, with you have like a girlfriend you know, like she has her period, you know, you got to catch her on the right day. You, you know, you, you might have to take her out to dinner and wine and dine her first before you fuck. So there's all these hoops you got to jump through. And so like sex becomes an event. It's like something you have to like earn. It's something you have to like look forward to. When you have a doll, you, just, you fuck her whenever you want. So it's like, it's not a big deal anymore. And it, it feels okay. just as good as the real thing. So it's like having a, a fucking 10 out of 10 like girlfriend that's always ready to fuck whenever you are as much as you want for as long as you want eventually you're just like meh 
you know, like it, it still feels good, but it's like you don't I don't see myself getting addicted to it. If anything, it's like, yeah, it's just kind of it's there. It's there when I want it. But like I don't like I got shit to do. I can't just fuck Celestina all day. I got to make videos. <laughs> right. I got a, I got a right. job. Like imagine like I'm like like there was that scene in Family Guy when Quagmire discovered porn. Like he didn't know porn was on the Internet. And then, like, Peter visited him, like, three days later. He has this, like, giant left arm. And he's, like, oh, like you can, tell, you can tell he hasn't slept. And he's, like, he's like shaking. Like, oh, hey, Peter, I got I to gotta, I gotta get back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Like, at first, when you first have the doll, there's going to be a honeymoon phase where you're going to be busting a lot of hot nuts. But then after a while, you're going to be like, meh. Like but you know else. what? That's a, that's like with a real relationship too. Like if you're actually like dating a chick, and you, when you get that honeymoon phase, you're gonna be fucking her a lot more than you would be normally anyway. Nobody gets addicted to that, right? Yeah. So. Th- there's no risk, and there's there's no risk because okay, at the end of the day, Celestine is still a sex doll, right. and it's and here's the here's what the best part is is when people tell me like how hot she is and how they want to fuck her, I don't get jealous. Because she has infinite twin sisters, like with a real woman. Like, let's say Celestina was a real woman. I would actually, like, because there's only one of her. So if if someone tries to steal her away from her, then, like, their gain is my loss. Like, if Celestina leaves me for some other guy, they get her and I don't. So I I am objectively, I am sans Celestina. So, but if, you know, if she has infinite twin sisters, then fuck, you can buy your own Celestina. We can both fuck our own Celestina, you know. I lose nothing. It's almost like copyright infringement. It's not stealing. But it's if just having but, a copy. But if there are Saudi princes, Saudi princes out there, you if, gotta tell if them. You, if you want the original, not a replica, I will sell you the original, genuine Celestina for only twenty thousand dollars. I just need like Damn I need life. I need some time because I need to buy a new one and then use the box to mail you the original. There you go. Do buy porta potty. Hey, hold on. Question. Here's a question for question DJ. for DDJ. J S D F H J G D S J F G C F L K S D L K S V D N V S D N J S U A F D N D N I didn't realize Celestina was a follower of Cthulhu. Right, that's that's some fucking Cthulhu shit right there. Oh That which is not dead. Oh, all I have to say in response to that is Haster, Haster, Haster. Oh, shit. That was fucking... <laughs> it I is spoken, yeah. I always thought Haster right. was more interesting than Cthulhu. Personally. I, I like Haster better, yeah. I always have. I can't figure all out right, where the uh, fuck I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to find a fucking sponsorship so I can enter this race, and I can't find where the fuck luck. I get a sponsorship, and I don't have the sound on, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm deaf. Right. I'm deaf in a post-apocalyptic world. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I'm supposed to find a sponsorship. Do you need but... to find some like a diversity a diversity officer. That's what you need. Stanley so. looks like he's got the fucking downs. All right, we're gonna ask the next question now. Right. You can you can be frustrated with your game. Here we go. Uh, question from Kevin seven five five seven. When women's rights are enforced by force. How do you think we'll take them away without equal force? Because who enforces it? Right. M- men enforce it. Just stop enforcing it. Done. It's that's like saying, okay. you know, if if welfare is supported by tax dollars, how do we stop paying for welfare with tax dollars without 
you know, charging taxes. Like, just stop paying for it. Like, it's your money. This isn't rocket science. Stop, you know, like, just stop. Like, if men stopped enforcing gynocentrism and feminism, it would end that day. Okay. Next question. Uh, MGTOW translation. What do you guys think of the defeminized fan edit of The Last Jedi? Um, I've not seen it. Yeah, I've heard about it. I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen it. Um, I've. The more I hear about the, I haven't seen. You know, and I'm a big Star Wars nerd. I've basically washed my hands of Star Wars. Uh, I have no desire to see the Last Jedi. I, I, you know, tip of the hat to the guy who recut Last Jedi to cut out all the feminist bullshit. But I think the movie is just it's irredeemable. the The whole new trilogy is dog shit. The Ray is a fucking dog shit character with no. She's there's nothing to her. She's a Mary Sue with no depth. Any there there was there was a potential. There was a potential good story in this new trilogy, but they decided to just do everything wrong. And there's no edit. There's there's no way you could just edit things to fix it. Like you would have to scrap the whole thing. But I I just think Star like Star Wars ended in Episode Six. Star Wars is is already over. Th- these new this new trilogy doesn't exist in my book. It's just it's just okay. basically some retarded feminist fan fiction that Disney poured money into. Like they they retconned out the expanded universe so they could write this bullshit story. As far as I'm concerned, Disney you've been retconned out, and the expanded universe is the true history of Star Wars. You can go fuck yourself, Mickey. Ben Gloom Glonia FH all hail the deep one. Oh my god. Uh, all hail the deep one. When Perfect. did you when did this happen, Celestina? <laughs> when did you sell your soul to the dark powers? Where was I? <laughs> when did this happen? Okay. Next question. Anonymous white guy. Uh at TFM. Once Vagisil goes public, what are your thoughts about making it mandatory, say, age 13? Nyarlathotep is better than Cthulhu and Haster combined. Yeah, no, I like Nyarlathotep. I like that he's like a shapeshifter and he's basically like the devil. And he actually has personality. Like a lot of the great old ones are just kind of like mindless tentacle monsters. Whereas Nyarlathotep actually like does shit. So, yeah, he's cool. Oh, shit, what was the question? Uh, once Vagisil goes public, what are your thoughts on making it mandatory at, say, age 13? Oh, so, no, like, honestly, it, it, men need to take responsibility for their own body. Everyone needs... The thing is, is the fact that men can now control if they are able to get a woman pregnant, because condoms suck, and they can be easily sabotaged, and women know that. With Vagisil, a man could effectively give himself a temporary vasectomy, by, you know, putting the Vagisil in his little things. About mandatory whatever, like, I don't think, I don't know, like, because there's, the problem is the, the you know, the human body changes. You can't do stuff. Like, I know for dental work, you can't give, like, a 13-year-old child a dental implant because their their skull and their, their teeth are going to be growing during puberty. So I'm sure, I don't know, like, I'm not a doctor. I'm, I don't know how this stuff works, but... If you put something in their their tubes that come out of their balls and, you know, they could potentially – those could grow in puberty. And then the, the vagisil is just going to flush out or and whatever. So I don't think it's 
wise. I don't think it's really made for teenagers because of the, the way it works. Like you, you inject it into your your sperm tubes. But if you're in puberty, I'm pretty sure those will expand, and then it's useless. So I don't think right. ma- mandatory. I, I'm against mandatory contraception in general because who pays for it? Well, it's going to be if it's mandatory, it has to be funded by the government, and then the government has to pay for it. Fuck that shit. Just you know what? If you care, if you want, if you don't want to be sperm jacked, you're going to pay for your own fucking vagisil. I don't need to pay for it. The government doesn't need to pay for it. And if you don't care enough Sounds- to pay for your own birth control, then you kind of deserve to get sperm jacked. There you go. All right. So uh, example given, TFM. You have to talk to the car guy, and they will direct you out of the city to the game show. The car, okay, so here's the car guy. Um, and then for anchors away, oh, he means um, I guess they're they're looking for a fifteen percent discount code for the anchors away. Yeah, I got you covered. I'm gonna put it in the chat window. It's TFM one five TFM fifteen. It's usually TFM ten, but here. today when, I figured. And how I'd can I get my vasectomy? Okay. Okay. All right. So TFM15. That's the 15% off code. All right. 14-year-old, how do you get your vasectomy? No one's going to give a 14-year-old a vasectomy. Uh, keep your dick in your pants. There you go. That's how That's how you avoid getting sperm jacked. You're no 14. One's, go play Pokemon. Yeah. No one's going to pull. No one's going to. First, yeah. Who, who are you fucking at 14? You just started puberty a year ago. Now you know. Who the who like and if your teacher tells you you're special, like she's yeah, stay away from the rapey teachers. God damn it. When I was fourteen, I was like playing fucking Pokemon and like skateboarding. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, I I remember like before puberty, I wanted nothing to do with women. I would like throw dirt in their hair, like put bugs on their shoulder and shit like that. Like I wanted them away from me. Like yeah. We're like TFM. Have you seen Star Wars Rebels? It takes place before a new hope and leaves out the SJW crap. It's really entertaining. I've so so Celestine is asking about Star Wars Rebels. I Star Wars Rebels is meh. Like I really like the Clone Wars show, and I like how when Disney bought the rights for Star Wars, they basically ended Clone Wars rather abruptly, unfortunately, and then they started Rebels because obviously Cartoon Network owned the rights of Clone Wars, so they couldn't continue Clone Wars. Holy shit, there's so many Celestina comments. It's pronounced vasal gel. Vagicillas for yeast infections. Whatever. Whatever. That was whatever an expensive. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Thank, thank you right. for the $7. Ne- anyway, yeah, the problem with Rebels is they obviously designed it to appeal to children because it's like a Disney show. So Ezra Bridger, who's like the main character of, of Rebels, I hate him. He's he's stupid and annoying, but he's the main character. They put him. They, they make him everything. Holy shit! So Mandatory many. has man in it, so it's patriarchy. <laughs> also, you can sell your soul for infinite knowledge from Yog Sodoth. <sighs> yeah. This is the Cthulhu meme show. I I know. Yeah, but that's the problem with the rebels. Rebels would be great if they got rid of Ezra. Like, just got the fuck rid of him. Made the show about Kanan. And oh, got, get rid of that Mandalorian because she's a Mary Sue. They, they they made her like female Boba Fett, who's also a princess, who's also queen of the Mandalorians. Like she's a fucking Mary Sue, but they also made her like she's like edgy Boba Fett with spray paint and pink hair. It's like fuck that bitch. I hate her. I like oh, Ezra and female Boba Fett, can, and I'm a huge Boba Fett fan. Boba Fett's my favorite character, but I can't even remember, I can't even bring myself to say her name. Fuck her and fuck Ezra. Get rid of them. 
Actually, Zeb is useless, too. He's like, he's discount Chewbacca. Just make the show, just like how it was Anakin and Ahsoka, it should be about Kanan and Hera. That would be, they should be the main characters, and the show would be great. Make it like Clone Wars. But they, they wanted to have a little kid, and they wanted to, whatever. They had to have the, the Mary Sue, the extreme female Boba Fett, so that girls would have a cool, kick-ass woman to aspire to. And that's So, you know, you're saying there's no SJW bullshit in Rebels. It's full of SJW bullshit. It's just a little, it's not so on the nose as Last Jedi. I think with Rebels, they were kind of dipping their toe, like, okay, are they noticing the SJW bullshit? Okay, and then with The Last Jedi, they just jumped in feet first, like, SJW bullshit for everyone! Just bathe in the SJW bullshit. Anyway. Okay, next question is from Disjunctive12. If you had a death note, what would be the first name you would write down be? Oh, man. Here's the problem. Like, the obvious answers would be, like, politicians and family court judges and prominent feminists and everything. But, honestly, you know, politicians and everybody are just a reflection of the society. And killing someone with a death note isn't going to take women's rights away. It's not going to restore male authority. The entire system is fucked. So death isn't the answer. Honestly, like if instead of a death note, I would like a red pill note. I'd like to red pill men writing their names, like have fucking the ghost of Christmas past come and fucking red pill the shit out of them. Uh, that would be much more useful than just having them die. It'd be a great anime series. Like you take the premise of death note, but it's just like a guy who goes around red pilling everybody. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> fucking yeah. He just, he wears a purple suit and has a cane. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could even, <laughs> it's like, death note. yeah, it's yeah. It's like death note, but instead of like a, a demon, it's like a pimp. Yeah, yeah, instead of a Shinigami, it's just like some backhanded pimp. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Your bitch dependency needs to end. All right. <laughs> Next question from Dickus Maximus. Oh, hold, hold on. on. Hold on, man. One of my friends lost their virginity at 12. I've been fapping to porn since 10. This world is turning into ultra AIDS. What the Good fuck? To know. What is happening? Is it the, is it the, is it like the, is it the hormones in the food or something? Is it like, it's, 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 it's the hormones Cthulhu. in the milk, man. Yeah. It's stop. Cthulhu has invaded. Yeah. What kind of fucking hormone sh- fucking milk are you guys drinking? You're sexually active at 10 and 12. What the fuck? Why? All right. I thought chicks still had penises when I was like, 10. <laughs> oh my God. Have you on. heard the good news about Shelby Nicarag? You fist no winner, Elamidna Krishna Yastafaya Fayyam. No, I haven't heard uh, the good news of Shabni Garaf. Thank you, Nemo. The black goat of the woods <laughs> with a thousand young. Right. Okay. Dickus Maximus, question. If transhumanism leads to the creation of Futinari, would TFM be more open to chicks with dicks? Yeah, no, I've said that uh, once we can change our humanity, once we can have legit sex changes... Like, you know, gay men who like taking dick, they could just become actual women. And, you know, lesbians could become actual men. And we can make we can make men and women equal. We can give men and women equal intelligence. I mean, that would open up all possibilities. Wait for it, 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 wait for it. What is going on? Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, done, GG. What is... Now you know. But... What is what is this? Why 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 
Just go with it. Just, is it just like go with it? Is it it's like fine. payday or something? And everybody like just get their paycheck and they're like blowing it on Celestina comments. Yes, that's exactly <sighs> what it is. Oh my god! <laughs> Does God have a plan for me? Um, he might. I mean, it depends on how many eggs and how much sugar he has. He might have a flan for me. Hopefully, it's a caramel flan. <laughs> right, I want to. I want right. to go to heaven. Hanuman has some caramel flan for me. He's like, you, you have go. done well, my child. Enjoy some caramel flan. And I'm like, thank you, Hanuman. And well, then you're like, gonna like take the caramel churro. You know, like you hit the right. gates, and it's like, hey, right. your life hasn't been so bad. Here's a churro. Be like, you know, it was, it was worth it. You know, it's got to be a fucking amazing churro. Like. Yeah. If God, God cooked, this is a churro. I, you know, fucking the God who created everything. I made you a churro. It's gonna be the fucking nice, dope ass churro you've ever had in your fucking life. I'd be pretty happy, you know. Honestly, like, oh my god, churro. not like one of those Taco Bell cinnamon twists, but like a real. Right, I'd be like, oh fuck, oh my you. I don't know what to say. Thank you. All oh, right. <laughs> well, you know, would you be willing to take the caramel flan challenge? That's the question. Uh, <laughs> wait, is it? It's, am I putting flan up a girl's ass? Yes, it'd be. It'd be. I guess it would be the Latina caramel flan. Yeah, challenge. no, I mean, no, I, the flan challenges where I'm you not, wash your clothes with. I it. don't know, but that doesn't, <laughs> eating caramel flan doesn't like not have poop in her ass. That's the whole point of the sweet corn is it replaces the poop in her ass, so you don't get shit all over your dick. What, what would caramel okay. flan do? I'm not eating caramel flan out of her ass. <laughs> I, I love flan, but I'm not going to eat it out of a chick's ass. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. Neither would I. Well, I, get, I mean, Celestina's uh, ass is, is hygienic because it's, it's just TPE. I guess I could eat flan out of her ass if I really wanted to. If it came down, if it was like a, a dare, I'll be like, you know, I'll, yeah, at least flan out of Celestina's ass. Why not? Okay. All right. Next question. Cross, from cross it off Maximus. my bucket list. Perfect. Um, how does TFM view the fascist economies like China's compared to other socialist countries? I mean, obviously, here's the thing about fascism is actually more capitalistic, which is ironic. So, like, the whole thing about fascist economics is it allows free market and private ownership. It just has basically the state stands behind it and kind of directs it. But it al- it doesn't try to take control of it because it recognizes that um, the government can't run anything efficiently. So instead, it just kind of issues directives to the private industries, but they, they're still free to run things how they want. In fact, most mixed economies can be termed as fascist when it comes to economics. So, you know, the United States, we have private companies and private ownership, but we also have the government dictating a lot of rules and regulations. That could be, you know, a shade of fascism, the way that the economics works. Obviously, China's a lot worse. China's a lot more uh, authoritarian when it comes, but they don't take control of the means of production, so they're not communist. Uh, the closer they are to the free market, the better. C- communism, is, is it doesn't work at all. Fascism works better. Uh, free markets work best. So, you know, yeah, like, again, communism is like getting shot with a fifty caliber, like, you know, magnum bullet in the dick, whereas fascism is like getting shot with a thirty-two in the dick. It still sucks, okay. but it, it's not as bad as getting your, your fucking lower torso blown off with a fucking Desert Eagle. Right. All right. Next question uh, from Massage Genie. Did any of you see the Roosh V stream with the crazy bitch Laura Loomer? And um, what did you guys think, if so? I've not seen it. 
I have been incredibly busy. So if someone wants to give me the like the highlights of or kind of what they want me to respond to, I'd be happy to. But I have not watched anything. In fact, you know, I have been watching YouTube videos, but they've mostly been music or like stuff I didn't have to pay attention to because I just needed some background noise. But when it comes, if I was actually listening to like a, a debate, I would like get distracted and I want to pay attention to it. And then I would have more work to do. So unfortunately, I have not watched that. Okay. Um, I've got uh, Married Red Police shoot me some more questions, but I'm going to go into the chat real quick. I've got a question from Arisen4. Someone asked this last week, but I don't remember if you answered it. And uh, I'll try to do my best voice here. Uh-oh. Wasteland Waifu Throwdown. Down, down, down. down, down. Yeah. Right. Wasteland. Rosie O'Donnell yeah, or a big red shaved orangutan? <sighs> Fuck. I got to go with the shaved orangutan. Gotta go with the orangutan. <laughs> Once you go ape, yeah. there's no escape. There you go. Okay. That, you know, um, that only took a, a second to think about. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I shot shot myself. Yeah, so we just shot myself in the head. Uh, hold on, let right. me. Uh, let me check. You got mine. something in there? Yeah, let me let me check mine. Okay. All right, we got. Okay, that's a Celestina comment. We got so many Celestina comments. I think they're all Celestina comments, actually. Oh, wait, got, we got two. Okay. Two of them. Um, four male journalists at BBC have accepted pay cuts to help reduce the gender pay gap. Your thoughts, please. It was probably that or get fired. Uh, you know, it's kind of like these people who resign because they're about to get fired anyway. Basically, it's like, look, you either accept this pay cut or we're going to fire you. It's kind of like a fucking what's-his-face. Mark Wahlberg. He had to give up a $1.5 million bonus for reshoots because feminism was like, oh, this woman who's a nobody got nothing for reshoots because it was in his contra- it was in her contract. But it wasn't in Mark Wahlberg's comp- contract who's a movie star, and he got a ha- $1.5 million, and that's sexist. And so Mark Wahlberg had to donate his $1.5 million to some feminist legal fund to just appease the feminists. So that's all this is. It's a shakedown. It's a witch hunt. And it's only going to end when men end it. Uh, the last last one is, could you talk more about mediating between... Wait. Oh, could you talk more about meditating because there are lots of scam... Meditate? Yeah, okay. Meditating. Lots of scams. First of all, meditation isn't a business. <laughs> I don't know. talking about like meditation scams. Like what? Okay, so the way I meditate, I guess, is... I I do something that's kind of my so, okay. So people ask me like, how can I play a video game and talk at the same time? I do this shit all the time. Um, in fact, I find it therapeutic because it, it works your brain. So what I do is I do something fairly mindless, like I'll mow the grass, I'll clean. Oh, hold on. Here is your five dollars gator. Please don't format my hard drive. I wasn't. I wasn't. I, here's the thing, though, Celestine. Look. You've been saying some weird shit. You may, <laughs> I think you may like, you're like a follower of some cult of Cthulhu or something. So we're going to have to look into that. So I'm sorry, but this, I, I don't want to wake up with a Chris knife on my throat because, you know, you've trying to, you know, bargain my soul to Neuralithotep or some shit for, to become a real boy like Pinocchio or some shit. Um, so we're going to have, we have to have a conversation, but anyway, so meditation, 
what I do is I do something mindless, mow the grass, I clean. Uh, I'll just do something that I don't nearly have to think about, but that's productive. And while I'm doing that, I'll just think about stuff. And I won't try to, like, answer any specific questions. I'll just try to understand it. And by doing two things at once, it just kind of works my brain out. It gives my brain a little workout. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm playing a video game. I still can't find fucking sponsor, but I'm also talking. I'm doing multiple things at once. And actually, I enjoy that, and it actually helps. It gives my brain a little workout. And I find that I just I feel better and I feel energized when I do that. So I, I consider it a form of meditation, especially when I'm doing something like physical, like mixing something physical with with deep thought, or what you know, pondering, whatever you want to call it. I call it meditation. Um, and you don't need you don't need to pay anyone. You don't need a fucking guru. Just do something productive but mindless and then just think about things just like some people think meditation is about emptying your mind and trying to you know just i don't know i I never understood that rather than try to empty your mind just try to focus your mind just think about something and just seek to understand it and let the thoughts just kind of come to you and let like the thoughts build on each other and just try to understand it from every angle that's really a lot of my videos have come from that. Like people ask me, "Go, oh, wh- what book did you read? Where did you learn this?" I didn't read anything. I didn't do anything. I thought about things, and if I didn't, if I did, if I had a question, I would research it and I'd find the answer. But I didn't like read a book, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness, my mind has been opened." I just thought about things, and I wanted to understand them, and that was it. So you can do that. Whether I mean, whether or not you consider that meditation, I don't know. Um, Apoc is actually. He's more into the whole meditation stuff. He's more the guy to ask about meditation techniques because he's like into Buddhism and stuff like that. I'm I'm not. So that's those are my feelings about meditation. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to go ahead and close the questions now. I've got about eight or ten more questions, and then we're going to go ahead and close the stream since we're at four hours right now. Okay. Hey, is and there any more questions, questions for me? Because I'm going to be signing off here in a couple minutes. I got oh, okay. Really, really uh, there, there are no, there are no anchors awake, uh, more anchors awake questions. Right, but I'll tell you what, you, I mean, you've been awesome, dude. I mean, sitting listening to you and and your input has been fantastic. So. Yeah, I enjoy being on the show, man. I definitely want to come back on again. My first and second times were pretty damn good. So. There you go. You know, like well, I said before, it's an awesome community. I never have a bad time doing this. Oh yeah, and you're right. a, yeah, you're a cool guy, and I love your because it's not it's not like you know you talk to some guys who are like businessmen, but you're not afraid to talk about just like guy shit, and even if it has nothing to do like you're not just because most people are like oh you're having a sponsor on the show he should spend the entire time just shilling his business, but like really I, I would say only about twenty five percent of our conversation was us talking about like vape liquid and stuff like that. You you were just kind of like being part of the conversation as a, just a man. So I yeah, think people absolutely. appreciate that. I enjoy that. I mean, personally, like, like I said before, when I come on here, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And it's, yeah, I'm a business owner and I'm sponsoring the channel in hopes of making more money, but all in all, you know, like it's a Saturday night. Well, now a Sunday morning and I have no regrets about being here for the past three hours. It's pretty fun. The conversation's always engaging and, you know, it's nice to be able to talk to a lot of other like-minded people. I don't really get that around where I'm at except for like a couple of my close friends. Right on. All right, take also, care. um, thank you. Thank you for the, uh, 15% discount on behalf of, uh, our viewers. Um, that was pretty awesome. Thank you for that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the more, um, you know, the more we can help out, 
you know, I'm definitely willing to do that uh, every time we get a sale, which, you know, feedback and everything that we've gotten has been outstanding. And, you know, it feels good to know that something that I've created is being enjoyed by a lot of people. But, you know, every time you guys buy from me, it just allows me to continue sponsoring TFM, which is something we want to continue to do as long as we can. So, you know, the business is extremely appreciated. I, from the bottom of my heart, I mean that I'm not just saying that like, Oh, keep giving me fucking money. Like, no, I really do appreciate your guys' business. And I like the feedback because it helps us mold and it helps us grow. And, you know, we want to give customers what they want. So keep the feedback coming. I definitely like hearing it. All right, man. Okay. Right well, yeah. Good luck. And uh, for anyone who, who vapes or is interested in vaping and even people who like, I don't know, like, can you, you could put your, if, like, if you have the zero nicotine vape liquid, you could put that in like a humidifier if you just want to smell, like smell a fucking cherry, like whatever, like raspberry lemonade in your room or something. I suppose you could maybe like one of those oil diffusers, but it's more like a, uh, like the base components are meant to be kind of like directly heated from like a coil. So, I mean, I suppose it, it could work that way. I never actually tried it, but yeah, um, mm. it might work. Just throwing it out there. I don't know. I've used like a, well, it's, it's fine. I don't know. I've never vaped. Maybe I should, I'll pick it up maybe because now you have the no, zero nicotine one. Maybe I'll start, start vaping. There you go. Just to see what what all what all the fuss is about with the kids these days, and their vapes. It's it's the hip thing to do. It's all the cool kids are doing it, selling their soul to Cthulhu and vaping. I literally speaking like, of Cthulhu. Hold on. Redrum 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 sweet porn in the vag redrum. Oh my goodness! I already said Fantastic. I was going to put eat flan out of your ass, and now you want me to eat sweet corn out of your vag? What is going on? No, it's, when is it enough? When is enough? When is enough enough? Okay. Never. Never enough. It's always more. Are. Perfect. All right. Let me go ahead and uh, hit the next question from Action Jackson two fifty eight. Oh my goodness! Not... Hey, really quick, I'm gonna sign off, man. TFM, I just say, uh, you are ignoring a fan that wants to help. There is a man with a black again, top man. hat really near where you it. buy car stuff and register for night. races in the town. Talk to him to know where to go. Right on, anchors away. Thank you. Like, oh, okay, buy with a top hat. Yeah, I don't know where. Okay, so I got the top hat to buy car stuff. All right, top hat, car stuff. I'm looking, right. looking for a guy with a top hat and car stuff. All right, top hat. Uh, well, you're looking for that. I'll answer. I'll ask the next question. That's a boulder kit. Maybe next. Or not. But, but uh-huh. you said you wanted me to learn about Lovecraft. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> did I? W- when did we have this conversation where I'm like, Celestina, you're willing to read Lovecraft and start chanting about the fucking elder gods at me in the middle of a stream? That's what I want. Like, when did this conversation occur? <laughs> I do not recall this conversation. All right, here we go. Uh, what do you make of all these resignations under Trump uh, and the sealed indictments? Do you think that the uh, pedo swamp is really being drained, or and it will tr- and it will trigger a conflict? I don't I, like this whole like PizzaGate stuff. People are like, oh, it's all about like everything's got to be about pedos. Like maybe it's just about power. It's another p word, but maybe it's not about fucking children. Maybe it's about fucking taxpayers. I, I don't get why okay. everything has to be about pedophilia. I, I don't well, know. I don't under children. 
Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying there aren't pedos. I'm just saying like everything's yeah. like they, everything has to be about pedophiles. Like, not everybody who's a corrupt piece of shit fucks children. There are corrupt pieces of shit who don't fuck children, and there's people who fuck children who aren't politicians. It's these things have one does not have to do with the other. I don't understand, and I don't I don't see All a right. top hat guy. I see no top hat guy, so I'm. I don't know. I'm just gonna head we're, out we're, to mutant bash. We're about to we're about to end the show, so I guess it doesn't matter at this point. All right. Uh, next question from Shadow Sonata TFM. Have you thought about producing a guide on ghosting or covering your tracks? Basically, going into methods and resources that are legally and realistically available, also without the risk of self doxing. Well, here's the thing. Like, there's already been guides to, um, like, either dox or protect yourself from doxing. Because there are people who specialize in that. So you don't need me to give you a guide. There's already been people who are probably much more qualified who have already written guides. So just, yeah, I mean, just look up, just Google how to protect yourself from doxing. And there you go. Like, it's already it's already there. It's free. It's out there. I don't need to produce it. It's already, why reinvent the wheel? Like, I'm not, I'm not like a, a hack. I'm not a lead hacker or anything. Um, so the guides I've seen pretty much tell you everything you need. Like, and you don't have to, ha- like when people dox you, they're not hacking into your computer. They're just looking at information that's publicly available. The guides will show you how to scrub that publicly available information off the internet. So just Google how to protect yourself from doxing and boom, there you go. You don't need me to do it for you. I'm not going to add anything to the conversation because I'm not super qualified in the first place. All right, let's move on to the next question from Artemis the Kitten. Uh, how do you respond to Cuck saying, why are you scared of the Me Too and more misandric laws if you just follow the rules and don't commit any of these crimes? That's fucking retarded. Okay, so uh, there's been plenty of men who've been following the rules and they've been falsely accused of rape. There, there are no rules. Any, any guy who says, like, oh, just follow the rules is fucking retarded because look at what happened with Mattress Girl. What did the guy do to deserve being falsely accused of rape? The fucking girl, I can't even remember her name. She's this mattress girl. She wanted to hook up with this guy, and he didn't want to date her, and she accused him of rape. What rule did he break? He didn't want to date her, and she falsely accused him of rape. That's all it takes. Or, again, the example of you fuck a chick. She doesn't want to be labeled a whore for fucking you, so she accuses you of rape. What rule did you break? We're not talking about guys who grope and fondle and actually, you know, un, like come on to women who aren't interested in them. We're talking about guys who just have relationships with women and for the woman just fucks him over because they he doesn't want to date her or because uh, she doesn't want to be labeled a slut for, or for any or no reason. She decides to accuse him of rape. And the reason why she does it is because she can. She can and there's no consequences for her doing so. And that's what the rules are. Putting responsibility on the man for this gynocentric, misandrous bullshit just outs you as a fucking cuck. Fucking, like, just turn over your man card. Your fucking dick is forfeit because you're blaming men for this gynocentric shit. Men have no power, no ability to protect themselves, and you're putting all the responsibility on the man. Go fucking tip your fedora somewhere else, you fucking mangina. That's what I would you know, say. to add on to that, yeah, and to add on to that, I would say this. Don't fucking respond to the cucks. Don't feed the trolls. 
yeah. just fucking ghost, you know? I mean, just, just you know, act like you just, like, nod your head and be like, yeah, you're a cuck, and then fucking just avoid them. Yeah, I remember and, you know, keep doing when, what you're my, doing. when my channel was new, I tried to make it a point not to block or, or, or mute or delete any comments because it was like, you know, I, I believe in free speech and everything. But I just don't give a shit anymore. So, like, when I see these cucks and manginas, white knighting, mm-hmm. I just... I just block them and delete their comment. I don't have time for your shit. I, I, I there was a day a in, in an age I would debate you, but I just I know from experience that it's worthless, and all you're going to do is piss me off. So just for my own sanity, I'm just going to block you so I don't have to see your shit again. Yeah, I had a I had a video recently where the same guy made 25 i counted them they were 25 comments and nothing was anything other than ad hominem attacks i was like yeah i'm I'm deleting all your shit so you know no life um all right moving to the next question thompson 45 uh which set of criteria do you rely upon when deciding emerging markets and fields to invest into um okay so i don't invest in individual stock i invest in etfs or mutual funds etfs are good for stable assets Mutual funds are good for risky assets. So emerging markets would fall into your risky assets category. So you're going to want to look at actively managed mutual funds. And the two criteria you're going to use to figure out which mutual fund is good is you want to look at the 10-year average. You want to make sure it's better than the benchmark. And you want to look at the beta. You want to make sure the beta is better than the benchmark. So 10-year average and beta. And the reason why 10-year average, like what about the 5-year average? What about the 3-year average? No. I like my stocks and mutual funds and stuff like that to be old enough to be potty trained. Thank you very much. So if you if your mutual fund or stock or, or whatever is less than five years old, I wouldn't invest in it, even if it's solid. Um, I've talked to investment professionals. I, I've even talked to the fund managers. They're smart people. They have a good head on their shoulders, but like I need proven results. I don't need fucking, like, I'm really smart and I got this model. I don't give a fuck. I want, I want proven results. And time and results are what matter to me. So when you have 10 years of proven results of beating the market average, and when you have a lower beta, which is absolutely possible. People are like, you can't have a lower beta than the market and higher returns. Bullshit. I do it every day. Every fucking day. I, that's, it's not hard. You just have to know what you're doing. But yeah, ten, better 10-year average returns, lower beta, winning. That's how you do it. But yeah, right. actively manage mutual funds for your volatile assets, passive ETS for your stable assets. So your large cap, your bond, bonds, should, shouldn't even own bonds if you're young. Only own bonds if you're over 50. But yeah, your stable assets, go ahead and use ETFs. For your volatile assets, use actively manage mutual funds. Be aware of expense ratios and all the other shit. Common sense. Okay. Next question from Chainsaw Wielding Maniac, TFM. What do you think the end game is for MGTOW? Uh, survive. That's all it is. Like, I mean, the feminism won. So the end game is we just, we endure. And the system will eventually, call, feminism is a self-correcting problem. And I, my, because I, I frankly have nothing better to do, I'm trying to red pill as many people as possible on the, the desperate hope that maybe if we red pill enough men, we can actually save Western civilization from collapse. If I fail... Western civilization collapsed anyway. It was going to collapse regardless, so I didn't lose anything. So if Western civilization collapses, we endure, we make it out the other side, we rebuild society, and we learn from our mistakes. So, you know, when rebuilding society, we're like, hey, what about this whole egalitarian thing? What about that? We're like, uh, no, let's not. Oh, but, you know, what about equality? Well, no, 
Let me let, let me let me let's have a talk. And then you hear like a gunfire in the distance. I'm like, oh, what, what happened? <laughs> like, oh, we, we we came to an understanding. We've decided right. that we're not going to give women rights. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Question for DDJ. I don't, I can't pronounce your name because I'm too tired. Um. It says, speaking of vasectomies, isn't there some legal shit where doctors are not giving married men a vasectomy without the wife's consent? Also, most doctors won't give a young man a vasectomy anyway, uh, stating that you may want to have kids later. That is actually uh, – so there – I don't know if I, – I know that there's been some conversation about um, getting your wife's permission to get a vasectomy, but I don't think that's a law anywhere. I could be wrong. But I, I don't remember hearing it. I mean, it would have made the news if it if it was a thing. Now, as far as uh, young men getting a vasectomy, yeah, that there is a um, a lot of doctors won't do it, but there is a vasectomy that you can get that is reversible. Um, so that might be something you may want to think about. Yeah, or um, I mean, if if you're a young, if you're underage, you're going to have very few options. But there's a thing called medical tourism. So I talked about yep. this when it talks about the artificial womb. People are like, well, aren't feminists going to make the artificial womb illegal for single men to use? Absolutely. Feminists will absolutely make the artificial womb illegal for single men to use in America. All right. So you go somewhere else. In fact, you know what's funny is Amazon, they cucked a feminist. They made they programmed Alexa with like feminist bullshit. So if you're if you say something misogynistic, she won't like do what she's told. She'll, like, lecture you about feminism. So, I mean, Celestine is going to do a video on it eventually when I have time. But basically, what this is going to do is just going to cause men to buy things like Gatebox. So if Alexa wants to fucking kowtow the feminism, we'll just buy a little hologram anime waifu and we'll talk to her instead. So if Amazon, you don't want our money, then fine, we won't give you our money. Go fuck yourself. Easy peasy. Like, the, the free market works. So if feminists, that yeah, like, oh, we're going to pressure all these American companies into doing this, and we're going to pass laws to make it illegal for you to do this, fine. You know what? Air, air travel has never been cheaper. You just hop on a plane, go to another country. And the thing is, it used to be like, you know, when third world countries meant like fucking Africa, like, you know, people drinking water out of a puddle and shit, you know, you didn't want to get your, your fucking surgery done in you know Mexico or India or some shit but i mean now these countries are are the technology and everything the standard of living is going up you go to a, like people do this all the time they go to Mexico or they go to countries like India to get like a bi bariatric surgery can perform because it's a lot cheaper in other countries than it is in America if you're fat and you want to get some bariatric surgery it's going to cost you a shit ton of money if you fly to another country and get it done it's like pennies on the dollar so people who want to lose weight they fly to other countries to get these surgeries. So you can do that when it comes to a vasectomy. If your wife is like, or if you, God forbid you're married, I'm sorry. You have my condolences, press F to pay respects. But if you can't get a vasectomy in America because some feminist law says you can't without your wife's permission, uh, you know what? Just take a business trip and go to another country and get it done there. Done. Exactly. Yeah, be like, I don't know what's happened. I can't have kids. I, I don't know. That's crazy. It's weird. My dick doesn't work. Right. All right. Uh, next question is from March DD. TFM, do you like ketchup on your eggs? No, I don't like ketchup. You know, what's weird is I love tomatoes. Like, I, I love tomatoes on my burgers, like lettuce, tomato, and onion. Right. But I'm, I'm right. never liked ketchup. Okay. I, yeah. I prefer, like, when it comes and... to eggs, I prefer salt, pe salt pepper, and butter. 
Got it. All right. And the most important question of the okay. night, which I think I don't, I, I, it's kind of funny. We actually can never get through a show without one of these kind of questions. So okay. here's Here this go. one. I, I thought we were going to do it, but we didn't. Uh-oh. Here TFM, do you, do you have an estimate as to when the collapse will occur? I'm going to say March 23rd, 2043 at 4.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Okay. There you go. Well, call that it. was the Calling last. It. There you go. Fucking take that, that shit the to the bank. Deal. There you go. I like it. <laughs> the monkey right. spoken. Well, um, since last last week, uh, you wanted somebody else to do the pimp's prayer. I can go ahead and do it this week. I think that's probably why the real reason Cat isn't here. He was afraid of the pimp's prayer. Oh my goodness! You don't fear the pimp's prayer. The pimp's prayer is here 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 to help. It is. Okay. All right. So are we are we are we ready for the pimp's prayer? I was born ready. All right. Lord, please pray for the soul of this bitch and guide my pimp hand and make it strong, Lord, so that she might learn a hoe's place. Amen. Amen. All right. Oh, actually, I had, a, I had a question. Let's knock this out real quick before we leave. I know we just had the pimp's prayer, and that's usually where we close things. Perfect. But I just had a question. All right, so uh, John FLK says, regarding vasectomy, isn't there some adverse effects to having it done is it totally safe is it muck mode or doll better deal uh i mean yeah like vasectomies if you're not going to fuck chicks if you have a doll and you're happy and you have no desire to have sex with a woman there's no reason to get a vasectomy but then again like what if this is a complete hypothetical what if a woman like chloroform rags you like you're just walking down the street and you fucking some you get a chloroform rag around your mouth and some woman like makes you pass out and rapes you and steals your sperm in a fucking turkey baster and gets pregnant. That sounds crazy. It sounds like there's no way a judge would make me pay child support when I was chloroformed and raped. Yes, they will. They will absolutely make you pay child support after being chloroformed and raped. Well, and not... let, me, let me also say this. Is it uh, a vasectomy is safe. It's 100% safe unless you do it in a back alley. Um and it's, I mean, there, there are no side effects. A lot of guys get it. Yeah. Well, it's really, it's, um, you basically, it's, your sperm won't be able to exit the penis. So it'll just kind of go back to where it's coming from and get reabsorbed. And then eventually your balls will just shut down because it, it knows like, okay, these, these sperm aren't going anywhere. I'm just going to shut down production. It's kind of like Detroit. Just like, oh, we're not selling these cars. Shut it down. And that's saying, rip your balls. But that's why the reversible vasectomy, I think, isn't it like ten years? Is the window? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Um, I've, I like, I, I mean, I haven't had a vasectomy, but that's, I don't know. The technology changes, and it's like the stuff that was like true a few years ago is like, I don't know. They, they, they're making leaps and bounds. So and, well, and if you but, know, maybe, so. maybe you're holding out for the artificial womb. Or something like that. Maybe you're holding out for that. So maybe you don't want to get a vasectomy. In that case, I would just get a doll. Just, you know, just keep it keep it far away from any meat bags. You should be okay. But there's, there again, you if, you, if you get sperm jacked, if you get drugged, 
Um, you know, like the judge will absolutely make you pay. Ch- like you could get legit drugged, tied to a bed, have your sperm forcibly extracted while you're screaming for help, shouting rape at the top of your lungs. The judge will still make you pay child support and still give your rapist custody. And you think it's like, there's no way. Okay. I'm just talking out of my ass here. What do I know? <laughs> That's, right. By the way, before we, before we get out of here. Um, I just want to make give a, a another shout out to Married Red Pill for making sure that we got all the questions and got them to me so that we can ask them. Um, did a fantastic job tonight, so thank you, Married Red Pill. Appreciate all your help. Yeah, I think it was a good show. I had, we had a lot of fun. Celestine was very talkative, so I appreciate everyone's yeah, gener- was generosity. We'll try to get this whole Cthulhu thing sorted out. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little yeah. concerned. All right, so we're going to end the show. We're going to have our our commercial breaks for our sponsors, Anchors Away and The Dollhouse. So also just Anchors Away was awesome. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Maybe I would love to get Phil and Anchors Away just together, just have like a sponsor, you know, hoopla, little special thing. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. All right, guys. So we'll see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend. Have a good night. Americans. Today we declare our independence from not only meatbag women, but from having to convert American dollars to British pounds in order to buy love dolls. The Dollhouse is now international, with a new American franchise. DC Dollhouse. If you live in Europe, continue to do business with the Dollhouse, but if you live in America, you can now go to DC Dollhouse where the dolls are priced in US dollars and measured in feet and inches. Now you can browse the dollhouse's selection of love dolls and enjoy the customer service that the dollhouse is known for, all without having to pay additional shipping or currency conversion fees. God bless the dollhouse, and God bless America. Click on the link in the description and get started today.